See, because this is the beauty of this podcast. It doesn't like this will all go in. It doesn't matter. Oh, all of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like high tech production like you guys are doing because. But I'm a potato. You're a potato. <laughs> like full jacket spud. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this whole thing. You're, up. Not, you're not gonna fuck <laughs> it up. I came here to fuck shit up. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's good. I came here to watch you fuck That's shit up. That's why I'm here. Listen, the bar is very, very low for this. Oh, okay, so. That's good. I'm yeah. glad. I feel like that's the same with the show. It's it, fucking low. You <laughs> can only go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's recorded, right? We should in- introduce you anyway. This is episode six, actually. And uh, we got D, my illustrious D here. She's uh, producing for us today. Um, yeah, yeah. Jacinta Burns. Okay. Welcome to the church pod. Hey, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking cool. Yeah, but nickname's the church dog. Where does it come from? Well, uh, that's a good question, actually. The church dog it was it's really bad. I made up my own nickname by accident. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was driving around on a um on a mine site in a truck and uh somebody just called me up on the radio. At, I come church my name's Churchy, oh, my nickname's Churchy. Everybody knows me as Churchy, but then did you make that up too? He called me up. No, no, no. I've had that since I was a kid. Oh, that's my, okay my last then. name, my last name's All Church. Gets okay. shortened. All right, yeah, no, I get it. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, and then I, I got somebody called me up on the radio. It's like, yeah, copy Churchy. Like, yeah, go for the Church Dog. Oh, I actually love that. Yeah, yeah. And by the time oh, there's a bit of a chuckle, and then whatever. Um, come and grab a load of this, blah blah blah. Tip it here, and then we got to the to the pub in the uh, rig camp that night. And we're just, you know, getting on the piss like we do every night. <laughs> Standard. And they're just like, church dog, you know. Yeah. And, then it, and then it's stuck. There you go, bud. The, the weird thing is, seemingly, like, people I've never met before, unless they've talked to somebody that knows me or something, I, like, there's a, I don't know, a, a client that I deal with in, in Canberra, and he just randomly one day goes, yeah, no worries, all right, thanks, church dog, we'll talk to you tomorrow. And I, was, I didn't think about Who it Who have you been talking to? Yeah, I didn't think about it till later. But I was like, well, how does he know that? Because he's the client. I don't introduce myself as something that... One would hope not. <laughs> I don't feel that, you know, you don't walk in with an air of professionalism like, church dog dinner. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I finish off doing doing my job and have to ring him up to make sure it all came through okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. how's it going, mate? Yeah, fucking church hey, God dog. Give us a bit. Did it all come fucking go all right? All right, eh? Church dog party starts. <laughs> I love so, that you gave yourself a nickname. Well, I didn't mean to, but uh, I'll just unabashedly take it. It now. fits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, church is good, but church dogs even church better. Dog. I mean, I feel like you've got it's like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde or whatever it yeah, is. You've yeah. got churchy, which is you know G-rated, I feel, <laughs> and you've got church dog. Yeah, yeah. Ma fifteen. Yeah. Well, At a stretch. What's the R-rated version? Fuck if I know. Well, we're, we're, I'm pretty sure we'll figure that out by the end of this. Yeah, yeah, can't be. We'll pick. We'll one work up. on that. I feel. <laughs> I want to give myself a nickname. I'm so uncreative, though. Well, when I was, because uh, when we met the other day and I got your phone number, I'm like, um, it's you know, it's Jacinta. You introduce yourself as Jacinta, and I was like, do people call her Jack for short? Or no, see, my best. And I didn't friends... want to say, Kate. Oh, no worries, Jack. Like nah. in case that was you're like fuck you. What did you call me that shit for? <laughs> my That's best my friend's name. name is Jackie, so she gets Jack or Jacqueline when I'm pissed off at her, which is very rarely. Yeah. I love you, Jackie. <laughs> um, but I get my dad has called me Bartholomew my whole life, <laughs> <laughs> or Groover, Groover or, I like, or bitch, oh, or sinner. So sinner, sinner, sinner or Sinta like. has stuck, and the boys call me cunt. So <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
There's a few to which, choose from. Which one do you like? <laughs> Not well. Sinner. I like. It, yeah, that I one. like Sinner as well. I, when I was when I was in a band and playing music, that's how that introduced me. But people like you know the drunken dickheads in the stage would be like, oh. She's a naughty girl, that sinner. I'm sinner. like, nah, that's yeah. not what it is. That's not what it it's is. Just, just sinta. But she, anyway, it's a whole thing. <laughs> um, so, and, but now it's JB because it's just easier in there. My initials, JB. That's what they call me on we the show. That. Oh yeah, that mixed up with my uh, with my other producer, JB. Oh, I thought you were gonna say BJ, and I'm like, no, but that's BJ. No, yeah, that's no, a different thing. That's no, completely, that's ca- it's not that kind of show. It's just not that kind of show. Well, not. <laughs> well, yet. I thought it was. We'll see how. Fuck. We'll see how episode twelve goes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, uh, yeah, good. I'm here for it. <laughs> this is great. This is good. Yeah, you're at ground level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up from ground here. zero. It's all going to go pear shaped. Oh, good. That's the <laughs> the story of my life. Literally every day, it's like, oh, today's going to be a good. Nope. <laughs> I get about half an hour and I have a durian and a coffee, and then yeah, the yeah. kids start, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. Excellent. Oh, what day is it? It doesn't fucking it's matter. Fucking Groundhog, Groundhog Day every day. day. Unless you're in Darwin, I mean, then holy shit, Darwin be wild. Like this place is uh, neck level. Is it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Which part of Darwin are you hanging out at? Well, I can't oh, seem to get anything done around here. No, neither can we because <laughs> shit just keeps happening. And like there's so many pubs and there's scooters. Yeah, yeah. The orange, the, the orange ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. We need that shit in Bunbury. It's so good. Is that not... Bun- how, how many people in Bunbury? I don't know. Couple, what, I don't, know. I don't 50, know. 50,000? Oh, I haven't taken 70. a census in a while. <laughs> uh, it's a big place, I suppose. I mean, there's suburbs and shit. Yeah, it, right. Yeah. It's like it's Geraldton? Uh, <laughs> no, it's nothing like Geraldton. Uh, it is big-ish. It, big-ish. It's right. probably like a step down from Perth. Like you've got Perth and then you've got Bunbury. Oh, okay. That's so just like a smaller version. I'm of thinking Perth. it was like, I don't know. I had to look it up on the map the other day. I was like, where the fuck is Bunbury? About that far on a map. Yeah, it's like that far on yeah. a map. But in WA, that's about three days drive. Yeah, actually though, <laughs> it's 52 hours, I think, like straight shot. Yeah. When, when we floated our truck up, I think he was driving for 52 hours. Yeah. I was like, bruh. How do you stay awake that long? Also, actually. can you share? <laughs> I'm going to need some motivation. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, apparently they don't do logbooks over in WA for truck drivers or something. No, they give no fucks they in give WA. Zero, zero fucks. They give, even, they give even less fucks here unless you're buying alcohol. They give all the fucks about alcohol. It's a bit hectic. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Gove, you know, like it was just Jade and myself and a fucking newborn and two Crazy asshole children. They belong to me, by the way, the assholes of mine. Love you, kids. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I said I think the last thing I said to them was, I love you very much, both of you, but I don't fucking like you at the moment. <laughs> Bye. Come and see Luke. Are uh, they doing school of the air or something? No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. Fuck it. Fuck school. Yeah. They've learned Get a so job much. Yeah. About. But like I was I was that idiot in school that was like the square and you know or did got really good grades and all that shit, but I learnt nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there was nothing to take into life. Yeah. So my kids have just had they just we do whatever. Fuck school. <laughs> Sorry, Mark McGowan. Mum of the year. Right? That's what I aspire to be. Effluent. No, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we I mean they've had a couple of months off, but yeah. we fly out we fly back home Tuesday. And then they'll go back to school. Yeah. Fuck, that'll be a shock to them. Yeah. They've done nothing but lay around in the pool, watch us get hosed every night. I was, until you said that, I was about to say, 
I don't think it's a bad thing for kids to get out for a couple of months and just live in the world as yeah. kids and realise that the world is a big, dangerous, Absolutely. fairly scary place. That but then you said there'd be lazing around in pools <laughs> the most of the fucking time. We're going, yeah, yeah probably got that, lost on them somewhere. But, you know, I've done the right thing. I've taken them to the World War Two stuff. That's good. And, like, we did the oil tunnels and stuff yesterday. That was awesome. Really good if you're claustrophobic. Uh-huh. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I was so in one cool. of the pyramids. That was... That you was went good. in a pyramid. I did. That's amazing. It is. Unless until you learn the history of how they were made, then it's kind of horrific. Aliens. Or that. Yeah. That's very cool. One hundred percent aliens. You and Luke get along very <laughs> fucking well. Very well. Every question I have about anything, he's like aliens. It was aliens. Yeah, and, but then he's got like all the information to back it up. So I'm sitting uh, there going, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It makes you think. I know it sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you fall into the wormhole of like the YouTube black hole and uh-huh. then all the fucking documentaries about it and. Yeah. Yeah, I've wasted that's why that's hours. that's that's my business plan is the wormhole, and hopefully, if you go deep enough, you'll find the church pod. <laughs> oh my god, I like that actually. Hey, it works. Got to fake it till you make it, mate. Oh my god, that is this. That's that's. <laughs> is that oh, you? Yes. Is that you, Sinner? Do you actually think I went into this fucking TV thing knowing what ep- what I was? No, no I clue. I don't think. I went in and helped this dickhead friend of mine help boats. I don't like boats. I give no fucks about boats. And the next minute I was looking in the camera <laughs> trying to pretend I knew what the fuck I was talking about. I, I, yeah, well, I, I met you in Gove a few weeks back <laughs> and we met at the at the bar. <laughs> you get uh, changed for the bloody wash machine or something. Oh, yeah. And um, he said, come down tomorrow and uh, you'll see us drag this thing out. And so you were on a boat. Yeah. I got down there. Where the fuck is... Where is Jacinta? I'd just like to say, I would just like to say that I did have a broken arm, so I was resting it. How is your arm, by the way? It's great. Is it? Yeah. I had a cast on. I'm just going to brag here. I had a cast on for two days and I took that motherfucker off. You told me. It was so shit. You told me. And then you said you were lifting some shit and like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I could feel it and I could like envision it in my head of like the bones... (laughs) But, uh, but I will up. not be outdone by the boys. So I'm just like, oh, this is so bad. This is horrible. <laughs> Sinner, are you okay? Yeah, good. Yeah. It's fine. Welcome to what it's like to be a bloke. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, I feel like having a vagina is a lot harder. Shall we get into that debate? There's not, not a woman I'm, in the room with us. Not when I'm sitting in a room with two shields. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I got balls, but they're not that big. <laughs> yeah, our balls are way bigger. Especially when you're working in a male-dominated field with two egotistical... Love them to death, but they're both fuckwits. <laughs> That's uh, Luke. Is Luke it? and Vinny. Luke and Vinny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're my homies. So we should just roll back just to, just a touch. So I feel like uh, we got off track. We a we bit. did, but I'll, but that's That'll the beauty happen. of it. So for for everybody at home, um, or out and about, or in the car, or wherever. Sorry, we're talking about just in the birds. We met in Gove, and um, and uh, you, you're the I, I think you're the operations manager for. Geofire, uh, Geograph, Marine, Geograph, Salvage and Rescue. Marine and Salvage and Rescue. Yes. And uh, in the process of doing that job, somebody came along and said, hey, do you want to film this stuff? And this put shit it on show. This shit show. Were the words used. And, and put it on, on uh, is, it's on 7 Plus. It's on Discovery. It's on Discovery. Actually. Oh. Yes. And um, yes, and we, 7 Mate. Okay, so... And it's called Salvage Aussie Salvage Aussie Club. Salvage Squad. Unless you're in Europe, then it's Extreme Salvage Club, which is super shit. Mm. And I don't care if you're listening in Europe, y'all suck. Uh-huh. Aussie Salvage yeah, Squad. Aussie Salvage Squad. Yeah. So it started a year before I came on the scene. So season one, I wasn't on. Okay. Fuck. Because there's no way I would have survived it at all. Uh. But Cyclone Debbie hit 
uh, far north Queensland. Well, not far north, north-ish Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much where <laughs> this other one is at the moment. Excuse me. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So Luke at Geograph Marine and his girlfriend Jade had some pretty hectic equipment and he had been doing salvaging for quite some time. Yeah. So he's got this massive army truck. It's an Oshkosh. It's a, I don't know, blah, blah. It's got a Detroit it's engine. A, yeah, it's an American uh, American heavy, heavy Tank haulage. retrieval unit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a beast. Yeah. So if you're at home, Google Oshkosh. Just Google Christopher. Do you know when I, yeah, do you know when I, I Googled Oshkosh? You know the first thing that came, came up? A teddy. <laughs> There's a company called Oshkosh that make baby toys and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. clothes and yeah. like. You're like, well, this like, is fuck. Did I spell that right? <laughs> How did I get here? How the fuck does that pull Why up Why am I out? looking at baby things? I'm supposed to be looking at big army tank retrieval trucks. Yes, it's every man's wet dream, I feel, this fucking truck. And hey. he is just the biggest pain in the ass. let me tell you. Yeah. Huge. He has a tantrum every second day. Because he just likes to remind... Like, we look at him like a person. He's not a bit of machinery. He's a living, breathing thing. Yeah. And he likes to remind us of that, <laughs> of just who the fuck is in control. And he does that by, like, breaking yeah. or just refusing to start. <laughs> There's a typical male, what's, really. What's Oshkosh's name? What Christopher. Christopher. Okay. The story behind Christopher, right? Please tell me. So Luke is a very good friend of mine and my boss. Um, and just, like, we're all family. We're yep. just this weird, fucked up herd. I don't know, it works. It works. It's, it works. So he has had a pretty wild upbringing. He was just this crazy kid running around in the bush in Manjimuk in WA. Yeah. I don't know how he came to, or whether it was one of his parents gave him a necklace of the patron saint of the traveller, uh, which is a Christopher. Christopher, yep. And it's kept him safe. Yep. Because he's a madman. He should be dead. <laughs> um, so that when he imported Christopher over, he kind of looked at it and thought, well, fuck, this is like a life-size version of... And Christopher, yeah, hence the name. So he took that and the ex fisheries boat FD8 over to Queensland, but no talk of a television show at all. One of the guys that went over had contacts at this production company and called them and said, You've got to have a look at this mad shit they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Sent a couple of filmies over who have been with us since then, since Ash the and Tommy. Yep. Yeah. Um, I saw them dudes running around. Oh, at yeah. Gove. They're yeah. the best. Ash was on the boat with me. Um, he works with Matt, Matty Wright. Used to work oh, with yeah, Matty Wright, Wright here, here, yeah. in, here in town, yeah. Yeah, so he produces and um, I think he co-owns Outback Wrangler. Yep. And Tommy, who's just the best, and then Sammy, who also is a local. He's our fluffer. He yeah, runs yeah. around and makes sure all our batteries are good and changes our GoPros and stuff. Yep. So they produced season one and kind of sold it to Seven Mate as a pilot. And it wasn't – it was kind of half big jobs and kind of half reality. So there was a lot of vision of them at the house – you know, the, you know, there's two hot blondes in it, Ellie and Jade, they're cousins, you know, they're in their bikinis, they're beautiful girls. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what piqued the interest as well. What can you say? Of like, course. Right? Like boobies. <laughs> yeah. they, it sells. Yes. Boobies sell. Sex sells. Exactly. Sex sells. You know, so then when we came to season two, we wanted to sort of branch out and sell it to Discovery. But Discovery have these really like tight boxes that you have to fit in. Is it reality? Is it big jobs? Like we need one or the other. So we went can't, big jobs. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, then there were three hot blondes in it because I joined. And I was like, hey, oh, yeah. except this one was tatted yeah. up and shit. And now you're on the church pod. Right? Okay. How fucking crazy is I'm this gonna shit? I'm going to go straight to the top. Yeah. I'll, I'll make a star out of you yet. <laughs> right? It does come with – co- I mean, it comes with perks. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, it's great. For sure. It's good. Unless you've got social anxiety. Uh-huh. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Well, you're doing well. 
it's a fake it till you make it. <laughs> you know, every time someone comes up to me and is like, are you that? I'm like, no. No. But they're like, but you're tat. No, you're no. thinking of someone else. It's a problem with a tat. I know. It gives you a weight it every does. time. Every time. They're like, no, it's you. It's, it's got to be you. It's definitely not. <laughs> I got. Like, it's definitely, it's not me. No, and you put like your jumper on in the middle of fucking summer. But like I came, the first time I was ever recognised in public, like I'm used to getting it with Luke because he's very, um, <laughs> uh, distinctive looking, I guess. Yeah. He's just a tall Gumby motherfucker. Yeah. With a weird head. Yeah. People recognise him, right? And then, you know, you walk, anyway, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> a Gumby looking. He is. Yeah. He's ridiculous. He runs like a newborn giraffe. He's got... <laughs> Should I be apologising yet or not? Is this okay? Oh, this, I'm having the best time. You're welcome. We're only ten minutes in. <laughs> Listen, I should have came with a disclaimer. I'm a fucking potato. Like, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I got I got like accosted in Kmart by this guy with a black eye, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> you wore that just in your chick." Oh, season two, and I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> Definitely not. And he stood there and had an argument with me for 10 minutes about who I was. I was like, listen, mate, I'm about to even that fucking face up if you don't pay the fuck up. I had my five-year-old with me. He's like, what the fuck yeah, is going on? What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Why are you arguing with yeah. this broken man? Yeah, what's wrong with your face? So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it's not something you ever get used to. Like, you just no. never get used to it. I had some fucking random guy following me around JB Hi-Fi the other day, FaceTiming his friend, talking in some other language, and, like, wouldn't come up and say g'day, but no. he was following me around with yeah, his yeah. FaceTime. I'm like, fuck, I'm just, That's you know, I'm just out here trying to live my life. Yeah, no paparazzi, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. I'm not signing autographs at this time. I don't want to, <clears throat> I don't mean any offence, but... <laughs> That is the, I'm just going to stop you there. <laughs> That's all, like a sorry <laughs> and then a but. That's, you know? With all due respect. Uh-huh. Hit me. <laughs> is invariably followed by something that is disrespectful. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of, like, reality. No, it's shit. It's just shit. It is the worst. Yeah. But it does attract a certain type of person that, that enjoys watching that sort of shit. And yeah. To all my listeners out there, I love you. I don't, I don't, I please listen and please subscribe and do all of those things. But if you watch reality TV show, you're a fucking moron. I'm just going to stop you there because <laughs> literally, do you want to know what I've been doing all afternoon? Uh, tell me. Catching up on maths. <laughs> don't judge me. It is mind-numbing and it means I don't have to think. And also, it makes me feel better about my fucking train wreck of a life. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I just thought you said... Maths. Ew. Like mathematics. Fuck no. <laughs> you mean... Really? You mean married at first yes. sight? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, I'm a people <laughs> watcher, which means I'm probably one of the most judgmental motherfuckers you'll ever meet. So I will quite happily sit at a shopping centre and have a coffee and just watch people and be like... <laughs> 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 which Fair is enough. awful. It's terrible. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a paper watcher. Yeah. and then, But, yeah. like, do you ever not, make not. up scenarios about, like, you know, you see two people sitting on a bench and you just... Yeah. Or is that just me? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm no, not the weird no, one. Right there with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I build their whole lives for them. Yes. In the, and then in you the end up with these whacked theories. Yeah. It's good. It's better than watching a movie sometimes because you're is. in control. Yeah, it's so, great. But, I mean, reality, reality TV is, you're right, it is absolute trash. 
but for people with a higher intelligence, I suppose, <laughs> you know, that lead busy lives and stuff, you get to turn it on and you switch off and you it's like a yeah. voyeur, you know, it's very voyeuristic. You're watching and you're judging and you're, you're not it's, thinking um, about your own shit. Yeah, it's, it's really, really, really cheap, easy entertainment. Absolutely. Yeah, that you don't have to, to, to invest anything exactly. into. Exactly. And you get yeah. to look at these like, you know, I'm with the brain hocked on the lips and all that kind of shit. And yeah. it's like, wow, you know, really? Yeah. But we're observational documentary. We are like in a different ballpark to reality um, in the sense that I feel like that, like Married at First Sight and like Geordie Shaw and all that kind of shit, there's a lot of drama inserted into those. Like the producers insert a lot of jeopardy and all that kind of stuff and and coming into this particular season, they were like, all right, we've got to up the jeopardy, we've got to up the – at no point did we need to up jack shit because (laughs) (laughs) it was – Full on, like full noise from the first job we did. Yeah. It was insane. I actually thought I was going to die several times, which is normal for salvage. <laughs> but the, I don't know whether it was the fact that it was gove and the humidity is completely different to WA mm. in every sense of the word. Hard, hot work. Oh, my it? God. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the most active of people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I'm, look, two things. One, I'm really glad that I happened to be over there at the time yeah. um, for work and that I ran into you because I, I didn't know who you were. I was just standing at the bar. Didn't I say, don't you know who I am no. to you? Uh, yeah, you I'm did. pretty sure You're I like, did. I'm obnoxious you know like I, that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like... Should I? Should I? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're wearing the shirt. I was like, what? I, I had know. no idea. It's all right. I Some didn't hot, take offense. hot blonde standing at the bar. <laughs> With a cup waiting for money. <laughs> That was pretty funny. I'm like, there's no pokies what here. What are you doing, you <laughs> stupid bitch? There's no pokies. Are you lost? But here, I'm a nice guy, so I'll talk to everybody. Any, yeah. Anybody and everybody. But um, but you said to come down, and I'm really glad I saw the operation because while we might rag on uh, on on the you know on reality TV or whatever, but you were legitimately pulling a fucking big yacht, mm-hmm. like such as it was, pretty fucked up. Was it 12 years? That it, 12 or 13 years? 12 sitting and on a half, bottom. yeah. Yeah. And what is it like uh, 30 metres per hour or, or even less? It was 30 metres a pool. So I think each That's pool right, took 30. about half an hour yeah. and then there was a half hour reset. That's right. Just yeah. the whole the whole story of that. like, And when you left, like you missed the best part. And oh, I, was, oh, I was spewing that I had to go. I know. I was like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Did you see us fly over there? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I was in the middle of doing my um, OT, which is like on the field. Yeah. And I heard the plane and I, was, and I had to stop. Yeah. They were so pissed off at me. I was like, oh. They just thought I was doing a ditzy. Like, oh, what's that butterfly? <laughs> I do do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, no, look that's look the, the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, something shiny. Yeah, yeah. And then I was waving and, yeah, they thought it was very, very, very cool. Yeah. They thought it was awesome because I told the crew when they got back. Well, it wasn't that night because I got back and they were fucked up. Do you know if it – if it I had a, a pretty good crew. If it wasn't for uh, the fact that we're in, you know, f- so close to the airport itself. Yeah. And, and in – sort of controlled, somewhat controlled airspace. I'm not a pilot, so I'm not all the way up on it. But I I, I had entertained and they entertained the idea I know of they actually did. getting in getting in low and, yeah. and doing the thing. So because they were all for it. They were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I walked away, I was like, no, no chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No and they really, I'll give credit to them. They really did try it. They really yeah. did, like, think about it. Go, yeah. Oh, maybe. Uh, but it just, That's yeah. That's very cool. Was, but we managed to do it at 2,000 feet. Yeah. And straight over the top. It was amazing. Yeah, and I was spewing because I specifically put myself on the left-hand side of the aircraft. Yeah. And uh, we did this, like, over the top. And I, I was over the harbour. Oh. So I didn't see, like, I was, like, looking out the window. I'm like, oh, 
And oh, then, this dickhead was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and my offsider was uh, on the other side, I think. Oh, uh, look at that dickhead down there waving. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, guys. Oh, it's okay. She's blonde. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, I get away with so much shit. Yeah. I don't even know what my natural hair colour is. I can fucking tell you it's not blonde. Because <laughs> this is a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. But, like, yeah. you, you left it the most, like, crucial bit. We... <laughs> It's a long convoluted story of how we got to Gove in the sense of my job is also associate producer. Yeah. So I actually recce the job. So I look for the jobs and then I, you know, do all the networking and meet people. Like I got to meet Brad who was the Commodore of the boat club. Yep. So the the way we got there was he told us about this fucking boat that he had been the bane of his life. Yeah. And everyone said to him, there is no way anyone will be able to move that. Amsar came up and had a look and all this other shit. So... This is, I'm so sorry in advance, everybody, to like break your little <laughs> bubble of how TV works. Uh-huh, uh-huh, but we uh-huh. were like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll do it. Yeah. That's fine. And we put it to last. You know, all these other jobs came up and that was fine. But at the back of our minds, you know, we, we got close to Brad and we, you know, he was so generous and he gave us so much. Mm. We couldn't walk away without trying. So we came up with all these fucked up, cooked ideas like a fucking floating excavator <laughs> for one. And then we were going to buy a barge that we wouldn't even put a fucking car on to put a 30-tonner on and just smash it down so that it wasn't yeah. a nav hazard anymore because yeah. the superstructure was still on, you see. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, we were just about ready to give up. I, we, you know, we carried this job. We wanted to do it because we love Brad so much. Mm. And... Um, I think I was talking to you about it that night at the bar. He was telling us that back when, uh, when the illegal fishermen were near the bay, you know, they'd, they'd pilot them into this little bay um, near the causeway, I think, and then they had these huge cables, this exactly the same width, I think it's one-inch cables that we have on Christopher, and they had this pulley system and they'd winch these boats up with these cables and then burn them on the... Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what they yeah, and which blew my mind, but it's, you know, it's Darwin's. <laughs> and go for Whatever. It. Yeah. But they left all these lengths of cables yeah. just there. And a lot of it was in good nick. So it just so ha- – and, you know, when it goes to air, we're going to cop a lot of shit. People are going to be like, oh, you water load of shit. But honest to God, we just stumbled upon this cable and thought, yeah. are you fucking kidding? Because it never happens that way. No. Ever. And that's the shame about reality TV is because they, they – Somebody somewhere would have written something like this yep. for it, for some other TV show, and when you do actually stumble, like that does happen. Yeah, sometimes you're like, "Holy shit, look at this! We can actually use that." Yeah, and like, but it, but with us specifically, that shit never happens. We're so used to literally everything that could go wrong mm. goes wrong. Like, yeah. well, it's just it's a clusterfuck, yeah. and it's you go into every job with plans A to Z, and you just work your way down the alphabet. Yeah, you know, we, we came across this cable, and fuck me, were they heavy? And half one inch cable, buried. One yeah. inch steel cable, yeah. 600 metres of it. So we had to use our poor Land Cruiser who was limping at best because we had to do a huge engine, re- like full engine refit. Yeah. Um, I did tell them not to buy the car, but, you know, who? You know, <laughs> me with the mammary the glands, who would listen <laughs> to me? I just like this opportunity to tell everybody that I was right and that we shouldn't have bought the car. Anyway, we towed it all back, which was not filmed because uh, it wasn't probably the right way to do it, but it was the only way we could. We towed it down the road 
And we it worked. We yeah. did this massive like convoluted fucking sling thing and then put put load on it and yeah. she moved. Yeah. And we just could not believe it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, when you guys were there, we were quite close. And that rock wall, not where you were sitting. Were you sitting on the rock wall? I was on that. You were on the pontoon. That's right. So, yeah, the rock wall and the uh, boat ramp. Yeah. And then on the other side was a little, like, pontoon wharf. Yeah. Yeah. So, the rock wall was where we were coming, this side of. So, like, you were here. Oh, it's a podcast. People can't see Jacinta. Anywho. We we, we got a camera. So You have to go to YouTube. The the thing that he was on was here. And then the rock wall was here. And then Christopher was here. Um, And I remember saying to Brad, like, this we'd been towing, uh, we'd been winching for two days. And the boys were just cutting the cable, making another eyelet and then screwing back on the bulldog clips and then re-winching to Christopher and then starting the pull again. And he was doing a handstand. There was that much load on him. So I remember saying to Brad, if we keep going on this trajectory, we're going to clip the rock wall and that's going to fuck everything. He's like, yeah, I know. Three seconds later, I'm not shitting you. The boat floated. It floated and drifted 10 metres south. There was no load on the cable. The cable started, like, Luke took his hands off the winch and the cable started walking in itself. This fucking boat was so ready to go. Ah. She floated and drifted 10 metres south and completely missed the rock wall. Like, Fair income. It That's was hectic. The, yeah. I didn't know that. It was the spookiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And, you know, Brad's on the boat and he's very, very pragmatic, Brad is. He's not spiritual or anything like that. And he just said, like, there's something about Nolan Boy and there's something about Go. There's this certain kind of magic around this place. Mm. For this boat that hasn't fucking floated in 12 years yeah. to just lift herself, lift her fat ass off the bottom and then drift. Oh, I don't know. There was uh. just something... Something happened and then it all went to shit the next day when we tried to crane it because it was too heavy and it broke. The, the crane broke? No, oh shit, no. The, the, boat, the boat. The boat broke in half. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. shit. We, well, I mean, the crane is... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I could say that because I'm pretty sure they're all fired now. Anyway, they weren't communicating properly. So uh. he was like, do it, like lift it. You've only got one shot at it, lift it. And it all came on. At 30.1 tonnes, I think. And then we just heard this like... Uh, and he was like, no, 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 go, 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 go. And he just pulled out. Like, what a pussy. Uh, fucking pussy. Yeah, 200 yeah. tonne crane. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we had to fucking break it up with an excavator and dump it. And let me tell you, when I say it stinks, well, I threw up a couple of times. I got a pretty strong stomach. Yeah. Uh, oh, bad. Big ass clams and shit and like brain coral and... Uh, it was so bad. But we did it. Everyone said we couldn't do it and we fucking nailed it. Yeah, yeah. 12 years. And that's the yeah. kind of shit, like that's the, I don't know, the level of jobs that we had this season with three of us. Usually we've got a team of five. Yeah. And they're all men, you know, there's two chicks and the rest of them are blokes. Yeah, well, I only saw, um, I mean, yourself out on the boat and then there was only there was a fella running the... Who was running that's the, the Oshkosh? So it was Luke, and yep. then there was a guy in the little gator. Yeah, in the in, in the, the arm. That's what broke my arm. That fucking thing. That little it's yeah. like a little four six yeah. six wheel six wheel like semi submersible. So it goes yeah. on land and water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he turns real jerky. That's it. Like turns and he just throws people off, and then they break bones. Uh huh. Good times. So it was Luke and Luke and Vinny and Vinny. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vinny's a machine. The big yeah. V dog. The big V dog, fucking machine. Shout out to V dog. Yeah, yeah, we love the V dog. Yeah, he's just because so, he was out there. He was sitting on that thing. He'd be on the phone for a bit. They're doing the pool, and then he'd be like, 
right, that's 30 metres, and you go down there, and he'd be yeah. cutting through the... Without that, though, we would have to ma- we'd have to manage that by hand. That's yeah. what we've been doing, managing this fucking cable by hand, and it's heavy, and it's, like, sticks you and shit. Yeah. But now we've got... We call him Arnold, um, uh, very affectionately after a friend we lost this year. His name was Arlen, but we always used to call him Arnold because it used to piss him off. <laughs> also because my five-year-old couldn't say Arlen. So he'd be Arlen. like, hi, Arnold. So, Arnold. And he'd be like... <laughs> You're allowed to call me Arnold, but none of you cunts are allowed to call me Arnold. So obviously that's what we did. So we lost him last year, I think, around Halloween. So that's what we've called. We've called the Argo Arnold because we know it would piss him the fuck off. We love you very much. Oh, rest, <laughs> so sorry, bro. Absolutely. Oh, he, yeah. he, you know, like he would, he would love that we'd thought of him and included him in the show because he was, he was our bartender. So where we worked in Bustleton. It was really convenient, actually. We had our workshop and then we'd walk like 200 metres and then there was a pub. So that's where we would spend all of our time, really. <laughs> we'd work, you know, we'd work for two hours and then we'd do what we needed I, I to do. I think two hours is, is a pretty good innings. Well, when you hate being there and you just hate your job, like we just wanted to do salvage. Yeah. But, you know, Luke had been a, um, a boat fixer, a fucking mechanic. <laughs> Marine engineer? Blonde. <laughs> Marine engineer, that's Marine the engineer. one. Yeah, yep. oh, I hate boats. So they're, they're the worst. Um, but he'd been doing that for 15 years. He hated it. Yeah. He just wanted to do salvage and, like, break shit, blow shit up. Yeah. So, you know, we'd, we'd show up, yeah. you know, and, like, leave the doors open so it looked like we were working and then we'd piss off to the pub and we'd walk in and Arlen was there and he'd be like, what's up, fuckers, every day. That's our greeting. What's up, fuckers? Oh, yeah. Where, where was this? This is in Bustleton. In Bustleton? Yeah, and which is a uh, half hour, 40 minutes south of Bunbury. Okay. So, yeah, I'd drive back and forth every day. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really, really good. But then, you know, Luke and Jade got pregnant and had Navy, who is – I hate kids, but this kid is the most adorable little fucker I've ever laid eyes on. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I actually saw uh, Jade – Jade, she would have been now. I'm pretty sure it was Jade, and she had him in. Yes, that's in, in the that's sack her. in the front. Yeah, in the sack. In the in whatever the sack is yes. in between the, the breasts. Not a sack. Uh, I don't know what it's called, what, but what it's definitely it? not a sack. <laughs> she a listen. Potato sack. She. <laughs> she, she's a, a very good mother that doesn't carry her child around in a potato sack. Oh, I don't know what it's called. I'm pretty sure it's a sling. You know it what? Sounds even worse. You know what would be hilarious? She probably got it off the same website as Oshkosh. Probably, <laughs> she probably did. No, actually, she got that from. Um, I'm pretty sure she got that given to her, and then she paid for like she paid four hundred dollars for this, like, and she never uses it because it's shit. Ah. But she got this thing, and that's that's how we like transport him. We just swap him, you know, like especially going around Darwin. You know, she's only little, yeah. and this kid's fucking huge. So she'll palm him off to Luke, and then Luke will get pissed or tired, and then palm him off to me. <laughs> Palm him up to V Dog and then palm him up to my 11 year old who's just like, this uh, is the best. I was uh, yeah. secretly praying for the for the plane to break, not while we were flying, you know, but like, wow. Well, just rocking up to the plane, getting things organized, and then, and then, you know, just stab it all Yeah, like, like it has some sort of, and because we're outside of engineering support, we would have had to park it up and someone would have had to fly an engine. Oh, shit, that would have Which been meant worst. that I would have had to, that day and possibly another two days after that. <sighs> Man, did we party that night? Oh, God, I bet you did. We I was got like, so Somebody fucked. call sick. Somebody, yeah. th- you know, like. Was I that just, a Sunday? It, that it, was, it was. So you, you finished pulling on Sunday. Yeah. And actually this thing, that's and by the time. So I had to leave at 
I don't know what time we started, but you I, left I, at like eleven thirty. Like, yeah, eleven thirty or twelve, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I've got to go. I'm so sorry, and I had to go back, get get you know get dressed in the Zoom bag, and then head out to the thing. And so by the time we flew over, it was probably about two hours to the. It was like three o'clock, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was over. like half past two or something. And yeah. I remember flying over the top, and this thing, this thing, this Hulk. It was horrible. Was out of the water. Mm. And, uh, you know, I took some photos. Yeah. And um, sent no, it to you. What photos? What are you photos? talking what? about? Like, I didn't yeah. get any photos. Yeah, you de- definitely didn't do that. No, of course not. No. But how ugly was it? Like. It, it was not what I was expecting. It wasn't what I was. It's co- was it made of fiberglass or was it no, some sort it of was steel? Ferre- f- fer- Ferrer cement or Ferrera cement. So it was just cement and oh. Rio bar. But normally the cement ones are like really kind of bulbous and ugly. So this one was quite sleek. And for a cement boat, it was quite attractive, I suppose, but just covered in this toxic, stinking, grey shit. Yeah. It was fucked. And every time any of us walk back, like, you'll see it when the episode goes to air. All you can hear is yeah. in the background. I'm going to have to break a rule that I have about reality slash whatever TV. Meanwhile, I've got it written down here because professional airs on 7 Plus and Discovery. Factual television. Well, it is, I y- guess. You know what, I, I, observational documentary is the genre. Okay, observational documentary. Observational, because they're just supposed to observe us while we do it. Yeah. So for the first two seasons, they didn't really. Is it true that there was one of the jobs you didn't go where you pulled something up onto the beach and then they said, oh, can you just let it go back out into the water a little bit and we'll pretend that. There was a storm last night in Gove and uh-huh. and it got washed out to sea or something. Or maybe you can't say. Definitely wasn't. Okay. <laughs> well, that didn't that's happen. all legitimate. Yeah, it's totes legit. <laughs> it was. Just pr- I'm pretty sure it was a Category 3 cyclone in Gove. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, is that? What do you got there, D? Is that off oh. our page? Is that Ryan? It looks like the crane. And for all the listeners, (sighs) if that's you, (laughs) your team, it's a a huge crane and the whole back end of it is tippy-toeing on the front end. It's a 30-ton excavator. That's that's not that bad. The 30-ton excavator is... It looks pretty up in the air. Yeah, there's a a lot of that in season three, but Taylor, the guy that we had operating the, the machinery, like he just... When you look at this shit, I don't know a lot about it, but like it looked like it was an extension of his arm. It was it was finesse. Is that from a while ago? Yeah, that's Ryan. Yeah, so he was on season two. He's really really good. Bit of a douche. <coughs> <But> he, <laughs> you know, I'm here to be honest. Hey, it's it's the beauty of it. And you look, know? let's face it. You know, this by the time this podcast gets big enough, and they go back in time and and read it and listen to it. Um, you know. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm going to be well, so fucked. All right, good. Good. You never know. It could take off tomorrow and then we're all fucked. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> we're fucked anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Like, honestly, the, just the shit that we do and the, like. I, I was, okay, so, because I, I come from a, I mean, it wasn't so much when I was in the army. It was a long, long, long time ago. They, we didn't, they, I think we had risk assessments and things <laughs> like that. And then I just got into trucks. What and are that? <laughs> yeah, and I was transport for a while and, you know, do a lot of mining and um, FIFO stuff. So the O-H-N-S. safety, OH&S, to the point where I went and got a, I went and did a Cert 4 in Occupational Health and Safety. Ew. Simply to fluff out the resume 
Yeah, oh, yeah. So that it looked like, yes, I'm committed to safety. Yes, very. And I am committed to safety. Are you? Yes. That's good to know. But I'm committed to common sense safety. Oh. Right? As opposed to Don't the fucking... But when I got, got out to that site, I love this. We're in Gove and there's this fucking Oshkosh, right? Which is a dirty great big thing. And it's slung <laughs> to a palm tree. <laughs> well, let me tell you, that palm tree was eaten out by white ants. So it was just a husk. <laughs> we were so, just waiting for it to just be like, Bleh. And then, so there's that, right? So uh, for all the people watching. We had Dyneema So rope. there's a palm tree, a bunch of slings, a dirty great big Oshkosh with a fucking winch on the back. <laughs> and then this massive winch, right, winch cable. Going down to a big one-inch cable, which is, you know, getting dragged in and then cut and then dragged in and cut. Now, between that... I don't see what the issue is. T- between between that fucking <laughs> high tensile... Like, <laughs> Shit show. Fucking piece of scrap fucking steel that you've managed <laughs> to find in some junkyard from World War Two somewhere. Yeah, that had been right. there since the 40s. It's like, oh, yeah, this will be all right. Yeah. And then... Strap it on. Next to that was just a lineup of people's cars. Yeah, it was good. With a little bit of tape, eh. right, exclusion tape. Yeah. Most of it was on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? They were on the vehicles and I needed to do a wee, so I had to take the car that was with the caution tape. And the, listen, it wasn't up to me to put the tape back. I'm not the safety officer yeah. this season. Uh, do you even have a safety officer? No. <laughs> well, we do. You're looking at her. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. I need a I piss. called in sick that day. I made Brad drive me from like 600 metres out. I could Listen, the boys can just... Go what? anywhere. Yeah. 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 I'm not hanging my ass over, especially when Ash is on there with a fucking camera. He already got me throwing up twice <laughs> on land. You know, lactic acid build. I'm not the fittest motherfucker. Uh-huh. I'd have a chuck. And so, you know, we because oh, it's hot, you know, and like you have to use your mates, it's cardio, and there's all the, all the horrible things. Uh, and when we finally started moving this boat... My body was like, hey, you're going to spew now. (laughs) And Ash was standing there and I had my hands on my knees like trying to talk myself down like, no, bro, now is not the time. Can it wait? And my body just chose violence. (laughs) My stomach was like, and go. And he was like, oh, Sinner, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm about to have a chuck, Ash. Could you fucking not? And he's like, tell me when. (laughs) And I can just imagine that dickhead would have zoomed all the way in. And oh. I was like, when? <laughs> <laughs> You're just fucking screaming out for Ralph. Yeah, I'm just like, somebody Ralph! somebody help Ralph! me. Man <laughs> down, man down. Everyone's like, <laughs> weak as piss. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. <laughs> oh, fuck, a chair just had a fucking Did skits. you just laugh yourself off your chair? <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> Just, you know, oh, man. You're I've had happy. some funny podcasts today, man, but this is a cracker. Yeah. I knew this was going to be a ball tear because when I met you, the thing, like, I, I, I found out later, um, we were standing at the bar for a long time because we were something, there for ages. So, as it turns the out, there was a, uh, we were chatting, but there was some fucking, um, yeah, the band was called the, the Chats. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> the Chats, okay. Yeah. I thought you were – no, we were on the chat. Oh, Oh, yeah, no, we had all the banter, but the band was the chats. I've got a funny story to tell you after that (laughs) um, about them. Yeah, yeah, because we're lining up um, at the bar. You need change. I need a drink. All my crew's outside waiting waiting for for dinner. Right, and and waiting for drinks that (laughs) I was buying. So we're talking, 
And there's just this fucking lineup of people, just like they're they everywhere. They thought we were in line. Yeah, well, and we, they were like, "Are you fucking right? <laughs> what?" And we're just fucking, blah, 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 yeah. you know, all the bands. So in, anyway, in the meantime, my crew ended up getting a whole round of drinks for themselves. For the time we oh. walked out there, they had drinks, so I come out with all these drinks, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah no, we, we just got, got them." But they were ad living, so we were outside. <laughs> we, we were inside. They're outside. Through the glass, and they're <laughs> looking at <laughs> us, and they're going. So church is in there talking to this blondie over here, <laughs> and they were ad libbing what we were talking about. <laughs> so they were doing or, what we were talking about that we do to other people. To, exactly. Oh exactly. fuck! They were doing I want to know what they were saying now. Well, so do I. Can it you w- ask them, please? I will. It was probably some stupid MA rated stuff. Because I feel like it was pretty platonic, generic banter, but it was it fucking was hilarious. It was. <laughs> we were having a good time. Yeah. And everyone, I just, I remember getting a couple of looks from people and they were just like, uh, could we fucking not? <laughs> <laughs> if y'all would like to take this somewhere else, feel free. Yeah, yeah. There's some people here waiting for drinks. And then the lady <laughs> who I knew, well, like, because we'd been there for so long, she was like, could you move? Yeah. We're trying to make money here. Y'all are holding everybody up. Uh, yeah, I think they ended up just going, are you guys right for a drink? Yeah, and, and I was like, like oh, actually, yeah. I need some money. Yeah, that's right. You're, I need some money for the, I'm not even sure anymore. Yeah. What am I doing here? What day oh, is it? Right. I've been here three years. <laughs> it was funny though because the Gove obviously doesn't have a lot going on as far as like entertainment goes. Uh, well, there's the walkabout hotel. No, what's the, is it the Gove Hotel next to the walkabout tavern? Walk about tavern. Oh, that place. Yeah, oh man. Oh. Four eight hey, it's 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 segregated. Is it? Yes. What do you mean? Well, oh, it, I was in there. No well, it's kind of so there's like these concrete pot plants. Now, I'm not saying it's segregated not not in the main, but like everybody okay. <laughs> Let me qualify what I'm saying here. Uh-huh. It's weirdly segregated on a Friday and Saturday night or in the outdoors area. All of, of the, the walkie, uh, yeah, of the no, nah, not of the walkie, of the pub next, of door. the actual pub. Oh, I wouldn't know. I only went there once. I never went back. Funnily mm-hmm. enough, she's a bit. She's pretty wild. She's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but all the black fellas hang out on one side, oh. and and all the white fellas hang out on the other side. They do that at the boat club, but too. it's not because it's not actually segregated. No, they just but do that. That's just how how it yeah. rolls. Yeah, you know, and it's like oh, and I was going well, oh, I'm happy to sit over in there, but yeah. it was just like, and they've. They've got these concrete pot plants and you can walk through and everything's fine. Yeah, I, was, can't say I, remember, I was blown away. I was remember just walking in there going, and the bar, even the bar, which wraps around like a horseshoe. Yeah. Right? All over here. And there's some white fellas and black fellas. And, but then there's all the black fellas over there. Yeah. And I'm like, I noticed that as what you, well. What are you doing? Is this, mm. is this legit? And yeah. Then, uh, but everybody's happy. Everybody's yeah. There, doing there, their thing. There's never any issues. And like where I come from, it's a lot different. Is it? It's a lot different as far as, you know, like uh, outward. Uh, outward racism. Outward racism, and which makes me uncomfortable. I, I, I grew up in small towns in the yeah. Wheatbelt, and I grew up with a lot of Indigenous people, and I've had my issues with a couple of them as well because sure. you know they, I believe some of them. Yeah. But when we <laughs> were sat at the pub there during the day, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon, and Ash and Tommy, our film guys, had have been here filming NT Cops for I don't know three months. Yep. And so we we're sat there having a beer and having a chat. And a couple of coppers walked in with, like, just full suited up. Right. And dear. I could hear this, like, beep, beep. And Tommy, one of our filmies, is like, ooh, their body cams are on, which means it's about to go down. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. Got my phone out, ready to make my own fucking television series. <laughs> Anywho, these boys are like, yeah, walking around, fucking swinging their dicks. 
And they come across to this group of black fellas and I was like, oh, shit, that's going to go down. And this guy was like, yeah, got me. Put his hands out, let him handcuff him, and then off they went. And I was like, oh, fucking really? It's oh, a bit of an anticlimax. Jesus, this is not what I'm here for, guys. <laughs> Give me something. But just, we we met, we had the, like, privilege of meeting the Gumich and the Dimaru people. Yeah. And they were the most amazing fucking people. Yep. And to see them driving, <laughs> like, they, they speak their own languages still. Their traditions are still there. Yep. But Murphy... Who was our our mate? He was amazing. He's walking around in like I don't know what you call them, uh, capris, I guess, like like uh, you know, like fitted light coloured pants, like slacks, I guess you could call them. Okay, you know, like pointed shoes. His shirt tucked in, a belt, aviators, very very slick. And then he comes back later in no shirt, billabong shirt, shorts, a fucking dinghy, and his spear. <laughs> You know, you've got this like it's a weird juxtaposition, juxtaposition. Yeah. yeah. And then you see these guys like st- fanging around in their two hundred series with their spears hanging out the back, like it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it blows my mind. It is actually a really beautiful thing to see. It really is. Yeah. And a couple of the boats that we pulled off first, Murphy was like, "That's where I go and spearfish." Yeah, and he's like, "I don't spearfish like you fellas. I've got my spear. You know, that's where I get like my dinner. Actual, proper, yeah. legitimate, traditional." Yeah. Spearfishing and that. Yeah. And that blew my mind. Yeah. And that is what it's about as well. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's a bit different here, I guess, with the. Uh, you know what? Not so much. It's just that Darwin has the long grasses. I don't know what and that is. Uh, long grass. Oh. Long, long grassing is, is well, it's, it's what they call it. Long grassing is, um, you know, if it's royalties day or whatever, the Tiba Islanders, um, you know, some of them will come over and, uh, you know, get, get the check. And then just stay long grassing and down, you know, they just camp out in the parks and oh, whatever. Oh, that's not what grassing. I thought that meant. <laughs> the boys told me a really dirty story about a certain woman that they called long grass something or other. I can't remember. She had a – it was filthy what okay. she'd do. She was just – I mean, she was just trying to make a buck, you know, 20 uh-huh. bucks or 20 bucks. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. But they reckon they would get up in the morning. They were all crane operators and they were camping or something. I don't know. I can't remember the story. I tend not to listen when they – talk because it's just <laughs> shit but i remember them saying something along the lines of this woman would be there in the morning when they'd get up and like go and have a pierce or have a coffee or whatever with her knees behind her shoulders being like fuck me white boy <laughs> just they're waiting for them that's what i thought long grassing meant so thank you for clearing that okay. up for me that's good i'll take that story back to them i'll be like actually actually <laughs> i yeah. learned today that long grassing is actually a thing and it has nothing to do with prostitution yeah yeah Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I think that <laughs> the problem is long long grassing is a thing and, and it's a, a, a crying shame, but it is it uh, it represents only a portion, you yeah. know, of um, the Aboriginal community and, and c- certain communities and it's terrible. But there are so many like just um, you know, my housemate she she worked out at Nau down and just met some of the most Wonderful, most oh. beautiful, most fantastic so traditional warm. people, and I like to think that if you get out of Darwin, get out of Palmerston, and you find you know out to the communities, and mm. yeah, there's a lot of really ridiculous problems out there. Yeah. No two ways about it. But there is still an undercurrent of wonderful traditional Aboriginal yes. things going on out there, and they there are. Let me when this podcast finished, let me show you some art that yes. was done for Bianca. 
Absolutely, I would love and, and, that. And she, this thing, you know, it's like a normally he sells them for like four or five grand. And she said, look, you know, I'll just, just do this one for you. Thank you for coming to our community and helping us out, you know, 700 bucks. And she's like, done. Oh. And this, and then he explained it, you know, it's a couple of uh, Barramundi and, um, and uh, you know, the moonlight and there is, but there's, it's a, the story that goes with it, which yeah. I think is why artists, so art comes with a story. Absolutely. If it comes with a story, it, it you really, and um, it was, it's, uh, it's like, it looks like seaweed around him. Um, but apparently the seaweedy stuff, they, the, the uh, women folk used to um, uh, harvest that and then, Weave. weave it into a like a, a a net, yeah, and that's how they used to catch the barra, yeah, right. Which isn't that amazing great? Amazing stuff. And she was telling me this. I'm like, oh, wow. And it's one of the, it's a traditional dot painting. Oh, that takes right. like years. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. So and it t- it took like I don't know whether it was weeks for him to actually paint this thing. Painstaking. And yeah, yeah. So it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really a beautiful piece of art. It, it, th- th- and there's yeah. something to be said about how much they pour into into their art and, and their stories and all that kind of thing. Yep. And, you know, we got Because to that's how they passed on their traditions. Th- their traditions was through was through story and through, you know, and their spirituality art and, and all that kind 100%. of stuff. You know, yeah. like I'm an atheist. Like I don't I don't same, same. really have a religion, but I believe in, you know, like the universe and I believe I don't know what I believe in. I believe in stuff. Yeah. And I guess I just pick and choose what I believe in when it suits me. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that must have happened for a reason. <laughs> or, oh, well, it's not meant to be. You know, that kind of shit. But whatever makes you feel good. Exactly. But Whatever makes you – what if it puts a smile on your face, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it it's just, all good. Absolutely. You'll message me? All I could see hey, was come a flashing in, light. Come in, It's all good. <laughs> come in, Dal. What's How up? How are you? This is Bianca, by the way. Nice to meet you. Hey, Dal. All I could see was a levitating phone. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? The, the keys. Oh, for my car? I'm so sorry. Oh, did you park in the driveway? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I looked outside, I'm like, oh, nah, it's all good. Nah, just here making myself at home. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's all good. Hey, I love it. Hang on, I just got to dig in the black fucking hey, abyss Pete, that is have my you got Have you got a sec? You know your art, oh, it, it's, I'm probably putting you on the spot. You know that um, beautiful piece of Aboriginal artwork that they, that guy at Nayu did for you? It's the two barrel with the... Like the seaweed stuff and everything, that's beautiful. That beautiful story and the how he painted that for you, yeah. It's it's a nice, uh, mm. it's a oh, really nice place. Really Where is that? No, no, I mean the community. Oh god! See, that's what I wanted to do. Being here, I wanted to go out and see some of the communities. Yeah, we're just not going to have time. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I parked <laughs> in your spot. <laughs> It's all good. I, I forgot to mention she was like taken off anyway. Oopsies. That's fine. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I just pulled up, made myself quieter. <laughs> it's, it's how I do. Yeah, it's how we roll. How I pod. do. It's how we roll at the <gasps> church pod. Yeah, we were yeah. we were like we were blown away by the hospitality and the Now I was gonna this is what I was gonna mention to you about Gove. And <laughs> you, you said it to me the night that you um that we met there and you said it like the next day and I also have met some of the Gove people there are great. <laughs> really? Now the dog's going off. Excuse you. <laughs> well, it makes me feel better because she just wanted to savage me when I she's, walked in. She's so. literally barking at her owner. Oh, she's a dick. she's moving her car, yeah. She's such a dick. <laughs> her dog's a dick. <laughs> yeah, it just barks for absolutely no reason. I'll, I'll walk in. Head. If I scare her, I'll walk in and she'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
I wouldn't want to scare that dog. She'd just fucking fly On you. the upside, fucking nobody's getting in this house. Absolutely not. Uh. Absolutely not. We've got dogs too. Like my housemate and I, um, well, we've lived together for two years now. After I swore I would never live with anyone again ever in my life and then she just, it works. She's amazing. But she came with a Great Dane Cross Ridgeback with Asperger's Syndrome, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Sheik and he's a cock. He's just an obstinate lump of fuck. It's the only way to describe this motherfucker. <laughs> it's just a cockhead. Hates change. So, like, he hates people, which is good. I relate to that. And I think I think people are shit. But he just, you know, like every... You know, during quarantine, Jackie and I were bored, so we'd move furniture around and he would just be like, ah! He just <laughs> freaks out. And, you know, but he looks scary and he sounds scary. Do you think he'd bark if someone tried to break in? Not a fucking chance. <laughs> the other thing, though, is a Kelpie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> She's a fuckhead. She's a psycho who has a problem with buses, which wouldn't be an issue except there's a bus stop out our, outside our house and there's a bus every 15 fucking minutes, which we know about because she barks at it every 15 minutes. I'm talking oh. like full hackles, just like... <laughs> what the fuck would you do with it when you got it? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so that's what I'm dealing with. Just a crazy autistic dog and a fucking lunatic. Two children okay. and my best friend. Yeah. We live a crazy life. Like fucking crazy. It's fucking mad. Yeah. I've, I've gone from, you know, like single mom and all that kind of shit, you know, five years. I've been on my own with the kids for, yeah, six years. Having like a very routine, very kind of like... Structured. Structured, you know, boring shit. But that's what I thought I needed. And then I met these fuckheads. And I've literally my life now is I will wake up in the morning and I have no idea. Like I wake up and I'm like, what fresh fuckery awaits me today? And I love it. I could not go back to mundane. I could not. The, my worst fear at the moment is living a mediocre life. Mm-hmm. You know, like 100%. that just fills me with so much fear and dread and just horrible shit. I just don't want to go back to that. And I think I've instilled that in my in my kids, which I've probably created a monster, let's be honest. <laughs> Especially my five-year-old. He's yeah. just fucking insane. He's got a lot of his mother in that. Oh, geez, scares me. Scares me. And my eld, like my eldest, I look at him and I'm like, oh, you look so much like your dad, you know, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how much I can say. He's never going to watch this because, let's face it, he's too fucking stupid to listen to podcasts. Uh but I've been thinking recently, like, are you even mine? Are you mine? Because you look so much like your father. And then the other day he told me to fuck off. I was like, oh, there I am. <laughs> <laughs> there <it is. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> high five. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's good. He's going to be strong and independent and he's going to have an attitude problem. That's got me this far. It's kept me alive. <laughs> and people either love that or they hate it. That's yeah. good. It's very good. Poor, <laughs> ch- poor fucking poor kids. They're at, they're at the pool now with um with the crew and I watched Luke and Vinny try to teach Noah, who's the baby. He's five, you know, and he's gonna he's my last child. Like, fuck, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> he's your my last, your oh, second, and my last. Yes, if he was my first, he'd be my only. <laughs> Super cute kid, but just a dick. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm, I came here to be honest. I love him. Don't make make no mistake I'm, about I'm that. I'm quite sure you do. But I'm quite sure you would burn the motherfucking world down for him. Absolutely, but I also want to fucking throttle him just to get a bit of peace. Yeah. He, that poor kid gets told to shut up more times in a day than anyone I've ever met by everyone. <laughs> And he just he just takes it on the chin. He's like, sorry. And, and then he'd be like, oh, we're like, no, I shut up. And he'd be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> it doesn't faze him at all. You know, most kids, that'd destroy most kids, not mine. <laughs> it's just like, cool. Ah, oh, fuck, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'd be like, okay, no. Whatever, I'm, I'm just fucking sitting here. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to, living and breathing. <laughs> fuck is wrong I, with you people? I was just looking out the window. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I told him that the other day and I was like, fuck. We're in public, Jacinta. Like, you shouldn't tell your kids to shut the fuck up. But I don't know what else would work at this point. <laughs> shut up. And he just he's just like, okay, bye. From the minute that motherfucker wakes up in the morning until the minute he fucking falls asleep, which could sometimes not be until midnight, he is just... <laughs> <laughs> How? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> from the actually, I lie. From the minute he was conceived, he's been a dick. <laughs> Never have I ever been more sick in my life. For for, for that nine months of just vomiting your ring up every day is <laughs> fucked. I couldn't wait. You didn't Even. have a, you didn't have a cameraman filming it back then. No, then. which yeah. you know, my life was super boring. But then I think I think sometimes, like if I had a cameraman follow me around in my day to day life, I'd be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would never speak to me again. Mm-hmm. But also, it'd be really entertaining. Oh yeah, like it, it would just be the shit that goes on. I couldn't even like nothing comes to mind at the moment. But I, you know, that's <laughs> fine. You know, if it wants to come out, it'll come. It, out. Oh, it's it will. It will, but I mean, half of it's illegal. So I don't, really feel like I don't want to do it to you. It's no? fine. I, there's like I, f- I feel like there's this little uh, zone of you know, if you say it on a podcast, it's it's, it's fine. True. I mean, we're not talking murder. No, like it's you know. No, I haven't slotted anybody. No, not recently. No. I have fantasized <laughs> about it very yeah. recently. Fantasizing's in fact. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> a bit of a, a attorney-client privilege here. You know, there's a bit of a mm-hmm. podcaster, podcasty, you know, privilege. Good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I do. What happens here stays here. Yes. Between <laughs> us and everybody else listening, I apologise in advance. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, with this whole fucking COVID thing, I was so disappointed. You know, I was so disappointed. This was not – it was not the apocalypse I was hoping for. Yeah, I was hoping for some zombie shit. Me too. And I'll tell you why. Mm. Thank you for asking. No one asked me. Thank you for asking because then I could just go and murder the fuckheads and just be like, pop. Fuck, I'm so sorry. I, I thought Oops. he was a zombie. <laughs> Shit. Oh, well. So, Moving zombie, on. fuckhead. Yeah. yeah. About the same brain capacity, really. <laughs> so, you know, we just got a snot uh, apocalypse instead of yeah. a zombie apocalypse, you know? I, uh, I need COVID count. Yeah, so, I, look, I, I mean, I was in the army a long time ago so, and I played with guns all the time and I grew oh, up around. Oh, you're so them. lucky. But I never... Um, I never got around to get my firearms license and then I moved to the NT. I'm like, oh, I must do that and get around to that. Do you need one here? Yes. Ah, oh, shit. I just, well, I unless, unless you want to get in the poo. But, no, you know, like nobody's gonna, really going to come around and fucking see you. But I wouldn't imagine. So you know, I finally went and got it and it, it's really easy. It's a 21-question test that we could give to Noah and he'd get it he right. He would. He's, he's a He's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> there is one question that actually says... Um, you know, 
something like uh, do not shoot unless or you know and there's like it's multiple choice oh when in doubt choose C yeah or like you shouldn't cho- yeah choose C <laughs> generally speaking yeah that's how I pass but all one of my was like, and, uh, one of my mates got it wrong because she was like oh don't shoot at moving targets and that's actually like you know if something's moving you're not supposed to shoot at it and she's like that makes no, no sense no I'm I'm going hunting. If it's moving, I'm going to fucking shoot the cunt. Yeah, <laughs> but if it's fucking running towards you, also yeah. I'm going to gun it down. I think the point is, if it's moving and you know you're shooting at a target, as in a literal plastic. Uh, or what? <laughs> yeah. well, what if the target's moving? Okay. You know, like the clay targets. Hey, pew. That's why it's pew. an ambiguous question. It's okay. stupid. It's the hardest question in the whole thing. Oh well, I guess so, that's fine. But uh, do you have to get a hundred percent? You do have to get 100%. Oh, unless, he was fucked, wasn't unless he? Unless you know the person. And then they'll just go, all right, I'll just change it. Or you know that when they turn the paper around, they send it back to you and go, have a look at question six. Yeah, I just need you to really think really about that one. think about that just one. Just think C. about <coughs> this one, yeah. Or A. C. Just the top just one. A. Just think If about it was me, <laughs> that's the one that I'd be choosing. And you're like, oh, okay. I would yeah. have been like, get fucked. That's not the answer I picked. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, mate? Oh, it's I, so stupid. It's fucking C. Yeah, it's the one that I picked. Yeah. It's not fucking moving. Don't shoot at it. What's the point of having a gun? <laughs> you know? Exactly. And uh, so, but anyway, that that was the thing. I was like, then COVID happened. And then I was waiting for the impending apocalypse. Oh, just with all the guns? And I was like, probably should get some guns. And some ammo. So in the space of three months, I bought three. Yes. And they're all different calibers. And, you know, I've yes. got a shotgun and a twenty-two. High capacity, you know. Yeah. Oh, li- yeah. A little bit of stopping. Like if I just want to piss you off, beep, beep. maybe drop you with a leg or something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kill you necessarily. And then mm-hmm. I've got the 30-30 for really fucking up somebody's That'll day. kill you. Yeah. I, I just feel like that would just explode someone's head. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Mm. And I feel like if I just get the forty-five seventy, just to top things off, something well, fairly high caliber. I don't even know if we're allowed to have those guns in, yes, in Western Australia. Not in WA. Surely not. Unless you're like a farmer or some shit. <laughs> Even still, I don't know if you'd need that kind of calibre to kill a cow. Well, Jacinta, you better buy a farm. But, oh, <laughs> listen, I mean, I was seeing someone with a farm, but that didn't work out. And I feel like I'm going to miss the farm more than I'm going to miss him. <laughs> Cows you, are cute. You were only dating him for the farm. Let's be honest. Well, to be fair, I didn't know he had a farm when I started dating him. So. Oh. But then it came with the farm. So really, the fact that he had a farm ruined it. It did because, because like I liked – well, I did. I liked yeah. the cows more than I liked him, which is says a lot really, doesn't it? What kind of cows were they? They – I don't know. Were baby they, ones? Were they, black, <laughs> were they black and white? No. Okay, so they're not – They were meat cows, which oh, I was very cows. conflicted about because I, I grew up on a farm. Yes. I'm good, not a vegetarian. I love – Love steak, meat. Love it. It's all good. But then when you, like, name your food – and then you you're see not them. supposed to do that. I know you're not supposed to. I broke the rules. I also adopted a pig that I <laughs> named. Oh, well, actually, no, I need to clear this up. I'm going to clear this up because, right, okay, so my best friend, this is what I mean. I need a camera to follow me around because y'all won't believe it. Oh, like, man. no one would believe it unless they saw it documented. Can you promise me just what, this is not the only podcast we're ever going to do. No, fucking definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. This is just going to be just a regular stuck thing. on the fact you named your food. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the pig story comes in, right? I love bacon. Who doesn't love bacon? I oh love bacon. God, I love bacon. Right? And Wouldn't my be a Muslim for quid, so. No, no Sorry shit, to all my Muslim w- friends, but, are man. Anyway, moving right along. Jackie is a Maori, oh. and we all, like, know that Maori's elite fucking anything. 
<laughs> and our other best friend, Rosa, is a uh, ranger so and works with RSPCA. Also, her husband hunts for pigs and whatever. So they shot this pig and saw something run off into the bushes and Rosa went and got it and it was this itty-bitty little baby pig. And she was like, what do you, you know, what do you girls think? And we were like, oh, we'll have him and we'll breed, we're like, you know, we'll fatten him up and then we'll put him on the spit. So, <laughs> so we got this pig home. Now, listen, I'm not maternal at all. I don't even know how my kids are still alive, really. <laughs> Luck, I think. You know, like they're like, oh, we're hungry. And I'm like, what do you mean? I fed you yesterday. <laughs> what do you mean I need to feed you again? This is an this everyday thing. This is a recurring, we have to do Fuck. that shit. Anyway. Why can't you just drink like the rest of exactly. us? Exactly. <laughs> so this pig comes home and he's like this big. And I'm like, oh, let's call him Barry. Barry. Yeah. Baz of the pig. Exactly. And, we, you know, we fed him with a car- – I think actually it was a Corona bottle with a teat on the end of it and we fed him <laughs> with that. Which Is that where it started? W- which led to – well, we were like marinating him, you know, like <laughs> – so Reverse marinating? I don't know how that worked actually. Internally yeah, marinating. Yeah, from the, the inside out. Yeah. But it was milk. It wasn't beer at that stage. But he started associating food with beer bottles so none of us could put our fucking beers down without <laughs> him like, nom, 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 nom. So he turned out to be a real prick. Like he was just – pigs are named – you know how people are like, oh, you're a pig of a man or it's a pigsty or uh, pig-headed? Yeah. Well, this is a Fucking pig pigs, man. Like that, that, they are all of those things. Yeah. So – and he barked. Do you know pigs bark? I did not know that. Maybe it was just our pig. I don't know. They, he barked. How does it, does it sound like? Like a bark. Are you not going to make me bark on you? Oh, well, I so want you to bark. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> Bork, 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 bork. bork. <laughs> yeah. So I convinced, you know, like as much as this pig was a fuckhead, I had this, you know, like he'd fist bump me with his nose in the morning. He'd be like, hey, what's up? Hey. You know? So I convinced Jackie that we couldn't eat him. And that hence you just shouldn't name your food. You should not do that. Ever. So where is Barry now? Well, I decided I couldn't eat him, <laughs> but I also couldn't live with him. <laughs> So, it's a we bit like your kids, really, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Except I feel like it's less frowned upon to give a pig away than kids. Also, my kids would find me again. And let's face it, a kid's not going to be as tasty as a pig. Yeah, well, not mine because they're scrawny. <laughs> you know, it's you don't feed them. <laughs> I fucking do. Just they all they do is eat <laughs> and it's to, and talk. Just eat and want things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. They're, they're also cute, I guess, when they're asleep, which is very often. Which is very often. Not very Not often. Not very often. No, my five-year-old didn't sleep for the first three years of his life. <laughs> just sat up screaming all night. Yeah, he was. It was <laughs> fucked. Just send your hand! Yeah, <laughs> Where are the boobs at? It wasn't what even the like, titties? No, I, never even, I didn't even breastfeed. Maybe that was the problem. Oh, just shove a bottle wrong. in his gob and just be like, no, they're my boobs. <laughs> I want them to be perky exactly. for as long as humanly possible. Exactly. Like, to, I mean, to all the, I mean, breast is best, whatever. But, like, it's my choice, my body. I just spat out a fucking watermelon-sized thing. Do you know how thing. much hate mail I'm going to get for that? Good. <laughs> yeah, welcome. I deserve it. Yes. Yes. No, I didn't and I won't. I don't like that shit. Like, I just made me feel weird. I'm not maternal. No. I gave them a bottle. They were fed. You know, they're good kids. They're smart yeah. kids. They just fucking annoy me. Hmm. You know? 
Yeah. I hate the Insta mummy shit, you know, like oh, especially for geez. women. For women, we are held to a certain level with all the social media bullshit and I feel like if there's any women listening, y'all will know what I mean. And then when you've got kids, you've got this fucking level of being a woman and then you've got the... Level of being a mum. Yeah, and the mum guilt and all that kind of stuff. You know, like I'm not a very... I don't conform. I tell my kids to piss off sometimes and I also tell my five-year-old to shut the fuck up. And, but in saying that, they don't get anything unless they say please. They don't get anything unless they say yeah. thank you or excuse me. I don't have to open doors. My boys open. They're very, very good children because I've been hard on them. Mm-hmm. You know, and you see all these Insta mummies like, oh, look, I just baked cupcakes with my kids. I'd rather cut my leg off and beat myself to death with it. <laughs> Fuck that for a joke. I've just got to say. Yeah. Good work. Because <laughs> you gave them reality. Absolutely. And they've taken it and they've turned it into something great. Yeah. And you've done something great with it. Fuck yeah. And you've given reality. Like, yeah. it is this fakery, whatever that is. Like, okay, I get it. Some mums have that glowing experience where it's great and perfect. I feel like stuff. they're the minority. But yeah, that, that's a really small group, isn't it? I yeah. Think I just lost my like, podcast. I'm sure you every did. single person out there right now would be listening to you going, yes, yeah. I do that. That's me at home. I want to tell them to shut up. Yeah. And fuck off and like this behind their back. Like, I love you. Yeah, you've got to do it though because you have these kids that are brought up with no resilience. They don't know how to take no. They get awards for participating. Mm. Fuck, man, when we were kids, we, were, we got taught to lose graciously. Also, we got taught to be a team player. Like, I will play Uno with my kids and flog them. Yes. You've got to teach them to lose graciously, man, because life is shit. Mm-hmm. Like, life is shit, bro, it's and you've, shit. Got, you've got to be tough. Like, you have to be tough. But at the same time, they've got to know that they can come to you with their shit, you know, that you've got their back and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like the issue is all the parents want to be their kids' mates and, like, that ain't my job. Mm. There are enough shitty men in the world. No offence, darling. Obviously, you're the exception. But there are enough shitty, piss-weak, narcissistic men in the world. I will not be responsible for adding two more. Hell, yeah. That's my responsibility as a mum is to create good, kind, compassionate men. That will take care of their women, their husbands, whatever sexuality they end up being. being, I give no fucks. Be kind always. Yep. That's it. But also shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Like when mummy's tired or mummy's when mummy's hungover, (laughs) which isn't very often because I don't drink that much. I don't. I don't. don't But because it makes me sick. Like, it yeah. honestly makes me so physically ill. What's the point? I don't get the good pissed, like, woo, I get tipsy and then I get sick. Mm. So I miss all the fun shit. Yeah. If I had a fucking fat time, it'd be worth the hangover. But it's not, so I don't. No. However, the White Claw, have you guys tried the – oh, and the Saintly, I think they're called Saintly, is it? Can you look that, can you look that up? Oh, it's like s- alcoholic seltzer water. <gasps> it's amazing. White Claw? I think it's an American thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So somebody's just taken soda water and fucking put alcohol in it, man. <laughs> but there's a sour watermelon flavour, and fuck me, it is oh, the titties. I think I know you're talking. Yes. They're so amazing. You know, if you're going to talk, you need to do it into the microphone. <laughs> white Claw Seltzer Natural Lime. Oh, get Ooh, around shout it. Shout out to the White Claw. Yeah. And there's another one called Saintly, which is really like, I want a fucking sponsorship. Like, honestly, yeah. sponsor me, Saintly, please. I will drink you. Oh, too. do you know what? The Saintly I think I've seen. Oh, they're so pretty. 
Yeah. And there's so many flavours. Blessed lime. Oh, get inside me. Like <laughs> Forbidden pink. Yes. God, I've... Wow, they went well, they blessed with names, their names, didn't they? Names. Show us your claw. No, that's not right. <laughs> Show us where the claw got you. I was going to go clam, but then I feel like that was a little bit on the bogan side. I did it anyway. <laughs> don't ever be scared. Just don't be scared. Just <laughs> yeah. send it. Yeah, well, I'm just fucking send, send it. it. I've got all the flavours here, well, some of them. Hail mango, holy watermelon and yes. mint. Yes, that's the one. Delicious. Blessed lime and forbidden pink. Yeah. Why would you call it forbidden pink? What kind of a fucking flavour is that though? What am I getting? What's pink and usually forgiven? Uh, forbidden. <laughs> <laughs> What's pink and usually forbidden? Vagina. Vagina! Woo! <laughs> forbidden. No, forgiven pink. Forbidden. For- forbidden pink. Forbidden Sorry, pink. my bad. Apple? Peach. Strawberry. Grapefruit. Oh, that was a lowdown on my list. Hey. Do you know if if the if the blokes had been allowed in the marketing department, oh, it, would, it, it would have been it would have been called two in the pink, one, one in, in the, the stink. stink. <laughs> Absolutely, that made me think of my boy Luke and Vinny. You throbbing knob, throbbing knob, throbbing yeah. knob. Yeah, and and the girls would be like, oh, "That's not the worst thing I've had in my mouth." Or, or that's the worst thing I've had in my mouth. That's day. the worst. That's actually the worst thing that's I've ever had in my mouth. Legitimately, the worst thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like you can't get away with saying shit like that in front of little boys. I told somebody the other day. Not told them because I'm a pussy and I hate confrontation. So you know, I was in my car with. I don't believe that. For yeah, no, I don't like it. it. Makes me very uncomfortable. Me too. Yeah, hate bullshit. Seriously. Really? Yeah, I'm a fucking pussy. You know why? It's because we're fucking amazing people. I think so. Right? And we're kind and compassionate. Yeah. But I will tell someone to get fucked behind their back. So I was driving <laughs> in the car and I had just got off the phone to someone and I was like, they can suck my dick. Next minute I hear this little voice in the back, completely forgot he was there. He's like, what are you, but, mum, you've got a vagina. <laughs> just humbled the fuck out of me. And then, you know, and like being a single mum, you've got to take your kids everywhere. So like I wanted a new... A pair of bathers because we're in the pool a lot and I've got this dirty T-shirt tan that I needed to get rid of. Walked into the surf shop, picked a pair of bathers. I had to take my five-year-old in with me because, again, lunatic. <laughs> you can't just leave him in the shop. Fuck no. Can you look after this for me? Fuck no. I wouldn't do it to anyone. So I took him I'd in. I'd give it a red-hot go. Oh, hey, oh Jesus. I reckon, I reckon we'd get along. Oh, right. you probably would. But, like, no one would kidnap him because – I mean, they would, but they'd bring him back after about half an hour. They'd be like, fuck, we fucked up. Yeah, this dude doesn't shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, we fucked up. Like, you can have him. And I'd be like, well, <laughs> told you. You know, like, I'd tell, I'd, I'd be like, I'm going to give you away. And he'd be like, sure you are. Sure you are. I'll, be, I'll find you. I'll find you. <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> anyway, I had him in the changing room. And I was like, okay, you need to close your eyes and, like, turn around or you're just going to get a face full of boob. So he turned around and I put it on. And then he turns back and he's like, oh, that looks, oh. It looks really nice, but some of your vagina's out. I was like, no, no, it's not. He's like, it is. Some of your vagina's out. I was like, oh, okay. I'm getting it anyway. And then I <laughs> turns out it was. I just had like a front wedgie going on. Okay. Poor fucking kid. I'm so sorry, Noah. Did and then I, I come out of there? Yes. Where do babies come from? <laughs> Pretty much there. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, child. <laughs> All these stretch marks and shit again. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This is you. This is all you. Little you fuck. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up and fuck off. How many years? Don't you have a job yet? Yeah. Fuck me. Eighteen. Eighteen. But I know my kids will never move out. 
my eldest looked me in the soul and was like, you know that if you keep cooking like this, washing me fucking clothes and doing me dishes, I'm never leaving you. I'm like, kiddo, really? Mm. Fuck that. You've got, you got some hard lessons coming. Just war. <laughs> Biggest cock blockers ever. <laughs> like the five-year-old in particular because it sleeps in my bed. That'll cramp your style, won't it? <laughs> that, that, well, unless you're a pedophile. Yeah, probably. well, I feel like that would cramp everyone's style. That would cramp everyone's Yeah. You know, you can't go out and then bring a one-night stand home because, fuck me, there's a child in your bed. You know, like it's just – I just – it's not working for me. We need to change it up a little bit, I feel. Like, get your own fucking bed. Um, yeah. That Did I just render you speechless a little bit? No, no, no. No, I, I was just thinking, my why the fuck was the kid in the bed in the first place? I never slept in... I was not allowed anywhere near... No, neither were my kids. Tell, when he? it was lightning, raining and thunder mm-hmm. and I was scared, mm-hmm. guess what? I, I was allowed to sneak into my parents' room. And sleep on the floor at the end of the bed. And I... Yes. Oh, really? Like a... Dog. Dog. Oh, that's not... I was being sarcastic, but shit. Yes. That's heavy, man. Not because I wasn't... Loved. Loved, somewhat. <laughs> it's just that, no, this is mum and dad's bed. You're not allowed in You're it. You're not allowed in it. Listen, they were right. I just think that's weird. They were right. Well, to make... I mean, to sleep on the floor at the end of the bed is, I don't know. No, no, that's, see, that to me, that's not weird. That's super weird. Like, don't get in mum and dad's bed. It's like, I mean, okay. Oh. Maybe up until you were like... If you can talk... Like and hold a conversation. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Okay, so the issue was, right? Oh, God. Well, if you're sharing a little hotel room somewhere and there's not enough beds. No, that's not how it started. Mummy was lonely. No, definitely not. (laughs) Mummy likes being lonely, okay? (laughs) Mummy would kill for a bit of loneliness, actually. Oh. Yeah. No. It's hard being as popular as you, isn't it? It is. No, just because I've fucking got a kid on me all the time, you know? Just personal space is not a thing. But uh, no, he was just an asshole of a kid. So, and I found myself single when he was three weeks old. You know, they've all got the same dad. Bit of a knob. <laughs> really? Great, great dad. Actually, is a great dad. Oh, that's good. And his wife is amazing too. That's good. Love her to death. That's She's great. Really good. Just don't like him very much. <laughs> anyway. Obviously. Yeah. So we split, and he or at was least not enough to. You know, no. Actually be together. Well, I mean, we'd been together since we were 18. It was a long, you know, uh, 12 years. You either kind of grow together or you grow apart. Work. Never, ever, right? So three weeks old, newborn. I've actually got three boys. My eldest lives with him. I had two businesses and this fucking kid that would never sleep. So it got to the point where I'd shove a bottle in his mouth and I'd fall asleep and then he would fall asleep, but he'd stay asleep if he was near me. You just got to do. Minute five. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, like you, when we're going to hear me arguing. I'm, I mean, I'm not a father. Or, or oh, yeah, just so don't I, do I don't, it. Don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> well, I'm 38 years old in a couple of days, and yeah. I'm running out of time. Listen, I'm telling I'm you, out of time. nah. If you can avoid it, do. I lo- oh, shit, I love my children. I do, and I'm I glad know. that I had them young because I'm still young enough to relate to them and. <coughs> I need to give up smoking. <clears throat> but, like, we've we've just got a different sort of family unit to most people. Like, my, I live with my best friend. People think we're lesbians. I don't give a fuck what they think, honestly. Good. I don't care if fuck they leave me alone, they leave her alone. Mm-hmm. But we've been parenting together for two years now and it works. We've never had an argument. We've never had a dispute, nothing. She picks up where I lack and vice versa. I can't remember where I was going with that. 
Uh, oh, yeah. So when we're at home, they, he does sleep in his own bed. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's yeah. comfortable. Yeah. But they've been uprooted and we've been Hell moving yeah, around. Oh, yeah, man. You're out on the road working and doing, yeah, man. doing the thing. We've slept yeah. in four different beds in two months. Yeah. You know, it's been a lot. Yeah. And, we're, you know, we're, we're moving back out on Tuesday. Well, I am. I'm going the fuck home because I'm just done for a little bit. Mm. Also, I'm hemorrhaging money. You know, like well, no one's paying us while we're on break. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So yeah, while we're not salvaging, on. I'm not getting paid. No. Um, and, you know, school and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it's the worst. Yeah. I If I had my way, I'm a gypsy. If I had my way, I've never stayed in one place more than probably four or five years. I've been in Bunbury six now and I'm just, I hate it. Love Bunbury. Uh, but I hate the fact that I'm stagnant and I'm stuck there. Yeah, yeah. So if I had my way, I would fucking buy a bus. I would do it Launch up. Launch it. Yeah, and we'd just go. And they would school the air. Yeah. But they're both very social. And yeah. they can't be around adults all the time. I don't feel like that's good for them. No, nah, I mean, I suppose kid, kids need to be kids for a while. Absolutely. They need to have that freedom because, man, life's still going to fuck you in the ass. When oh, you're old enough. And it hasn't even begun to fuck yeah, you in the exactly, ass yet. Exactly. So bend over and strap in, yeah, kitties, because yeah, yeah. it gets worse. So I mean, it's only going to get worse for me. Yeah. Here's parenting advice for you. Oh, you're going to give me parenting advice? No, no, no. I said that's parenting advice. Oh, I was going to say, if you've advice. got Jesus any advice, Christ. please give it to me because I feel my like... Advice, my advice, I don't know. I know I would, I would not be as presumptuous or as fucking whatever to, to even bother giving advice. All I know is that... I tell you what I know. What I know is training. Yeah. Like okay. I'm ex military. What discipline, I know is discipline, boundaries. training, boundaries, leadership, ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, that's a Jocko Willink book just said leadership strategy and tactics. But hey, man, really, really good books. I haven't read them because I don't need to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. I've got them. You should read I've them. I've lived them. I I'm have, a very big reader. I actually. legitimately have lived that. There is nothing yeah. in that book that would that would surprise, like that would, uh, or that you'd learn from. Yeah, n- necessarily. It's just that somebody has taken the time to put it into into writing for people that is just either they they either didn't get like they weren't born with it, mm-hmm. or they didn't they didn't come up in an area where where those sorts of things were were inherent, or they didn't spend time in the military or some other kind of formal environment where you get trained yeah. to do certain things. And, you know, I don't know, man. I just – but it all it all starts with respect. Like my mum and I had a, a – have a, a – well, it's okay now, but it was a difficult relationship. She was a well and truly way over the top, overbearing, over whatever. Oh, but that's hard. However, however, I can piss and whinge about that for the next fucking four, 400 years or – I can pick the good things out of that. And be grateful that you have her. And I was instilled with hard work ethic. Like I remember, you know, being this high and all right, like I must have been six the first time I mowed a lawn. Good. Right? Do you know know what I mean? Fuck yes. And at the time, like I'm six, I'm like, meh. You know, that's just what I had to do. But it's cool as well. You reckon your soccer mums are going to – Mowing the lot, sick. Oh, do you know what? You would be dragged over the coals, and that is all bullshit aside. You'd be dragged over the coals for that shit now, like especially at at my kid's school, which is a public fucking school. Like, come on, (laughs) the the fucking looks that I get rocking up in. Well, I'm. I mean, I am a tomboy. Like, I very rarely am I dressed to the nines like the other fuckwits that are there. (laughs) 
They're either in, you know, these tiny little dresses or like active wear or whatever. And oh. I'm either in active wear or my fucking uniform covered in tats. Like, you know, usually I've got hair extensions. I've got. They fucking hate me. Mm. Husbands love me. That's probably why they hate me, actually. <laughs> probably why. Yeah. But the, the blokes are the only ones that give me the time of day. And none of them have ever been inappropriate or sleazy. They're just like, how are you going? Also, we love your show. Or. Your boys, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're the only ones that give you the time of day. These other fuckheads. You know, like, if you get get got to know me, I'm all right. Yeah. I can be a bit of a dickhead. <laughs> but I'll make it, you laugh. It's, the weird thing is it's so not you and it's just so them. Oh, it's totally like them. Like, the, the people that are, that are most, un, like, that are the, the most, you know, unhealthy in their own lives or toxic. self-conscious or in toxic relationships or just so unhappy or whatever. And they just fucking spew that shit it's out on everybody else. It's venomous, isn't it? 100%. And, like, they're the ones that are the – and, like, this is horrible for me to say. No, it's not. It's fucking true. They're the ones that are so put together. You know, like, I will roll the fuck out of bed at yeah. 3 o'clock in the afternoon, especially if I've worked a night shift, <laughs> and go and pick my kid up from school. And I give no fucks if I'm in my uggies or whatever. And these women are so put together – and they don't even try to hide the fact that they are just looking you up and down. And I'm a very secure person. I don't really give a fuck what you think about me. But don't make it obvious because I'll drag you. Like, don't. <laughs> yep. You are supposed to set an example for the, for your kids, mate. Like, come on. Yeah. Kindness. Just – or inclusivity. Yeah. How are you going? Or like, you know, when you walk past someone in the street and you smile at them, that could change their day. Yeah. Do that. Don't well, be such a cunt. Which is which is all fine if you're an adult, but if that gets projected onto the kids, I oh, don't play with don't, oh, don't play yes, with just no, kids talk because to them. we don't talk to them. Like who the fuck oh, do you mate. think you are? Like and do you know what I'll that would fucking nail you to a cross. Yeah, D- those poor kids. You go, well, actually, that's uh, that's no, that's fucking. Yeah, you know, no, that I, would break Noah's really heart. Like he is such an uh, yeah. like a empath. And yeah, he gets. I'm the same. Like that would crush him. And then I would have to go and fucking belt his mother. You know, like, <laughs> it's just, it's a whole thing. Yep. He came home from school, his first day of kindy, first week of kindy, I think it was, and he had this massive scratch down in his face. And I was like, oh, hun, what happened? Also, paraphrase, like, make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me what happened, but the short version, okay? And he's like, well, and he can't talk properly. He says the word. Sound instead of the ooh sound, so it's very cute. Till it turned into a problem, and he needed speech therapy because I was like, "Oh, that's so cute." He can't say yellow. He says yellow. Like, like look, mummy. Kids like, are like dogs, man. They, they, yeah. they learned learned behaviour. And then you're like, "Yeah, but it was cute." Now I don't want you to stop. And they're like, "But I don't understand." Yeah, it was no, cute. Like, mum, I'm 18 I'm... and I can't talk properly. What the fuck? You had one job. <laughs> one. So anyway, he comes home and he's like, oh, this little girl, I was driving the boat and she wanted to drive the boat and I said, please, can I have a turn like it's my turn? And she punched me. And I was like, oh. Whoa. You, you got, what? You got punched out by a little girl. And he goes, yeah. And then she clawed at my face and I could see that. It was very obvious. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And how did we handle that now? And he's like, well, I didn't. I cried. <laughs> I said, I was like, how did you handle it? He goes, well, I cried, mummy. I was like, oh, honey, because we don't hit women. We don't hit anybody, but we don't hit little girls or women and stuff. I was like, oh, but did you want (laughs) to? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I did. But we handled it and we walked away and we internalised our feelings and we went and told a teacher who did nothing about it at all. I was like, fucking point her out. Point out this little girl's mummy and I'm going to have a fucking word to her because her little princess needs a kick in the ass. 
And that's another thing that people aren't doing these days is discipline their fucking kids. Like yeah. I was fl- not flogged. <laughs> you know, the, oh, there's a fine line no. between discipline and abuse. No, there's fucking not. There's a great big chasm between... There is. There is. There's a huge chasm. It's huge. I've had I've had things broken on my like uh, the, the wooden spoon and whatever yeah. else. I'm fine. Yeah, totally fine. I have an eye twitch Every, or anything. Everything's fine. <laughs> Anytime someone moves quickly around me, I'm flinching. Jesus, fuck, fuck. fuck. My mum used to hold me by the arm and like I'd yeah. run around a circle and she'd try to and the bitch had fucking precision aim with her thong. Hell yeah. She'd fucking or she'd just be flapping around when we were driving in the back, just wanting to connect with one of us. We'd we made my brother sit in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it was Josh, and she'd just be fucking waving around in the back trying to connect with us. But like we respect her. Like my mum and I've had a very tumultuous relationship up and down because she had me very young and we kind of we're very similar. Yeah. Very similar. We even look the same. It's ridiculous. But now that I'm in my 30s and I was like, oh, you can't carry this rage around for your whole life. Like you need to let it go because it's toxic. She's actually a good person. Yeah. Now we're really good friends, which is awesome. I also can't yeah. remember where I was going with that either. No. Oh, yeah. But we respect her because she disciplined the fuck out oh, of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she was disciplined. Yeah. She got polypart. My granddad, who like is my favourite person in the world, used to belt her with polypart. Okay. Like. I but feel like we've made some progress with the yeah. disciplining. Like you can yeah. still affect the same thing. Yeah. With, with you know, and um, I've got a, a really, really like the cane on the. Yeah. You know when they used to do that. Yeah. Fuck that shit. My a very close mate of mine, actually, um, a next door neighbours with him, but his mum, uh, who's also a very close mate of mine, Mark. Shout out to Mark. But she's got a love great you, Mark. St- love you, Mark. <laughs> oh, we do. I love you, pieces. She uh, tells a story about when uh, Ben and Bronnie were kids and. Um, and she said, you only ever had to beat him up once. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Put the fear of God into him. And then one day they were bloody playing up in the in the back of the car. And she said, all I had to do was put my foot on the brake. Yep. And just start pulling up. And they would shut the fuck up. Because they knew mm-hmm. that I would put them out and I'd fucking leave them there. And they'd have to walk back to the homestead. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? So... But it's not you even... Get it, you get it done once, you get it done right. Yes, but you. But it goes back to the insta-mum shit, you know. Oh, no, we don't like to say the word no. We want to reason with our kids and explain why they're... Okay, cool. My two-year-old tried to shove a fucking knife in a... In a um, Your power socket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking be like, oh, no, no, we don't do that. I'm going to smack him because, like, no. Yeah. Don't do that shit. Yeah, yeah. You also, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Like, no, that's – and then it's done and it's, you know, like yeah. it, it hurts. And my mum used to be like, oh, this hurts me more than it hurts you. I was like, be fucked. Yeah. But it does. Yeah. Like it does. Here's my two bobs worth for this. And this is what I've learnt through the military and learnt through just fucking common sense and everything else. It doesn't matter necessarily, right, there's a line obviously. It doesn't matter <laughs> what the punishment is or how hard you get hit or whatever else. Where it gets fucking put together is in the debrief. Okay. okay. The later on, after all the yeah. tears are done and you're sitting there and you fucking feel like your whole world's caved in around you, <laughs> and then mum or dad comes up and sits down with you and says, "All right, let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. Yeah, let's talk about that. Tell me where you not like. Up. Why do you think I needed to hit you? No, no. Instead, like, there is a reason why, mm. and here's the reason. And talk to him like a fucking adult for a minute. Yes, and that's you know? what we do with those two boys. But yeah. do you think I see any other parents doing that? No, it's not yeah. because it, but it forces them to explain their behaviour and it also allows them to connect with their behaviour as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're not going to learn otherwise. Like, no. well, I never got that as a kid. I was, you know, you get smacked and that was it. But that was a different era. Like, it was the 80s. You know, yeah, it was. <laughs> Fucking rep the 80s. Yeah, mate. yeah, but, yeah. You know, we and we're fine. We're totally we're fine. fine. But we weren't allowed to sit at the table, you know, when mum and dad went to a barbecue or whatever. We weren't allowed to sit at the table with the adults. God, no, there was a kid's table. Right? Yeah, yeah, we had our chips yep. and our Sprite or our Fanta. Yep. And that's where we and fucking sat. And off we'd sat. fuck. Yep. And I am the same with my kids. Like, no, adults, and, you know, we, we sm- smoke durries and, and uh, you know. Snort. Stuff. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. no, go away. Yeah. Don't come to me with anything. You've got yeah. food, you've got drink, you've got each other. Yeah. Off you fuck. Yeah. And when you get there, fuck off from there. Like, go. Yeah. Go do you. I And, you know, like, you have to be selfish as well. Like, yeah, I'm a yeah. selfish parent. My kids fit in with me. Yeah, and they I, are thriving. I, I don't, but that's how you get a kid that's not entitled. <gasps> oh my god! Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's the substitute for parenting, which is called the iPad. Okay, before you get into that, <laughs> I I realise that it's a tool. Oh look, I would have a serious fucking drinking problem if it wasn't for the iPad. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, and I was one of those dickheads that when I got pregnant with my first baby, you know what oh, these do. No, oh. I'm never going to let them watch, you know, more than half an hour of telling them. I'm never going to feed them anything with preservatives <laughs> yeah, in it. Oh, I hate that person. Exactly. Just leave mum alone. Also, I'd love to have a poo in peace. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, SpongeBob SquarePants, go on. Yes. And don't come to me for anything. I bought my kid. My five-year-old, a Nintendo Switch, and it cost me a bomb. Best 500 bucks I've ever spent. <laughs> that and I did five years of not being able to afford to buy them dick. Nah. And then I got a good job and I'm like, okay, I can give you stuff now. And they love it. They're not – don't expect shit. Nah. I give them stuff and they're like, are you sure? You know, from a five-year-old, that's pretty good. Yeah. But also, he's quiet. <laughs> Which never happens. And, you know, like a three-hour flight from WA, a three-and-a-half-hour flight, I never heard him say a fucking word. <laughs> Except for I need to do a wee and I was like, hold it. Because I hate flying. I'm not going to walk around. Like, uh, you, we, we texted after I, I reached out to you. Um, <gasps> when you were North? Thing, yeah. Scare North. Bro. Never. How, you said the plane was small, so I'm going to say it's a Braz. Was I it know, a turbo It was a small. fucking death machine. Did you have to bend over when you were yes. walking down the aisle? It's a braz. I couldn't sit. Like, I mean, I've got ridiculous fucking legs. So, like, I had to sit like I that. Know. It's fucking, it's stupid. I've got the coordination of a newborn giraffe, okay? It's not a good thing. <laughs> you know, it's all good and well to have long legs, but they're good for fuck all. I disagree. Well, you would because you're a man. But try having them. Like, you, you I'll give look, you them to wear. And yes, you try please. and walk. No, I'm serious. You try and coordinate a fucking five k run, or like. Oh, I'm just not going to use them to walk with. No, I <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, even that they're not coordinated to enough to do anything. They're just like, yeah. You know, like. There's nothing graceful about that. <laughs> you don't see the the chicks in the pornos doing that. They've got it under control. But that's like reality TV. It's not real. I know, but it's, it's definitely set the expectations. Would you agree that it's fucked up expectations yeah, when it comes to up. sex? It has fucked up. A I'm lot of sorry. Yeah. No I'm one looks like that ever. No. Ever, especially not when they're copying it in the ass. Like, oh. You know, 
I am the worst person. I love porn. We're just going to put that out there. Love it. It's good. Uh, especially when you're single. But, and you don't want to deal with the fuckery that comes with having a man. <clears throat> However, I can't sit there and watch this chick cop a massive schlong in the butthole, right? And be like, oh, it feels so good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Bitch, if you can't taste that at the back of your throat. Like, are you kidding me? No. Is that too far? <laughs> no. Take she, it too far? That's what she said. Yeah. Um. Title of your sex date. <laughs> but, like, come on. No, I, I've got to tell you. 16-year-olds are watching this shit and they're like, yeah. And it's just going to be a whole generation of traumatised women. Yeah, but. No buts. No buts. No buts. <laughs> no buts. No. Just exactly. I'm just right? saying that <laughs> the regular dude getting around out there is not packing fucking 16 inches of, Okay. Let me. All right. So, okay. Uh, That's uh, fine. A groin oshkosh. That's fine. But in my – okay, so my rule is – actually, I don't have a rule when it comes to – that shit because it's not good. It's exit only. However, I have heard it say from friends of mine that do enjoy it, you can either have that a big dick or butt stuff. You can't have both. Yes, that's correct. Don't you think? 100%. And like, I don't, and I can honestly say from the bottom of my heart, it's never been a thing, but I have a friend who I love dearly, who loves it. Yeah. But there is just a shitload of preparation that has to go into it before yes. you do that. Like I'm not about kink shaming. You fucking do you like good, good, good. But there are days of prep work. Days. Days. Yep. Like all you fuckers have to do is wash your balls <laughs> and go. And I mean that in every sense of the word. Like if you want to leave the house, wash your nuts, off you go. You want to fucking go to bed, wash your nuts, go to bed. Don't the even sink have to, wash. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, don't even have to do that if you don't want to. I ca- I can't even count how many times me and mates have been going out, and then all of a sudden I go into the bathroom, yeah. and dude's not even having a shower. He's just sink washing. Yeah, just dangling them in, giving them a bit of a soap up, and then rinsing it off. Could you imagine if it was that easy for us? It'd be a game changer. It'd be a fucking game changer. So don't even. I don't even know why I'm having a go at you for this. I just <laughs> got up like this weird feminist rage about balls. <laughs> it's pure gold. Ball washer. Absolutely. Yeah, look, I may or may not have washed my junk you know? in the sink. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's, because I'm happy for you that you're able to do it that. It just happens to be at the right height. Oh. And the porcelain's not too cold. Okay. Okay. That's good. Maybe I'm glad. We put a little towel down, and just in case you use our bathroom, there is a towel hanging over the thing. Please don't think it's there for that reason. <laughs> I know it's there for that reason. <laughs> no assumptions there. I already know. It's I just, I just, you, there's just so much prep work that goes into every fucking facet of our being, and all you fuckers have to do is wash your nuts. You know, that's it. How does it feel to be God's favorite? <laughs> God's favorite. Yeah. Tell me. He put us on earth with a fucking, I don't know, a raging libido. Yeah. And surrounded us with fucking psychos. So, yeah, but know. Yeah, but I don't feel like we were born psychos. I feel like we're conditioned. <laughs> You're probably right. You know I'm right. Yeah, I, I think I do. Like, you know, without us, like, Listen, you know. I, I'm an empath. Uh, I, I'm, That's I, why we get along so well. I'm an, I actually would probably fit... In a feminist category. Absolutely. I, I get I'm that 100%, from you 100%. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm probably a feminist. But you can't get away from the fact that you've got a pair of nuts that still makes you a man. 
Yes. Yeah. That's true. Do you wash them? I do. See? I keep a very... I rest my case. <laughs> I keep a very clean, you know... Ball area. Ball area. Good for you. I'll That's do. fucking just good for you. And I bet it's easy and quick, isn't it? To, to, to wash yeah. and, and think, yes, yes, absolutely. That must be nice. Takes a little bit longer to, to manscape. Uh, uh, good for you. Um, you know. Okay, on manscaping. So let's get to the fucking nitty gritty. Hell yeah. All right, Send so it. you're a 38-year-old man. I am. Born in the 80s? Yes. Oh, 82? 83. 83. Got a D in maths. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Can well, you tell? hang on. What, it depends on what month I was born. Could I have been born in 83 and be 38? Yes, I think I could. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You so could. you're not, see? Where, what, what date, what, fuck me, I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. It's really has. This is the <laughs> pinnacle of it too. Oh, fuck. You know um, what, this is like, you're going to go to bed. Oh, fuck it, now we're doing a podcast. Oh, I've been so with excited. With a nobody. <laughs> no, I've been so excited about this. I have been fucking beside myself since yeah. I mentioned it too. This is so cool. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Do you? That's yeah, good. I do. I really, really do. Most did you listen to mine yet? I didn't. Well, to be honest, I didn't only... F- I just had another one. <laughs> I just found out what it was called today. Oh, right. Because I didn't have oh, the... Oh, I presence. didn't even tell you. No, you didn't. It was super rude. I, I didn't tell you because I thought that would be a bit too like, I oh, so I'm the church pod, like, listen to me. No. So I'm like, yeah, no, if, you, if you ask, I'll tell you. It would have been. It would have given me a bit of prep work because when I was talking to Yeah, but to what Luke, if you didn't like what you saw? And then so? you were even like, oh, Yeah, but that's not fuck. the pod... But those aren't the podcasts that I'm on. I'm here and I'm going to rock this shit. Like, this is yeah, yeah. the fucking where it's at, yeah, it's right? It's definitely where it's at. Yeah. Like it's good. So I'm a 38 year old man. Oh yeah. Okay. So I feel like born in the 80s for those playing the home when, game. What month are you born? March. What star sign does that make you? Pisces. I turned 38 in four days. Ooh, happy birthday for four days. You coming over? Oh, oh no. I'll be on a plane. Oh god damn it! Yeah, I'm going back home, mate. Like I am going. What back What if I can home. win you over between now and then? Probably not. Probably not. Because Bunbury's where it's at. Well, what if I rock up with a dirty great big bus? That's all yours. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> and the number plate's going to be Sinner. Oh, but please let it be spelt properly. C-I-N-N-A, not S-I-N-N-E-R, because she's a naughty girl. Oh. <laughs> Can you tell that I just think men are trash at the moment? I have you. Are you getting those vibes? I am. I think you're the best, but like, fuck everyone Thank else. You. I appreciate that. Um, I I actually just started up on Tinder. Oh, me too. Did you? <laughs> I did. Good. It's trash. Fuck. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, is fucked on so horrible. many levels. Because like, if you're a nice guy like me, oh, and babes. I did have a now later on when you check your likes. You may find me there. <laughs> and if you do, and you don't like me back, I'm going to take it as a personal insult. No, no see, not, not really. no, 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 no. This is the rule of Tinder. Mates have to like each other's profile. Like, oh, you have it, to do it? that. Okay. Sorry about that. Stay. It's all right. You <laughs> have to do that. That is a fucking show of support. Yes. And solidarity. I am going to check your profile and yeah. I'm going to fucking tell you if it's good or not. Oh, well, I do want you to do that. Oh, will. Like, legitimately and honestly. That's all I do is legitimately honest and, and honestly. Is that... Well, listen, if I want to change shit, I'll tell you. I'll be like, this needs to like... Yeah, this needs you know? to change. I like a good bio. I think I did all right. I'm sure you did. You've got a very good I sense did. of humour. Oh, God. Did I use sense of humour? Yes, yet? you need to use sense of oh, humour. I probably didn't. Some okay, let me fill you in. Women with 
integrity mm. and that aren't fuckheads mm. love someone that can make them laugh. I went with uh, I oh. went with honest. I went nope. with uh, honest and and uh, fuck oh. that shit. You want to go with funny Damn right it. off the bat? Damn it, funny as fuck. I knew I should have got a fucking proofread. You didn't get it proofread? No. Tinder is a serious business. Oh, fucking, I'm finding out. Especially here because I'm pretty sure the Northern Territory has got the highest ratio of single men in Australia to women. So, you know, I'm going to have a fucking yeah. ball. Because it's a yeah. mil- military town. Wait till the Yanks get here. Absolutely. Ew, I don't want the Yanks. Well, they're coming. Why? Because China's coming. Whoa. Yep. Are you about to fucking ruin my life? I am about to tell you something. That the Chinese have done a deal with the Papua New Guinean government to build a fishing related establishment slash base mm-hmm. in Daru. I don't know where that is. On the south. So Cape York. Yes. Torres Strait. Yes. All the islands. Yes. Daru. Oh, so like Australia, pretty much. Well, okay, I'm assuming it's not a fishing-based establishment. Because <laughs> there's nowhere to fish. Oh. So, if you look a little closer, the merchant, the merchant, or the, the, the fishing fleets or the merchant fleets of the Great China mm. can be, uh, I guess, uh, what's, the, what's the word when the, you know, the president um, federalises, except they're not a federation. Federalizes them into military service. Communizers? <laughs> I think we just yeah. That's fucking. The they're communizing them. Yeah, that makes sense. So all of a sudden, all these fishing boats now become, uh, you know, uh, seconded into the Chinese navy. So they're weaponized. Basically. Weaponized essentially. So now the fishing gear gets rolled up and put on the fucking deck, and they put some Wouldn't fifty cows on the front. Still a fishing some vessel. Torpedoes. Fucking dead right. Okay, so but, so, but why? To shore up like, I don't understand. Like, why? What do they want? Two reasons. Australia has a very small population. We, our, uh, population our population... population's Asian, though, is it not? <laughs> our population per capita is about three... Can you check this for me? It's about 3.6. I want to say 3.6 people per kilometre, per square kilometre. Yeah, right? okay. So it's the, about the second... Le- le- least populated country on the planet. Yeah. And we have access to a fuck load of natural resources. Yeah. Okay. That's in Australia as in, you know, iron ore and titanium and uranium and all those things. Yeah. But we're also the gateway to the largest po- population or the, the largest uh, collection of protein on the planet. And that's in the Southern Ocean. Krill, fish, whales, the whole lot, right? Protein, mm. which is the number one thing that humans need to survive other mm-hmm. than water. Yeah? Unless you're a... Um, and it is fucking untouched. So the southern hemisphere is just fucking open and ripe for the for the taking. Okay, so my question is then who's... Is, isn't there... You know, like I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm a history buff, but I know a little bit about things. Is then Who demilitarised... Germany after World War One, who did that? Who said you cunts are not allowed to have anything? United States, uh, along with it was the Allies, know. wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, much. so the the big powers stood up and said, "Well, obviously, okay." In hindsight, they were, they were, I feel like it didn't work really. 
Well, I mean... Because Hitler just went, fuck all of you, I'm doing what I want. But is there no one policing this shit is what I'm saying? Well, you, you can't. Why? Because it's non-military action. But there's if there's fucking guns on the boat... like it's not yet. But there will be. Possibly. So when that happens... But China can just say we're here to fish. So who's patrolling the waters then? We are. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm having a podcast This is the your mate. fault. Oh, <laughs> I've got some info. Okay, send Hit it. Us. You in the NT, it's about five square metres per person. Wow. Yep. What? Five square metres? Per person. That's why COVID like, never got here. If you were to separate it and divide it up for every person. That make, doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Yeah, it does. Each person, if you took all of the population that's in the NT, and you split them up over the whole of the NT. Yes, they would be. Oh, it might be five square kilometers. Whoops. Thank you. Wow, yeah. that's even okay. that's even huger. Let me do the math around. Yeah, here, I, did, I did some good <laughs> math. But <laughs> okay. you know what else? I still There's thought five square meters was massive, though. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, <laughs> I was happy with that. Our like, our size is just okay. way off now. Mm. Um, this room is not even. This room is like five square meters. Not even that. Howard Springs, ready for this? 306.2 males per 100 females. Yeah, man, I used to live in Howard Springs and uh, that's correct. However, I wasn't single when I was living there. That's a shame. Howard Springs is amazing. I'm going to move there when I come back. And it's just down the road. Oh, sorry about that. Very, very why, aggressive, wasn't it? A good time. I'm coming back and yeah. I'm moving to Howard Springs. Well, I'm going for two weeks and then I'm coming back to go to Litchfield. The reason that we're not working at the moment is because wet season. And is it the Daily or the Adelaide that goes down near Litchfield? Uh, good question. It's the Daily. Yeah. So I know that the Daily is just like ridiculous. It's 13.8. Yeah, she's pretty fat. Yeah. <laughs> you just happen to come uh, in the year that we get a La Nina, which means we have... Fucking had rain like you would not believe. Well, that's week. all good and well for you to say. However. <laughs> I still need to earn a living. That too. I don't care about that really. I came here for some good fucking storms. We've had one since I've been here. Yeah. One. Oh, not counting the fucker that we flew into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, back to Scare North. No, <laughs> ever, never, ever, ever, ever. Ever will I get uh, – did I say I will never do it? <laughs> that every time the pilot farted, the plane went – and then he's like, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be starting our – what is it? Descent? Yes. Very? And I was like, fucking thank God it's over. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we'd just like to tell you to put your seatbelt on. We're expecting a bit of turbulence. <laughs> Boom. Drop 1,200 feet. My guts was like <laughs> – up on the roof. I, my son on the Nintendo that was the best $500 I've ever spent, oblivious, just like fucking, oh, it's a bit bumpy. <laughs> I'm white-knuckled, crying. I've had to put my sunglasses on just, <laughs> this is it. This is how I die. Yeah. yeah. I hate flying. It's fucked. We're in a metal tube just hurtling through the sky. I've looked back at my 11-year-old who also is not a fan. <laughs> I'm like, is anyone else concerned here? No? Just me. Good. But before we took off, all I could smell was fuel. Like it was so strong in the, what, what do you call it where we sit? The fucking. The cabin. The galley. <laughs> the fucking firing line. <laughs> or oh, the gallows, that's where I was going, the not gall- the galley. Close enough. <laughs> well, no, the galley's pretty small. <laughs> This was smaller, I can guarantee it. 
So also got on there and I was like, oh, those winds look different. Okay, I've been on like five planes in my entire life and they've all been big. Except for the Fokker 100 I went to Kalgoorlie on. But it was still a plane with no... <laughs> first time I've ever had that shit happen. And look, can I tell you? jets, not props. Whatever. <laughs> Fucked up. Every time. He, he would have just been like talking to his co-pilot and the whole plane did a somersault. <laughs> and no one else was concerned about it. Just me. Is it normal for a plane to smell of fuel? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I was the one making a big deal out of nothing. Yeah, I, I've learned. Apparently, I'm not once again not a pilot, but yeah, I've but you live in a plane. I do. Much. I pretty much live in a plane. I don't know how you do um, it. Um, there is a that's how the air conditioning system works, and that's how through the it. fuel tank. No, through <laughs> the engine. Ah, <laughs> oh, even better. Good. It's called the bleed air system, I think. And I, I think what happens is the jets, the the turbines, bleed a little bit of air off. And that air is used in the fucking air conditioning system, mm. which is then pumped into the cabin. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Everyone likes to feel a little bit nauseous on a takeoff. I tell you what, my eyes did not leave for an hour and 40 minutes or whatever it was. Eyes did not leave the spew bag. I was just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I don't like vomiting. I would even go as far to say as I'm a little bit emetophobic. Makes me very anxious. Ooh, so I'm just. Emetophobic. It's a word I haven't heard. Yes, it is a thing. You know how people have like arachnophobia? Emetophobia. Emetophobia is a fear of vomiting. Another reason why I don't drink. Fuck yeah, I've learned something. You're welcome. You're welcome. Not fun. You know, just for an hour and a half, just. (laughs) (laughs) But normally when you. Did they remind you of like the nine months you had of raging. Well, that, but. but, Raging. But for the nine months, I wasn't fearing for my life. But you know when you're in a normal plane, you can look out and kind of orient, orient, orientate? Orientate. Whatever. Yeah. Yourself? Orientate yourself. With the horizon? Mm. Couldn't do that because there was a fucking prop, whatever it is. What did you call it? Prop. Yeah, that. In my way. The spinny bit. Yeah. Just in my way. So yeah. I was like, oh, no, can't look out there. feel sick. Oh, can't you shut can my eyes. You can see through a prop when it's spinning. No, because the big bulge of it was like in oh. my eye line. I think that's called a... Pain in the ass is what it's called. I th- it, you know what it's called? It's called a nacelle. Well, it was fucked. <laughs> I wasn't a fan. But then on the way over here from Darwin, like my two kids have never flown before and I hadn't been on a plane in a long time, so I was very anxious. I have massive anxiety. Did you have to go to Perth? Drove to Perth, left at my house at three in the morning because I like to live on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> did that. Yeah, for a six o'clock flight. You're like, fucking send it. Yeah, did. Just fucking now. <laughs> Got there, got on the plane, you know, I had my crew with me, so that's cool. But I was I, ha- I was very nervous about getting crook on the flight. Like, that, no one likes that. Mm. I was fine, perfectly fine. There was a gentleman, however, who was not. And he was – so Luke, Jade and Vinny were, had a big night the night before, so they were all feeling a bit, eh. The guy in front of them just – the whole fucking flight – I like to think I can I can vomit quite uh, gracefully. Like I'm very quiet. This dude sounded like he was giving birth to an elephant. Just Ralph. Yeah, but it was like Ralph. it was like you could hear it hitting the bag. Oh. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, and I was torn between like that cunt's got Ebola. <laughs> We're all gonna die. And see how exhausting it is to be me. I just catastrophize everything. And then, rah. Like, could you not? 
And then he had to do the walk of shame, like back past me with his fucking three. Good job though, like three quarters full. Just good job. And then he'd wander back up and I assumed he was putting it in the toilet. I don't know why I assumed that. So, I don't know, every 15 minutes for a three and a half hour flight, he was doing that. And then when we came into land, I thought, oh, good, it's over. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And then I realised, because I was eavesdropping, that there is a dude with a job, this poor prick, his job is to check for spew bags. There's a compartment under the toilet, I'm pretty sure, on commercial flights where they put all the spew bags. He's got to, he's got to get rid of that. So this dude was like pulling out the drawer or whatever under the toilet and putting his spew bag in there. Oh, it makes me feel sick. It's fucked. <laughs> it was so gross. Honestly, this trip has been traumatic from beginning to end. Except for all the beautiful people in the cave. Oh, my God. God yes. Also, I got attacked by a bird. <laughs> Not in Gove, here. Did, 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 Look did at this, oh, you think, can't really see. Did the bird think it was landing in a nest? I don't know, but <laughs> I, let me, because of this shit. Yeah, okay. Pick on a the sideways yeah, dig at your no, hair. That's fine. Like, Pick on the girl that hasn't washed her hair in three weeks. Good job. <laughs> the reason it's in a bun is because it's green from the fucking chlorine and it's that dry you could snap it. Being a blonde is hard work. Like, you have to have a special shampoo, also the energy to give a fuck what you look like. Like, <laughs> all of that buys into it. I have a phobia of birds. I hate them. Do you like birds? Love birds. What? Why? I love everything. Ew. Do you Mostly. like birds? Thank I don't you. like morons. Normal human being. No, morons can suck at it. I like certain parrots. Small parrots. They're cute, right? Things that are like, Not oh, life-threatening. I make a cute noise and I nibble softly. Yeah. That's okay. Nib- what? Nibble. 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 Oh, nibble. Yeah. They're nibble. They don't have like giant Sorry. talons. Sorry, my, and man, nibble my and man brain yeah. heard nipple. No, nipple. no. I heard nipple. I Did somebody say nipple? nipple? Yeah. <laughs> Did somebody say nipple? I can Whoa. There's lots of noises going on here right now. What was that off? What do you mean? Did you just make that up or is that off a movie or something? I just made that up. Oh, man. We can make it into a movie if you want. I didn't think it was that kind of show. Oh, that's <laughs> We've got a camera, there's a desk. What more do you want? Honestly. We can pretend you stole something. No, I don't feel like that's a good storyline. Oh, how am I going to get out of this? No, you need to have a better storyline than that. Maybe oh, if I, I just suck your dick, then you'll let me go. We'll yeah, see okay. about that. <laughs> you're going to get reamed in the ass, <laughs> And you're going to enjoy it. And you're going to like, oh, yes, daddy. Oh, oh, oh yeah, so <laughs> oh glad. Oh, yeah. I love it in my ass. Oh, Christ. Those girls don't get paid Christ enough, I swear to God. I'm all for sex workers. I think that they just, like, could you, Im- like, hey, put hey. yourself in a position of a sex worker? Like, maybe a high-end escort? I did. I'll tell did you what. I'm going to cut me. you off for tell two me. seconds. No, no, do it. Because if you had list to. I uh, said put yourself in the shoes of, not put yourself inside of. <laughs> If that's where this is going. I would, but she's got a boyfriend. I thought you were going to say, but she's got a dick. Like, I mean, it could have gone both ways. Dorotia, this beautiful, wonderful, lovely lady over here, was uh, episode five, Mm. and we did it a couple of weeks ago. And um, she is... And has been well, was an escort and is in the uh, has worked in the sex industry for a very Thank long you. time. And we we did four and a half hours. I think we could use about three hours and forty minutes of it. It was <laughs> yeah. fucking great. Now, I'm going to listen to that podcast great. because fucking fun. hats off to you, girl. Could not do it. No, hats that's off why to I you. wanted to interview because 
Sorry, go ahead. I've got to say it. I'm still traumatised by the toilet situation with the kids. It's it's brought up some flashback memories of little tiny fingers underneath the door and the door handle rattling at a million miles an hour and you're just like, I can't, I just need to get this shit out of me. Yeah. Quietly. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine the shit that you've seen. I just had to. I can't imagine the shit you've seen. I'm not even sure what happened just then. I'm, I'm not even sure what we're talking about. Well, it's why, our why podcast now. <laughs> Clearly. I'm just going to go. Here? I'm just gonna we were at nipples, I think. I'll but, just but keep but thinking about nipples and you I guys can talk about like, what the See, this fuck? is where you could have helped me out here, man. You could have told me this and then I could have listened to her fucking episode because that sounds like a cracker. It's a cracker. It really I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to do it tonight. goes for a while. Good. Because I want to know all the things because I considered it and then I had kids obviously and now it won't work. I'd have to pay them to have – anyway. But I just can't imagine the stuff Not that you would have to just like close your eyes through. Close your eyes and think of England. This just is the, the Sahara. Like this the, it would just what? be the Sahara. You know what I mean? Tumbleweeds. I'm not sure. Just lots of lube. <laughs> Probably some opiates. <laughs> just to get through it, you know. I could do like, I mean, I could, <laughs> what? I'm broken. <laughs> That's what I would do. The money was right. Fucking oath. <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah. Fucking oath. I just don't know. How you do it? Yeah. That's I don't I don't know either. That's why I got on and the I podcast. And I enjoy sex, but like, I don't know, I don't know. Like it just <laughs> <laughs> my facial expressions don't know how to use their inside voices. <laughs> you know, so like my mouth would be like yes, but my face would be like oh my god, get me out of here. You know what I mean? I totally get it. Yeah. Just have to train I've that. I've just got to say, I have staunch dudes in the sense of not pulling any face or making any sound before because they were that bad. Oh, what? Yep. So I've just laid there and just stared at them until they figured out that I was just staring at them and not making a sound. Oh, did that, was that super uncomfortable? No, for them, yeah. That's what I mean. For me, I'd just start laughing <laughs> at that point. I'd be like, oh, he's finally realised I'm a living human person oh. with flesh on my body Hello. and not I'm a not a blow-up doll. Oh, Christ. So that's the oh, male. Oh, hi. Thanks for joining us. That's um, the male version of a sex. A uh, what is it? No, the male version of a starfish. That shit. Yep. Just. 100%. Just dead silent. Eye contact or no eye contact? <laughs> like, I need to know. <laughs> Preferably let, not. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys do no, this. No, no, no. I'm nearly finished. No, no, no. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm going to go and have a leak and I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know everything. All right. Well, Was it gone. here? Did you do it in Darwin or like? Oh, what? Oh, here. Yeah. Um, I have worked in Darwin before, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's actually terrifying. Like it's I've had some bad, bad lays. Right. I think it would be worth it if I was getting paid. Like if Imagine I was paid if you well. were though. Like, oh, well, I guess I could suffer through it. You could it. walk past that like afterwards and be like, well, I'm about to treat myself. Oh, fuck yeah. But like I just feel like it would ruin it for me because I do enjoy it. Well, I haven't. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Just feel like it would traumatise me a little bit. Mm, You've got a very clear line between work sex and personal sex. Like I don't do personally for me, kissing or oral downstairs. Like I basically offer a standard service and like my porn star service is like you watch me strip toys, 
do all that sort of stuff. Well, at least you know you're gonna get you're gonna feel good yeah. at some point if you've got toys. Because yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Thank and fuck. And so, like, I would do that. It just kept me sane. Yeah, I would do that mm. and just like not look at the creepy dude in the corner. <laughs> like, it would freak me out. The heavy breather in the corner. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. I'd be traumatised for life. Like I have been with some guys and like literally not been able to have sex for six months because it's just like... Yeah, I need a break. Yeah. You know when you get the ick Mm. and you just can't shake that? Fuck that. Oh, the ick. The ick. The ick. It happens. Yeah. It happens in relationships as well. Have you ever been with a bloke? Out of nowhere, you just... The the lights and sound and everything turns off and you just go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And you Where am cannot I? look at them the same. Mm-hmm. I've tried to get past the ick, but once it once it's got its hooks into you, it's set in. Yeah, Done. you just can't do it. The vagina just packs up its fallopian tubes and fucks off, <laughs> leaves the building. It rolls inwards. Yeah, and then you end up with just a, a complete innie. It's like a vacuum. Mm. Yeah, no, I've had that happen a lot. And like now, whenever I get into a relationship, I'm just waiting for it. Like, please don't be hard. Please don't, please don't happen. Yes, please. Like I like per- this one. Yeah, you're perfect. And then your brain does some fucked up shit and like takes off the rose coloured glasses and you're like, oh, wait, no, you're covered in red oh, flags. Oh, shit, I didn't see that before. Yeah, crap. Red's not a good colour on me. I just like to see how red the flag can get though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's good. It's, it's a skill. Mm. It's a skill set. Definitely. Yeah. I think, most, I think most women with brains, we're the ones that attract all of the red flags. Oh, man. And then you see these dumb... They fly on in with it strapped to their backs and we're like, oh, Oh, you look pretty and fun. That's okay. We can dye those. We can change those. It's fine. I'll fix them. Bleach. Yeah. I'll just sew them back together and then, you know, six months down. I'm a foster mum. That's what I am. I foster men until they go to their forever home. So they come oh, to me. Do all they marry up. people after you? Yeah. Fuck. They man, come I to feel me. You. Yeah. They're all busted up, right? Happens. Yeah. All fucked up. And then you're like, oh, I'll just give you everything and fix you and teach you how to be a functioning member of society. And then off you go. It's the good luck chuck of women. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, bitches. Yeah. You know, sorry. I trained that one. <coughs> yeah. He's back. He's got manners now. You're but- welcome. <laughs> When do I start? Now. You can come back now. Thanks. Did you have a nice week? No, no, no. When do I start? When? When are you going to start fixing me? Oh, you're not broken, <laughs> darling. You're fine. You have fucking no idea. And honestly, I think I'd be bored. I would be very bored in a relationship where I wasn't the... Centre of attention. <laughs> <laughs> is that it, though? I don't, I don't feel like it is. No. I can't be with someone that's not... I can't... Recently I found out that I can't be with someone that doesn't match me intellectually, you know, because it's fucking boring. Yep. You just would rather, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. It's just yep. mind-numbing. And I feel like men probably have a bit more of a, ch- of a struggle with that because fuck me, are there some vapid women out there? In my experience. Vapid? So good. So good. The, uh, yeah. But. In my experience, not necessarily, and in most of my experience, not because they're stupid, but because they don't have any self confidence. It is just shot to shit from yeah. whatever. Yes, I agree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's when they were kids, yeah, when they or were the teenagers, or the fucking last bloke, yeah. or the one before, it, they're just shot to shit. Yeah, and so they just go. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? I, I'm yeah, no, not I do. Do this anymore? I've been with that woman. I've been that woman. Yeah, like absolutely, I've been that woman. But yeah. then, 
But then you get to your 30s, I feel, mm-hmm. and this is just me, this is my experience. You get to your 30s and you remember who the fuck you are and also you remember that it doesn't fucking matter what people think of you. Like if you can look at yourself in the mirror every day and be like, you're all right. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes, some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> going to avoid that all day. Like who's that sexy thing I see over there? Not me. Not today. Yeah. But like. Carl Barron's got a really good bit about that. Oh, thank fuck hey? for clothes. You know, yeah, Carl Barron's just like, oh, some days you look yourself in the mirror and go, oh, you're looking good. You better go out today, Carl. Yeah. And then other days you look at yourself in the mirror and go, oh, get fuck. fucked. <laughs> really? That's what we're working with today. Shout out to Carl Barron, man. He's oh, the funniest motherfucker. I love him and I love Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries? I love yeah. Jim Jeffries. Have yeah. you watched a lot of him? I've watched everything. Do you not like him? Uh, I do. I do. Oh, I feel a massive butt coming on here. Um, he just uh, – he has some fantastic bits. Mm. I really love his – I love a lot of his stuff. He fluffs it out with toilet humour. Yeah, I feel like every good comedian does that. Probably, though. probably. What's and your favourite bit of Jim? I need to know what your favourite bit is. Look, everybody likes the gun bit. Yeah, everyone loves the gun bit. Everybody loves the gun bit. Yeah. I really like how he talks about um, his uh, – Friend with uh, muscular dif- oh, dystrophy. Oh, that was very good. Love those that stories when he cool. takes him to the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm a little bit of an empath, a little bit of a whatever. I just that's the real gym. It's a feel good story. It's the real gym, and it's like he he, he took um, something like that and just made it. And when <laughs> you know, just I'm not going to do his bit, but you know, it's very cool. It's very cool. It's very real. I like that kind of comedy. Yeah, because you get an insight as to who they are. You do, and yeah. he can take a. I really enjoy someone who can take a, a fairly fucked up situation and something that's you know not great, mm-hmm. and really make someone with who who struggles with such a, a real bad disability, mm. but they're still a person. They still have he humanizes the ability. Them. He humanizes the fuck out yeah. of them, and they they have the ability to you know feel just the, like everybody else, and they have a sense of humor, yeah. you know, and he brings all of that out with him. So Absolutely. that's that for me. Jim Jeffries, that's my bit. I feel that's like, the bit I like Jim is one of those people as well. Like he suffers from chronic depression and I wouldn't say probably trauma, but chronic depression and stuff. Like I have – you. Oh, I feel weird saying it because you can't really – like my brother, he is in the military yep. and he's just come back last year from a tour in Afghanistan and all that kind of shit. So like when you say PTSD, obviously it doesn't compare to vets or it doesn't compare to what – you know, that kind of stuff. But when you've had trauma in your childhood and all that kind of stuff, you know, it does leave its mark on you and there are certain calls of PTSD that you have and triggers and all that kind of shit. Yep. But people that have that, that can cope through dark humour, <laughs> are the best motherfuckers Absolutely. on the planet. And the people that don't use their shitty experiences and their crappy upbringing or whatever it might be, might bring you was fine-ish, but bad things happen to people. You you don't get the right to use that as an excuse to be a shit human. Nope. You just can't. You yep. use it to help people and you use it to understand people and it turns you into an empath. And here's the fucking dirty truth, right, for the, all them shit cunts out there that just whinge about everything. There's so many of them. There is so much more salvation in turning that into something and harnessing that and bringing joy to somebody else's yes. life. It helps you through that shit. By helping you heal. Yeah. So by helping others, you're healing yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the only way to do it. 
Why do you think I started this podcast? Yeah, yeah, that's when awesome, you man. If, if when you get some time and you go back, it's all up there. But we the first podcast I did was with JB, and we talked about it's called Why We're Here, episode one. Why yeah. we're here, yeah. Right? And that's I, cool. I think it's I tried to explain in there. Sometimes I get fucked up on my words. Like I'm not. I'm just a regular guy. Like yeah. I'm just trying to say what it is that I that I'm trying to say. But the reason is I start this shit because I understand pain and and you know PTSD and I understand all those things. Mm. And I really I'm ridiculously em- em- empathetic. Empathetic. It's hard is it? it? Empathetic. Yeah. Empathetic yeah. about it. And but I understand what works and what works is conversation. Yes. Right. Shared experience. Connection. Connection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And so that's the only way to get through this shit because mm. nobody can fix your shit. No. You can't go back it's in time and change It's not their responsibility anything. either. It's certainly not their responsibility. It's, it's your shit. I've met someone recently who, um, very recently, and, uh, you know, she she's uh, like, we, we, we don't know each other at all, at all. But uh, I met her and um, she was on her way to Cairns to visit a very dear friend of hers for the last time. Brain can oh. brain brain cancer. Okay. That's horrible. Leaving, you know, uh, t- I believe it's two kids behind, one six years old. And uh, you know, still had the kind of the time to, you know, have a, a date or, you know, whatever. Like, oh, bless. Right? But just the shittiest time of her life. Mm. Uh, or maybe not the shittiest time, but certainly a, a very shit time. shitty time. And um, you know, she, text texting back and forward about stuff, and and she's just like, this this is the worst thing, you know. I have to go here and say goodbye to somebody. And I'm like, well, yeah, it it sucks, but it's also kind of a blessing. Yeah, that you get that opportunity. Yeah, a lot of us don't. And there's going to be some hard shit in there. And then you know, so she went over there and uh, had to, you know, went around there and said her goodbyes, and then went for a walk. A long walk with the six-year-old daughter, and the daughter walked as long as it took for the six-year-old daughter to explain, like express how she she felt and whatever. The point I make is that that time, like that shit, is so fucking important. And no matter how much it takes out of you, because it is, it's it's taxing. Being an empath is honestly one of the hardest personality traits to carry is to be an empath because. You are not only listening, you're actively listening and you're also, I don't know what Feeling. it is. You're, you're you are living it. Absolutely. Yep. You're t- and not, it's, only, it's only something that only fellow empaths understand, I think. Yep. You know, you don't understand what it's like to carry someone else's trauma and carry someone else's pain and, mm. and their happiness as well. Absolutely. But, but it's the pain that kind of, and it takes a long time to shake, you yep. know. Like that's it's hard doing what we do. Fucking I. Especially when you <laughs> like you you know like you go to the chemist. I, I went to the chemist to get something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. Something fucking Panadol or some shit for my kid. And this chick just starts telling me about her shit. I've never met you in my life, but that's what we do. We're people's comfort. We're people's refuge. We're people's, you know. And I feel and like they can pick you out in the crowd. Yeah, they like can. Like you work they for a sniff. fucking salvage crew. Absolutely, they sniff you sniff out. Sniff you out. And I feel like women, I f- I feel like men, especially narcissistic men, prey on the empaths because they mistake our empathy for. Weakness uh, and vulnerability. Yeah, or for want. Yeah, exactly. And because we are who we are, 
we're not likely to be like, oh, no, get away from me because we are people pleasers yeah. and we have no fucking boundaries. Oh, you're broken. Yeah. You can fix you. Yeah, exactly. But recently, and this is a very, very liberating thing, and I'm, I've decided probably this year more than ever before that my peace matters. Like I covet my peace and I've worked – like I shouldn't be alive and I've survived a lot and, I, and I'm fucking glad I am. Mm. But like I'm alive for a reason so I've got this peace now. Yeah. And no motherfucker is going to disturb it. It was it was a bit shaky a couple of days or probably a week ago. I had an encounter with someone and it went left and it fucked up my pace. And I was like, oh, no, this is it. I'm done. It was one of those things where it was a narcissist or, or like someone broken that sniffed out the empathy, mm. needed refuge and needed a, a shoulder. But I took all of this on and then once they were fixed, off they fucked. And this was a good friend, you know. <laughs> That's the worst fucking. Yeah, thing. and it fucked. And I'm a pretty. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm emotionless, but I have the. I have the ability to be like whatever. Like I can separate it. Listen, I. I, I think you've found. Uh, you found something which is fucking hard to find if you're a true. Like if you're an empath. Yeah. Like a true empath is the ability to say fuck off. I should have done it sooner. Yes. Every everything that ever went bad yeah, should have should have could have would have fucking oath. But it is the best thing. That's yeah. ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. And setting those boundaries and and being selfish as well and saying, you know what? Your shit is not my shit to take on. You just touched on the exact word I was going to say, selfishness. Yeah. Because the reason that we don't make it anytime sooner is because we view it as being selfish. And it's a, I a can't horrible say that. thing. I can't diss this person. I cannot oh. – I can't just – not listen to what this person is saying Yeah, to that's me. selfish and horrible. If you're an empath, you understand this. You're like, but anything that I do outside of being an empath is selfish. Yeah, exactly. When in actual fact, that's ridiculous. And of course it's not. But we view selfishness as, as the as worst being, character as trait. As being narcissistic. Yeah, absolutely. When in actual fact, you know, it's not the same thing. It's self-care and it's in, it's, it's integral to stay alive at this so point. It's, you found it. Fucking oath. You found it. It's hard though. Like it's a lot harder Dude, to. I haven't found it. Not yet. Well, I'm you hoping. will. You oh, will. It's, it's coming it's like a, a fucking freight train. <laughs> you'll get fucked over. That's what happens. Like I'm there. Yeah, I got. Oh, I didn't even get fucked over. I was. I was in a relationship I wasn't happy in, and I was staying yeah. because I didn't want to hurt that person. And I just kind of yep. went. You know what? I'm fuck. I'm 34 this year, and I'm out here doing some cool shit. I deserve to be happy while I'm doing that. I don't want the shit that's happening here to affect what I'm doing here, so I'm going to cut that off and I'll revisit it when I get home. Mm -hmm. But at this point in time, it's not right for me. So respectfully, off your fuck. You know? Like it was – I didn't – I don't feel like I hurt them. They understood whatever. He's a big boy. Yeah. But the peace that it gave me, I want now. Like it's like a drug. You know, I don't want to give that up. I'm still, you know – I'll still help those who I love, but I'm not about to start inviting strangers in. I'm not going to do that. And if that means that I'm guarded and my walls are up, fucking so be it. Yep, so be it. That's how it is. Absolutely. And, and the amount of energy that goes into keeping those walls up, it's fucking exhausting. But at the end of the day, long term, it's a better option than just being stomped on all the time. You know what I mean? Fucking you need to be a strong, independent woman. That's what you need to be. Listen, I'm I'm getting in touch with my inner feminine side. And you I'm, do. I'm starting to, you know, I'm, at least I'm trying to start and to harden the fuck up a little bit. You gotta, that. you gotta harden yeah. your your soul. That's not your heart. It's a completely different side to your personality, and that is, you know, empaths want to help people. That's our we need it. 
that's how we that's not like our life force i suppose if you want to get deep into it but it is it's we get off on it in some fucking weird way so it yeah. makes us feel worthy it makes us feel good it makes us feel u- useful all yep. those kinds of things um but you you can't do that for people if you are constantly put you know that 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 vase you know if you're pouring water out of it and you're not refilling it but it's no one else's responsibility to refill your fucking cup yeah. but your own yeah i can tell you that that that's one thing i have got to is that cup runneth the fuck out oh you cannot let that cup run us dry and it, yeah and it's happened you know and it happened in in the last in the last sort of you know couple of couple of years but that you can't shit let just that ran happen. the fuck out. i didn't even it just all of a sudden yeah, you're I'm like, oh like, shit, I'm burnt out. Yeah, I'm out. Man, funny how how much strength you've got to keep fucking putting it together every day. Yeah, and to get up and go on yeah. every single day. Yeah, because you're not just carrying your war. You're carrying fucking everything. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. It's fine because it makes us strong motherfuckers. It is right. Strong. Yeah, but I feel like, and my biggest fear is to be vulnerable. Like I have had to be strong and independent for my boys. So I have this exterior like, you know, it's all good. Like even if you hurt me, it's all good. Mm. You know, we're yeah. good. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. When inside I'm like, this sucks, man, this hurts. Yeah. But I refuse to let people see that vulnerability. And it is, it's not a good thing because I feel like people just use that to take advantage of you. They're like, oh, she can take it. Mm. You know, fuck it, we'll dump it on her because she can take it. And I feel like you've probably done the same thing like, he can take it. No. He was there for me last week. Like he can do it again. Be like, there for this week. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's I, fucked up. I'm, 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 t- I'm listening to you talk, and I'm just going. Well, you're just talking about my exact fucking life at the moment. But I'm just wondering where, like, yeah, I'm just trying to work out where that strength is to say no. I can't even where tell you fuck? where it come from. No, I just I got just to a point. point. Yeah, you just get you to a point, it. and you're like, I don't even. Do you know what I think it was? It was in Gove. And I, so this is only very recent for me. This is only in the last sort of eight weeks where I woke up and I'm like, fuck, man, my mental health is the – and I have some serious shit. Like my mental health is the best it's ever been. I have done this cool thing on my own with my children. Two years ago, there's no way, fucking no way. My anxiety would have crippled me. Mm. But I've woken up in the morning. I'm achieving some cool shit. I'm good. Like I feel so light and I feel so happy. I want to keep this. And that's and I kind of figured out like I thought about it a lot while I was at work and on the boat. I thought like the the only way to keep this is to keep other people out. And it's sort of finding that balance between being a cold motherfucker and having those walls up, but still allowing the people that you love and you trust into that circle. Yeah, hundred percent. But it also means like okay, so when you when you go and apply for a job, right? They give you like a three month um, probation. Yeah. So in that three months, your boss. So say you. I, I, you know, you come to work for me. In that three months, I can tell whether you are punctual, whether you're committed to your job, whether you are a fast learner, whether you are willing to make changes to fit into the job and work well with me. 90 days is about the time that it will take me to figure that shit out and I apply that to relationships as well. That's about the three months before I'll let a motherfucker in because I'll fucking see you. Yeah. I'm 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 feeling a thousand people going. Oh, I could work that out in three weeks. Fuck off! No, because yep. people can keep that facade up for a year. Yep. But you'll see the cracks in three months. Fucking a. I guarantee you, yep. in three months you'll see those cracks. 
And it is about when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. They'll show you. It's even a thing on Google. Oh, really? Yep. However, can... this is a general rule of thumb, three months. Yeah, right. That's how I feel. And that's, I was like, there is a reason that people have a three-month probation period when they apply for a job. And I thought maybe I could apply that to a relationship. I feel like as a woman, like holding out sex, I guess, for three months. I mean, I, I wouldn't do that because I enjoy it. I'm not going to fuck them on the first date, I suppose. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I would love to be a high and mighty and say that. Oh. But, uh, but you know, as far as holding it, like there are different ways of being intimate. Sex is sex. And different people feel different ways about it. I can emotionally separate myself from that. Physical and emotional connections are two completely different things. Yep. But being when you're intimate with someone and they know you and you've connected and you've let them in, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Fucking I. And that's terrifying. It's terrifying as Absolutely. fuck. <laughs> Absolutely. It's terrifying as fuck. And, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's the hard road for an empath as well. Is that Got to put the walls up. Yeah, well, Jesus Christ. You know. Bricks and mortar, right? And then you just take... One down at a time, yeah. but only if they're worthy. We, we as empaths, I feel like we need to prove our worth to other people. Like, it's fucking, fucking what the fuck are you doing? What are they doing to prove to you what the your time is precious? What are they doing to prove to you that they're worthy of your fucking time? Bruh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Step it up. That will straight away go into the, well, you're just being selfish. And Good. Be selfish. Yeah. Be self. Try it. Try it. The next time you're in a situation, try it. See how it sits with you. Probably feel like shit, but the way you feel afterwards, I like feel shit, just thinking about it. Don't, man. I did. Like too. I'm, I'm back at that stage. I'm nah. just like, don't, don't do that because you, you might lose somebody. Somebody might not like you. Oh no, dead weight well, falling off. Heaven forbid. You know, and then you just go on with your life, mm. and the people that are left are the people that fucking matter. Yeah. You know, and the people that you can call on. If you're fucked up and you know without, like I've got maybe four people and I used to be very popular. I used to have a a huge circle and I cut those cunts out, right, because it's exhausting. I've got four people I could call at three in the morning if I was in trouble and I know, guaranteed, they'll pick up. Mm. And they would, if I rocked up with a dead body, those four people wouldn't even ask questions. (laughs) They'd help me bury it. You've got four? Four, Yeah. (laughs) Four people that I would trust with my life and I do not let people in easily. No. And these four people proved their worth to me and didn't make me feel like I had to prove that my worth to them make them feel like I was worthy. Mm. It's fucking be- – it's a beautiful thing. And rare as – what's the saying? Rare, rare as hands. Hand I don't understand Rare that. as rock and horse shit. Oh, I've never heard that before. <coughs> rare, ca- rare as rock and horse shit. Oh, actually, maybe I have. My cameraman said something like, if I don't go to – if I don't have a piss soon, I'm going to start watering at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Me back teeth are floating. That's it. That's what. That's what he said. Yeah, I've never heard that before. He's got and he's got like Mount Frothiosco and Osama Tin Laden. That's what he <laughs> refers to. Is he wants to go to Mount Frothiosco? One of the best I've heard is um is uh oh, fuck. How am I going to get there? Well, why don't you piss in your boots and swim? I've never heard that. Also, that makes no piss sense. Piss in your boots and swim. What it means is fucking walk. Oh. But why, do you, why, why would you piss, piss in, in your boots and swim? Well, your feet are in boots. Use them. Water in, yeah, just oh, no, I've never heard that before, ever in my life. There you go. 
But mouth. Look it up. Fun facts. So 1862 was rare as hen's teeth. That was the first time it was recorded. And it takes average six months of dating a person to figure out if they're marriage material. Really? Yep. Fuck me. It took me 12 years to find out my ex was not marriage material. 12 years. 12 years. Is that a thing? Shit. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. It's good. It took me 14. five years. <gasps> but wow, Ooh. he wins. Yeah. Wow, man, 14 years. Ding, ding. Yeah, we have a winner. She's still a good egg, though. She's not a bad person. Oh, that's really not nice. Not a bad person. So Jeez. then, okay, so how did you figure it out then? Oh, wow, I just <laughs> went right, right there. Was it something, okay, you don't have to tell me, but like was it something that you came to the realisation or was it just one of those things where you just grow apart? Or is it too soon? Do you help me out? <laughs> it, um, it was all of okay. those things. <laughs> <laughs> we did we did have a talk about it. It was all those things. It, yeah, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. It's it's a lot of time. 14 years is you know, average marriage, isn't it? Not I'll look that up in a I second. I think it's like how long it is. It goes in multiples of 7. Yeah, it's oh, it, well, seven every 7 year years. Each. Mm, 7 year each and then you get to 14 and whatever. Else. Funny you say that because every 7 years you have a brand new body. Yeah, and yeah. your skin. Don't you shed your shit. All the cells in your body are renewed by yep. that stage. Which yeah, gives look. me, you know, two years. There's not a thing in my on my body that my ex would have touched. So you also have right. taste buds in your nutsack, but let's not talk about I, that. I, I've I've actually I heard, heard that, that. I saw that post. I yes, saw that post you, you can't physically post. taste it, but it's it, it's in your bladder, brain, lungs. I reckon if you testicles. put Vicks Vapor Rub on your nutsack, you'd be able to taste it. You know how you put it on your You'll feet? You'll hear it. Yeah, but you know when you put it on your feet and you can kind of taste it in your mouth. Have you ever done that? Yeah, put it on your nutsack. Tell me. <laughs> Well, I would do it, but I don't have balls. Shall we get the soy sauce dish out? Yes. Why don't we just do it now? I've tried that with my mates and it works. Go and get the Vicks. No, no, no. Do the soy sauce. Don't do Vicks. I feel like Vicks would burn like a month Yeah, you're going to be gone for a while having a shower. I'm not scared. I'll fucking take it. I'm an empath. I'll take it. Nah. Just do the soy sauce. and It's true. It works. She's a new kind of empath though. I've got to give it to you. You've reached the stage where it's like, Okay, I can give a shit and I can really feel that and I can be in your shoes, literally. Yeah. But I can also say, fuck that, I draw the line. Yeah, and I'll put up with it for a certain, like, experience that happened to me this week. Like, I'll put up with it and put up with it and be like, okay, mm. I'm here for you anytime you need, like 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever, bro, I've got your back. But you fuck me over, That's you've it. got one chance, motherfucker, one. And he fucked it up and that's it. I'm done. I believe that's noticing a red flag. Absolutely, it is. Actually, that's absolutely, perfect. it is. Am I getting the soy sauce? Maybe yeah, I, yeah, go on to it. Maybe I am there. Oh, really? Do yeah, tell. I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. if you're there. Maybe yeah. I am there. Tell me. Maybe I'm there. I had fucking some mates who have been mates for you know forever, and I'm fucking. So I got a mate who just. Uh, he split up for his missus a long time ago. <coughs> He's got two kids living in the house. Uh, she's off doing her thing, and he worked for he works for a, you know like a home improvement company, but you know in sales. So mm-hmm. corporate. Well, no, no, yeah, like so it's like focus home improvement some. So he gets like fucking minimum wage. Okay, That's something nice. like that for like forty grand a year. I don't know. Ooh. Ouch. Yes. I get out of bed with he gets that. Yeah, but that's all he's got. But how he makes his money is he, he drives around and he and he um he, he chases down leads, okay? 
mm-hmm. people that want fucking roller shutters or solar panels or whatever, you know. So he goes around there and he fucking sells his shit to him, and he gets a commission. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's going out, happy days. Kids are good, everything's good. And I'm talking to him one day. He goes, "Oh, he rang me. He goes, yeah, he had a bit of a problem with the piss. He crashed the fucking company car, <gasps> right? wrote it off. Big and no so no. The company went well. He wrote the car off. Mm. So you're just back. He kept his job. Oh, okay, because they knew that he had two kids and a fucking mortgage. So they did the righty. They by did him. the righty by him. But they took away his ability to make a commission. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he took that away because he lost his fucking. Actually, well, he did because he crashed the car. Was he no, pissed? Actually, he never lost his license, but that's another story. Yeah, but he lost the that's car. That's another story. He lost the car. Yeah. So he didn't have a car and he didn't have his own car. That's right. He still had a license. God knows fucking how. Well, actually, I know. Well, but that's, that's, a, <laughs> but that's a different fucking story. I don't, um, but I do, but I don't. Well, sorry. Yeah, I just had a bit of a stroke just there. Yeah, good. welcome to the, listen, welcome to the dark side. So he, uh, Anyway, he fucking, he rang me, I was just talking to him one day. This is a good thing about being an empath. Is you're able to intuit things that are going wrong with people. It's a good thing, but it's also no, a it's fucking fucked. bad thing. Because then you're like, I've done something, there's a vibe change. You can read tone in texts. You can pick things up and you take things personally, but that's the story. Go on. Yeah. Well, um, we were chatting and he's like, yeah, I've. I don't know, man, I can't run leads because I, I don't have a car and so I don't have enough money to buy a car so I can't run leads. If I had a car, I could run leads, I could earn more money, whatever. And I went, Do you want so all you need is a car. Oh, no. Okay, so I bought a car for him. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> Rah. And then I <laughs> registered it for three months and then another three months and then – and um, but – I got him back on his feet and he started running leads and he started earning money and whatever else. And now he's drinking and smoking again. But uh, so I did all that. And then, you know, I'm friends with him and I'm friends with his uh, with his ex-missus. It's a tough place to be okay. in for you. I'm friends with fucking everybody. Yeah, that's a tough place to be in for you. And so I went around to see him one day and I just wasn't impressed. Like, I never, I never do this. And I'm sitting there. And I went around there with no drinks. I never, like, when I go around to my mate's place, normally we've got a fucking six-pack or something. Yeah, yeah but you're not going to enable him. Yeah. So I was just like, ah, oh, it's cool. So we're, and we're just going to have chew the fat. You know, I only get to see you, like, twice a year. Because I pissed. live up here and this is back in there. And he's like, oh, you want to get some drinks? I, oh, yeah, all right, no worries. And we'll just have a couple. And he's just chain-smoking and drinking and pissing and whinging about his life and then playing music, heavy metal, you know, whatever. And I'm like... I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, this is shit. This is shit. Yeah. So I bailed out and um, and uh, his missus lived around the corner, um, you know, because it's easy for the kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I check in with, with her as well. It's like, how are you doing? How are you getting on? Need she's, anything. she's had her own fucking problems with the gear and with some other shit. Jesus like, Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I am buried in so much shit you would not believe. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, no, I, I, I am worried about you. Like, if you, you know, I need to be involved in this in a little bit, just to let you know I'm here. Because mm. if you're going to find a way out of this shit, you're going to have to lean on somebody. Yeah. So I go around there. Now, I'd been drinking and I chatted her for a while and I'm like, I'm fucking tired. I'm not driving fucking all the way back to the north side of Adelaide. I'm just fucking staying. Uh, so, so I stayed there. Yeah. Right. 
Wake up in the morning, I got a text message on my phone. Sometime during the night, old mate's got fucking pissed, walked around, seen my car parked oh, out the front of it, no. right? And so the fucking message is like, oh, I guess I'm fucking no good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Just where, insert where? fucking me. bullshit here. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I haven't messaged him or talked to him since. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> so awesome. maybe I'm getting there. Maybe yeah. I'm getting there. Now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't still go back, like I wouldn't still let this guy in my life, but the first thing that needs to happen is you need to be calling me and going, mate. I'm so sorry. I'm fucking so sorry. Yeah. And that shit's never going to happen again. That's your one chance. Yeah, but unfortunately people like him, it is similar to the – like I had, you know, have just had a falling out with, they're like, oh, no, my poor decision-making capabilities have led me to a shit show. Poor me. Can somebody come and fix this for me, please? And you're like, really? Really? So, okay, cool. That's fine. But <laughs> number one, you get off on the drama. They get off on the drama. Nah. This dude just gets off on it. They legitimately make – like you fall into the trap of making their life easy because that's what we want for people. We don't want to see people suffer. But, mate, if you are not helping yourself, there is no point inserting – like there's just no point. There's none. You know, like we've – you've been through some shit, I'm sure. You drag yourself kicking and screaming through that shit. You don't rely on other people like, you know – I covet my independence. It's probably a trauma response if, if we're getting into the nitty-gritty. The way that I grip onto my independence is 100%, 100% a trauma response. I will never give anybody the capability to say, if not for me, you wouldn't have this. Like, mm. fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, I did this on Yeah, my own. I don't even have child – I don't get child support. I get nothing because mm. I don't fucking need it. Yeah. Not healthy though because people like us are too afraid to ask for help. Which is yeah. it's 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 a it, that's a character flaw, because we get burnt out easy, mm. you know what I mean, and it I makes ha- us feel I, weak I and had vulnerable. To do it recently. Oh, good job! She's sitting right there. Yes, I love that for you. <sighs> Don't even know, like hardly know this girl, but oh, um, I wouldn't have picked that at all. Did we do the podcast and then I reached out to you after? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was I'd been in the city and I was. Um, with some very good friends of mine mm. and, you know, from out of town. And they asked me some hard questions that I didn't have answers for. Oh. And so I was like, fuck, which got me upset. Yeah. And so, but I was drunk and I'm, you know, I was driving home and I got here and I was like, out of everybody, <laughs> out of everybody, I reach out to D who I've only just met. But that's good because you can provide an impartial, yeah. objective, a no fuckery yeah. answer. Yeah. But instead of ringing like a p- piece of shit, I'm like, oh, it's late. So I didn't ring, I texted. But that's she fine, rang me though. back the next day and she's yeah, like, why the fuck didn't you ring? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I just didn't want to wake you up. I was like, dude, yeah. that's why my fucking phone's on. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Well, now, that's right. why I have it on because right. I'm, I'm very much the same. I only have a very few really good friends yeah. and slowly becoming more over the last year, especially. I think that's just situation of it but yeah totally different yeah exactly I, I maybe we'd had phone. a rapport enough for that I, I felt like we we had enough rapport for that but i reached out to somebody that was outside of my circle because i don't want them to see weakness maybe you know so i'm reaching out to oh, someone look. new in my life and i'm like and then 
you know, we just talked on the phone. I was like, and the next morning, I'm like, yeah, sorry, I don't know, maybe I'm not really ready for this yet. And I was kind of pissed, sorry, or whatever, sorry for it, you know. Sorry for having feelings. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And then, if and there then, was a red flag, I'm sure I would have noticed myself ignoring it by now. Exactly, yeah. and you would have had that chat with yourself. Well, she wouldn't be sitting here. Are now. you sure? Yeah. We'll just double check. Maybe it's no. maroon. <laughs> and I remember this when I did go around there and I just started. It's still red. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a different shade of red. It's pretty. You just need to, un- you need to, we need to figure out what the, sh- the particular shade is of red that is bad for us. I feel like there's lots of variations. There's grey area in the red. Know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Because some we can overlook. Yeah. I like red. Yeah. I bet you do. Red will look wonderful on you but it's just it's, not it really would yeah they bring out your eyes but for women They're especially nice, especially they? pretty blonde women i feel like we don't pull off red very well no it's not good for us i don't like red lingerie what why i like lingerie just not red Do you, does it give you like wedgies <laughs> <laughs> good call yeah don't wear it then Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> he really did. Going? And you sort of like deer in headlights oh then. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Stood there and just went, what? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he just had like the Windows error. <laughs> <laughs> Dot 404. <laughs> 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 or like the spinning wheel of death. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh, Shit. <laughs> But honestly, like, I... Wh- what if you hit refresh? <laughs> Have you turned it off and on again? Have you turned it off and on? Did you pull it out of the socket? Control-Alt-Delete. Is that still a thing? Yes. Or Alt-F4? Control-Alt-Delete. Control. What is Alt-F4? Is that just escape? That was a cheat code. I, I'm something. not willing to try it Don't right do now. it because it'll shut everything down. I, I need to know. why. What have you got against red lingerie? On other people, I'm assuming. Does it turn you into like a bull? Like it's a matador thing happening? Listen, if I had the choice between no no lingerie and red lingerie, I'd take the red lingerie. I'm just saying it's not my favourite. Why? Because I like white. Oh, see, white for a woman. Ooh. Yeah, that's dangerous, isn't it? It's just. It's all, it never stays white. Ever. Ever. You can wash that in fucking pure bleach. Yeah, it's not going to stay white. You would have to be care. very fucking confident of your cycle. Just one too. time thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, like super hey, confident. Wear it. Dirty it. I'll throw it out and buy you some more. Well, as long as you're paying, but like I can't <laughs> keep it. Do you know how expensive fucking laundry is? It's crazy. Your jocks <laughs> and boxes and shit, I reckon, cost 12 bucks for a pack of three. Yeah. We buy a pretty G string for bras and things. That's at least. I don't know, 20 bucks. It's weird, is it? Because it's so much less fabric. So much so less. less whatever. Yes. Oh, I just had an epiphany. I'd never, now I'm yeah, mad I'm about that. <laughs> oh, I'm angry about that now. Yeah. yeah. You're actually paying for less, like literally less product. Oh, the world is so cruel and unfair. It is for women. I'm like, but I just, Grundies don't do it for me. No. You know, like I don't like a full knicker. No. Is it knicker or can we call them jocks? They're awful. It's a knicker. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're shit. Just, you know, and then especially when you've got like the half wedgie, like the oh. one side and you're in public <laughs> and you're like, fuck, now what? Dudes are so shameless about that, are they not? Like so they'll shameless. rip off their jocks and yeah. they'll have a shit stain there somewhere. Yeah, and or they're shove just their like, hand down yeah. their front in the middle of public. Like, and no. women are walking around with stanky leg for like half an hour trying to like walk it out of their butt crack. Yeah. Absolutely. Nah, can't do that. 
Are you serious? Absolutely not. not Can you sexy. imagine the views? Yeah. Also, it depends what you're wearing. Like this I've done is, it. Oh, same. You have to. <laughs> I bought a pair of Nikki's from, I don't know, fucking Big W or some shit. Bad idea. But they're really pretty. You know, like real high cut, but they give you a front wedgie. Oh, shit. Come on. Like a wedgie between the lips. <laughs> is that called a camel toe? It's not as tasty. Not Definitely not. It's <laughs> no. Nah, you can Have taste you It's not as time? cute or tasty. Absolutely it's, not. Yeah. It's fucked is what it is. And like, what are you going to do there? And if like, if you're wearing denim that doesn't stretch, even if you wanted to it pick a wedgie It flicks your out, bean, but yeah. in a really aggressive way. Yeah, super aggressive. Oh, you're wearing it's jeans. Not, it's yeah. not, no, that's not good. And then when you sit down and there's all the pressure on it, on it you're just like, fucked, God, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're walking around like we've got something wrong with this. Is that why they invented activewear? Because. I'm going to say yes. Most people wearing activewear are not active. Have you seen seen the video? Yes. I know a video. Standing on the corner with my activewear. Oh, yes. Activewear. Activewear. Having a cigarette with my activewear. Don't say cigarette because you're making me fiend for one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'd need to stop smoking. Like I, I enjoy it though. Like I've, d- you know what I mean. Like I'm, I, I feel like if you you don't drink, no, so that's your one vice. It's the yeah, one like thing that you've got vice, that's yeah. yours, and it's the one thing where no. you go. I've told the kids to shut up that many times. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to punch a few darts. Do you know the? I'll remember, I'll never forget this moment. The first time I ever saw you. Oh God. Okay, hit me. Am was I going to be horrified? It was at the walkabout lodge. Ah. It was early morning. I was in my onesie. Oh, shit, it was too. I Fuck. was in my onesie. You were in your onesie. Heading to work. Yeah. You did the double look. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, what the fuck is he wearing? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it was I because I was hot. I love how the chest packed out and you were like, you, lived, you did the double look. The double look. And and like, yeah, because like, I fucking thought, what the fuck's this cunt wearing? <laughs> well, I mean, what were you wearing? You, that's exactly what you did. You were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, like I said, my facial expressions, do not use their inside voices. Yeah. That would have been exactly what my face looked like. And... For me, I was just like walking along and I've got a dirty great big blue esky in one hand. Yes. It would have looked weird. It did. It but looked that's super our, because weird. we don't have like a, we, you know, in our galley on the plane, we don't have. It is called a galley. Was it's I called right? A galley. Yeah, you're cool. Fuck yes. We've got a hot water urn, which is supplied power, but we don't have a fridge or anything else. So we've got to take our meals yeah. in, a, in an esky. Well, that's fair enough. And I don't know why. I'm the mission coordinator. My observer was supposed to. Have all of that shit. But anyway, um, once again. You digress. I digress. And then I was walking down there and got my shit on. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm fucking heading off. And then, yeah, I just rounded the corner. And there you were just fucking punching a dart yeah. with the sun shining on your face. Wait, how classy was it, that? And those legs hanging out of them shorts. And, and yeah. I was just like, God oh. fucking damn. Fucking class And there, then you mate. did the double look and I haven't forgot it since. Um, but there you go. Would that was the first time. And then <laughs> when I met you at the fucking pub, hang on, <laughs> should I recognise you? <laughs> fuck no. It's like I just totally different, like whatever. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. 
Do you even know who I am? Yeah, do you even know who I am? My God. Hey, if it's any consolation, I, you didn't know who I was. No, I didn't recognise you at all. No, because I wasn't wearing the onesie then. Also because I'd only had one coffee. Like, I'm a two-coffee person. cigarette. Ish. Ish. It depends. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up and my lungs are like, bitch, if you keep doing this, we are going to start yeah. a riot. Like, you need to not do that. Like, could we not? Can we stop, please? Just give stop. us a fucking break already. Have you thought about going to Rollies? Oh, yeah, dude. I, I normally oh, you smoke, smoke Rollies. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. I fuck, normally I didn't smoke Rollies. But because we're driving and like halfway through a salvage, you've got wet hands or whatever, like dude. you just can't fucking roll a you dart. Need, you need tailors just to supplement. It's convenient. Event. We call them driving darts because yeah. oh, I can't roll and drive at the same time because potato. <laughs> <laughs> Many of my friends can. I cannot. I can barely roll a cigarette sitting, actually, now that I think about it. However, I've only been rolling two years. Do you use a machine? Hell no. Okay. No. So you can roll. Not really. They look like... <laughs> You know, they're like... They're like pre- skinny at one end and fat in the middle. Pregnant, and then yeah, like pregnant <laughs> darts. You know, like just... <laughs> bloop. And try to roll a joint. <laughs> I will I do that here. A G. A G. <laughs> a G. You can do whatever you like. Trying to roll a G. Trying to roll a special cigarette. A happy <laughs> smoke. Of the devil's lettuce. <laughs> Listen, if you lead a stressful life, sometimes you just Sometimes you just got to have a bit of the old marriage. You know? Also, I had a raging drug addiction for three three hours. (laughs) For three. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we all? But. (laughs) For three hours, I was off my gut. Fucked up. I was munted. Yeah. Cunted. No, cunted. That's my new thing. Munted? Cunted. Not no, it's cunted. Is it cunted? Absolutely, it is now. Jesus, it's munted. It's cunted. I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm off my chops. Yeah. So, I mean, for three years, I was awake a lot, <laughs> for lack of a better word, before I had children. I saw a lot of those years. Found some shadow people. Only two sleeps till Christmas. Exactly. I've had a few of those years <laughs> as well. They're good, hey. But like they really are. Yeah, you I meet some really interesting, interesting people. people, right? Especially those ones that sit in the corner mm. and like looking out the window. Oh, there's going to be a raid tonight. We're going to get <laughs> yeah. raided. They're so paranoid. Tonight's the night. And you're like, I've been here three hours. Can you put the shit in the thing so I can go, I'm please? I'm fucking tired, please. That's the why I'm getting this <laughs> so I cannot. So be tired. I cannot be tired anymore. Come on. I loved it though. Like I, I never did anything. No, you know, like I relied what's, on what's, it. What's um, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, a high functioning addict? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's me. There's a comedian. There's a comedian. What's his name? Bill Hicks. Have you seen Human Traffic? It's in there. But Bill Hicks has got a bit about it. No. I have taken drugs before, and I had a real good time. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't murder anybody, didn't rob anybody, didn't rape anybody, didn't stab anybody, (laughs) didn't lose one fucking job, laughed my ass off, and went about my day. That's how I feel. (laughs) That's how I feel about mine. Right, right, right. I didn't didn't kill him. Everybody's fine. I never put anything I didn't rob anybody. I didn't fucking stab anybody. No. I didn't suck any dick for drugs. Suck it. I didn't. Like, I did not suck one yeah. dick. Oh, however, not for drugs anyway. Well, <laughs> it, it just so happened that a couple of my boyfriends were drug dealers. So essentially, essentially I did suck dick for drugs. Suck dick for drugs. But, you know, it was 
No, I did. Definitely did. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm, I'm it wasn't right. just for drugs, though. I just need to clear Look, that up. You never did it in an alley behind a. Okay, let's move on to the next subject. <laughs> I never did it in an alley behind oh, a nightclub. Okay, I've got, to, I've got a funny story about yeah. that. So send, send oh, it. Hopefully, my fucking dad never sees this. He won't. Good. So, so I used to see this guy. We were just a thing when I was before my husband. Not my husband. Before my kid's dad. And my dad's an insurance broker. I love my dad. I'm his only child. I'm a daddy's girl. He's awesome. He had just moved premises. Premises? Yeah, premise. Premise? He just moved. From one place to another. (laughs) (laughs) So he'd moved from A to B. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. What was that? One hour and 30 minutes. Left. I was going to say, we've done more than one hour and 30 minutes. Fuck yeah, we have. Left, as in. Yeah, cool. Copy. Extended. So we. Oh, fuck, I've got to talk into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, you can Come move me. that shit. Come with me. Come with me. So it's like a dick. You've just got to take it with you. <laughs> Dicks are so aggressive. Do you, I, I was so not, I'm not aggressive. asking you, but I have dick fear. Oh. It's, it's the way they, they, they look sometimes. They're aggressive. Yes. You know, like. They stare at you. Yeah, with their one eye. They yeah. are. Especially when they're like. Raging sh- hard. Yeah. Which is I just know. maintaining eye contact. And you're like, how do I. Do I hear? Oh, just hey. dodging the dick. Okay, let's just go for it. Stop. <laughs> Stop looking oh, at Oh, shit. It. That's real solid at the tip. Yeah, holy fuck. It doesn't <laughs> bend. See, this is what And then you adjust for the dick. Yeah, and you've got to relax the adjust. throat. Yeah. And See, I can't. I've got a gag reflex. Fuck yeah. It's fucked. Like, I was like. Some dudes are into oh, that, though. I hate that noise, though. Because of the whole fucking porn thing. I know, but I'm not going to do that on a doodle. <laughs> and then you pull it and there's all this spit. No, I like a nice tidy blowjob. I don't know about you, but I like a nice tidy blowjob. Yes. I don't want there to be a pool of saliva near the ball sack. <laughs> Dripping down towards their ass crack. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's okay Like, honestly, us. do you guys like that? Yeah, Where do you get saliva, off on that? Like, just trickling down cold saliva, mind you. No, we, I want to know. Don't shh. Tell us the truth. Sloppy toppy. Yeah. Just thinking about it. <laughs> but would you prefer a clean, nice, <laughs> quiet blowjob with, without... An elegant knob sack. Okay, Thank you. so what you're describing Perfect. is a married blowjob. No, 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 no. Yes. Oh, no, no, don't. No. Shots fired. That's definitely not. No, because a married blowjob doesn't exist. <laughs> Actually, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> Moving right Holy along. Fuck, you're I'm right. talking about the intermediate blowjob. No, the honeymoon blowjob without, like, okay, all right. Shh, shh. Would you rather, or did I say something wrong? <laughs> I'm going to take a moment to, to think about that. How? It's not that hard. Well, it should be. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this was a topic um, not too long ago. Was it? Was it with you? Uh, probably. Yeah? Uh, it was, I, wasn't it? I think you're an objective kind d- of guy. I help, am. Help, I am. A, help a damsel out. No, it is absolutely dependent on the context. And if it's a... Like, that's ridiculous. And you should not be subjected to that. It's a lot. Like it's a unless, lot. Unless uh, unless the the 
Wow, why are you trying to be diplomatic? Just get it out. Sometimes the Gurkha is good. It, the Gurkha? I love that. Sometimes the I uh, actually uh, love uh, that. Uh, I love that. Sometimes the Gurkha uh, uh, is good. Okay, so if I did a Gurkha, there'd be vomit. Absolutely, there'd be just a pile of chunk. Sometimes. Of sometimes that's okay. Is it though? He'd probably smile and tell you you look pretty. Aww. Listen. There are guys out there that if, do enjoy it. Yeah, no, and that's it's just fine. But wow. that if that's if that's not a good time for all parties involved, then it's not a good time. Yeah, I don't know. No, I so just it's not a good time. I how about this? I look, I'm hundred percent with you. I think the best blowjob the best blowjob <laughs> is one that is absolutely one hundred percent consensual and done to the best of your ability and contains all of the th- Tricks and things that you've got. Because how is that any different to a blowjob for men going down on a woman? Oh, These are all different. These are all different. You all yeah. like different well. things. You all like different. You Sometimes you like fingers. Sometimes you like a little playing. Sometimes yeah. you, you need round the mm-hmm. thing. And sometimes you need to be aggressive. And sometimes and sometimes it changes halfway through. Sometimes you're like, you know, I wanted it softer. No, I want to fuck it up! <laughs> You know, I don't say that fucking say it. So whatever it is, I don't think is. I would ever be into an aggressive cunnilingus. <laughs> like I. Well, then you haven't good, had good cunnilingus. I before. know I have. I have. I was, and I'll tell you something very personal because we're all friends here. I was twenty nine years old before you had your first cunnilingus come. Before I had any kind of orgasm with another party, like obviously I was the only one. You know, I could get myself there because it's not hard. But the the part the ex obviously struggled with a lot of things. It's <laughs> <laughs> life in general a lot of the time. <laughs> uh, yes, and it wasn't until I got to twenty eight, twenty nine, and I was a bit more comfortable in my body, and was with a fella that actually spent time with me, and was like, "Listen, bitch, like there's nothing wrong with your body. You can do this. Relax." And then you know, like I I, I realized oh, I wasn't broken and there was and then it just opened me up to a whole hoe phase which yep. was good and i feel like everyone <laughs> needs one of those because it builds character yes you're welcome he's in the well you don't need to welcome me i know all this shit no i was talking to all the up and coming oh everybody else out there people like listen newly divorced women people that have cu- yeah just fucking spit roast all of it <laughs> yeah gurkhas but honestly if you have been in <laughs> If you've been in a relationship for more than four, three to four years, right, uh, and you've only been with a couple of people or one or whatever it may be. Whatever it is. I highly recommend one. Mm. A hoe phase. Safely, obviously, practice safe safe sex always. Consensual. Consensual, definitely. All those playing the fucking home game. Consensual, fuck yeah. Yes, no means fucking no. Jesus, and if they're... Passed out. That it's means a no. Fucking hard no. It means no. Also, if she says yes, 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 and then halfway through says no, 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 it's no. A fucking no. Yeah, that Stop. means no. Yeah. Oh, maybe you should have worn more clothes. Oh, maybe you shouldn't be just. You shouldn't be rapey. Just um, stop being rapey. Stop being rapey. Yeah. And also, that goes for women as well. When men say no, it means no. Never ever happened to me before. Ever. I can't relate. <laughs> ever. Um. But I will champion for those. There, there are men out there that have really suffered some fucking hectic shit. Fuck yeah! No means no. Absolutely. On both sides. Absolutely. Both sides. Yeah. Stop fucking being rapey. Just it's stop not being. Not fun. You know, like all the 
fucking religious fanatics that are like, ooh, the Ten Commandments, blah, blah, wank, wank, should be one. Try not to be a cunt. <laughs> Covers all of it, I feel. Don't you agree? I do. Jim Jeffries agrees as well. Oh, did he say that? Yeah, it's his bit. Fuck you, Jim. I'm Try not sure. to be a cunt. Yeah, that's it. Like umbrella, just yep. be – if you can choose to be anything, mm. be kind. Yeah. You know? And if, or, you, if you can't be kind, fuck off. Yeah, or be assertive or pra- – I mean, there's lots of things. Okay, that backfired. There's lots of things you could choose. You can choose to be a cunt. Yeah. Or you can choose not to be a cunt. Oh, well, sometimes I've had to choose to be a cunt. Ah, there are times when you should choose to be a cunt. For empaths, that's difficult, mm. isn't but it? But you found you found it. I have found my inner cunt, yes, but I. <laughs> it's very new to me. It's like a new pair of shoes is giving me blisters, mm. and it grates my soul. But it makes you look nice. It does. I feel like it elongates the leg, uh, but it also strengthens your inner resolve. And okay. fuck me, is that the only thing that we've got to rely on these days? Is our damn selves. So stop giving away every single little piece of you to every other motherfucker. Give it to the people that's worth it, obviously. Mm. But, like, not to other fuckers. Not the dead weight. Bye. See ya. Bye. Mm. Bye. Mm. Catch ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. You know? They're dropping off like fucking flies for me. I'm Relish in that. Yeah. Don't worry about losing people because the people that you're losing, like, if you really do, you know, like, it's we're adults. If you lose someone and you miss them, fucking tell them. Mm. It's that simple. And if you can't repair it, well, you know, oops. Really? Wasn't there to be repaired Exactly, in the exactly. So, like, I feel like if you, are, if you start practising, I feel like this is really bad advice, actually. It's just, good. Send it. Just be a Fucking selfish cunt. But just be aware of your own boundaries. And also, do you, do you have siblings? I do. What do you have? One, uh, well, I've got... Doesn't matter half. It doesn't matter. No, all half our half our family. Yeah, they're all. They're all. I have. Uh, I just two, want to know if you've two got sisters, sisters and one, okay. two, three, four, five brothers. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know where I was going with that. I used well. <laughs> I used to tell. I used to like when I was in a crisis or fucking another red flag or whatever, and I was struggling with making a decision. I would imagine my sister, or my daughter. I don't have a daughter. In the, in in my position, or my mm. best friend in my position, and what advice I would give them yes and then i would give my empath yeah that's what you do i would give myself that advice and ignore it (laughs) that's also what an empath as i feel like we're all guilty we can dole the fucking advice out like a motherfucker yeah yeah yeah. i started a podcast over it yeah i'm gonna pontificate to every motherfucker that'll listen Mm -hmm. because i know that it helps i know that it's gonna it's gonna change fucking lives it already has i've already had my very first in this so a very short amount of time this thing's happened. I've already had my first one. It happened today. What? Yeah, it's been that's a good a, day. It's been a good day. Yes. And um, thank you, it helped. That was it. That's amazing. That's it, but that's fine. That's good. That's what I fucking started it for. Whoa. That's what I started it for. Wow. Aggressive. Sorry. No, that's good. Relish in that. That's amazing. And that's validation that but you're on the right path. Where was I going path. with it? Where was I going with it? Uh, because... It's contagious. It's it contagious. <laughs> it's cunnilingus. It's just well, no, we started talking about We've covered that. I've, well, did we? Did we? It's yeah. my favourite thing in the world. Just. Every man says that. Oh, I could go down uh. here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
Fuck. Do you know what? Like, good. Ten minutes of that. Get me a few away. Cool. Let's fuck. I get bored. <laughs> be like, hey. There's only so many movements with the tongue you can right. do and, like, combinations before you're like, well. So many orgasms you can fucking get away. Come on. Let's go to Pound Town. <laughs> you want some fuck or not? You want some fuck? Yeah. yeah. You want some fuck? You want some fuck? <laughs> get on with it for fucks. And these guys as well that are like, oh, I could fuck for hours. Oh, that's cool, Joey. Like, awesome. I have shit to do tomorrow. How you know? about we do this for 10, Get it in, get it minutes? on, get it done. Exactly. No, I'll, listen, I'll give you an hour of my time if it's worth it. I'll give you an hour of my time and then you've got to wrap it up, mate. Like you've got to wrap it the fuck up. Okay? Get out. I don't do cuddling afterwards like unless I'm in a relationship, which I don't really foresee me ever getting into ever again because fuck that shit. But like if I'm hooking up with you, Come around or I'll come to you, do your thing, and then goodbye. You know, like I read books. That's how. That's my comfort. I will read at night time and that's my escapism. And your podcast, right? You listen to podcasts? I love listening to podcasts. I'm listening to a podcast by Gary Jubilin at the moment, actually. I think he's fucking incredible. Mm. Um, and I have a lot of respect for him as a – do you know about? Do you know who he is? Can you put that down, please, D? On my list of shit to do. Gary Jubilin. Gary Jubilin. J- hey, wait, 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 wait. Is that the detective? Yes. It's Gary Jubilin. Yeah. Took down fucking <coughs> Gary <coughs> Jubilin. He, Gary Jubilin he is a detective. He was on the William, uh, the William Terrell case. Yeah, and he's he's also, he was featured in... Um, Underbelly. He, underbelly. Yes, he was. He was very happy with that depiction of him. I would love to meet him and pick yeah. his brains. You know why? Because he was... Portrayed by a fucking old mate. Yeah. But he's just, he's like, I read his autobiography and, like, I get fixated on things mm. I, and, I'll, and I'll, like, do it to death until I'm sick of it. But I read his autobiography and I thought it was great. I'm from a family of, um, like, ex Defence Force and ex police and all that kind of thing. And um, my dad was a fire, like, fireman. So, like, I love all that kind of relate to it. That was my yeah. life. And the way that he got, the, what I think, was he New South Wales or Vic Pole? New I South think Wales. it was New South Wales. What yeah. they fucking did to him was disgusting. Yeah. What they did to him was revolting. And I feel like if they had left him on the case, that little boy's – I mean, he's not alive, I'd, I wouldn't imagine, but that little boy's remains or someone would be in jail. But they fucked him over yep. on a – you know. I could go there into the, all the conspiracy theories. Uh-huh. I'm a massive conspiracy theorist. Like, I love that shit. And the shit that goes on with the police, like the higher up, like with the judges and all that kind of thing. You know why? Because the higher you get up, the closer you get to politics. Yeah. And where there's politics, there's just fuckery. It's filth. It's fucking filth. It's filthy. That attorney general, he raped that motherfucker every day of the week. Yes. I only had to look at him. What the fuck? Yep. She killed herself. Yeah. I don't care. But this shit, they're protecting. Police have got nothing. They've got nothing to go, but they're getting pressure. They'll never find anything either. They won't find anything. She's already killed herself. Yeah, she's dead. It's done. Exactly. Right? But But... they're getting pressure from this. I can't fucking tell you they're getting pressure. Absolutely. Right? And that motherfucker, I'm sorry, you're a fucking dirtbag. Yeah, exactly. But you, fi- I find like with um, with the rapes and the and the obviously the child molestation, all that kind of thing. For some reason, a lot of them are getting these really light sentences, and you've got to wonder who's protecting them. Why the judges are protecting these people? Who's paying them off? Whether it's the churches. You know, with George Pell and all that kind of shit. Like, there just seems to be a pattern 
of the sex crimes. They did come out with it not too long ago of the case, like a recording in a jury room or whatever you call it, courtroom. And the court was reading off this list and he said, you know, you can't be named, but there is a former ex-prime minister on there. And he was like, I can't, like he couldn't go on. He physically couldn't just keep reading it. What the fuck? Yeah, this is out. This is like, it's not a normal social media or TV media or anything like that. Of course not. Can you imagine the uproar? People aren't ready for that. Yeah, exactly. Like, unless you're actively looking for shit like that, you are not ready. No, you'd absolutely agree with you. Can you imagine? Oh, fuck. People's whole belief systems would collapse. They fight so much for the system that was created for them that they're incapable of seeing the outside box. Yeah. I agree with you a thousand percent. Also, a book to read, Why Bitches, uh, Why Men Love Bitches. Oh, good. I'll put that down because I'm just about finished the book that I'm on at the moment. Uh, look, inappropriately named. It really doesn't do I the book justice. It's not It's not that. It's not what you think because no, I when I read the book, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be one of these fucking, fucking things. Self-help shit. Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, fucking wank fuckery I'm bullshit. And the then other thing I'm going to do with this fucking podcast it was I'm going to rail against fucking the hate for men. No, it's no, not no, 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 no hate no. for men at no, all no, in no. this book. No, no, no. Only, only, oh, good. Okay. So I, I have a feeling that's why I was surprised. Because, yeah, only because men are fucking idiots. I hate, like, they're pigs. They're idiots. But, you know, the biggest idiots, uh, you take out the narcissists and the, the really sick motherfuckers. Just the right? You take all of them motherfuckers out. The rest of them just haven't been brought up right. They haven't been mentored right and then they don't have decent enough mates around them to pull their fucking heads in when they're being dicks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I from my... Does that make sense? Yes. It Actually, does. yes. Fucking I want to know where those people are in those situations, especially higher up who are sitting there and in just as high places of power. Yeah. Where are they? Exactly. Like, what they're are not, they saying? They're not, they're not there doing there anything. Because you don't Which get Which makes you just as bad Absolutely. As it makes you person. an accessory and an enabler. But, like, I agree with you with the hate for men and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm lucky enough. A lot of my circle are are male. Yeah. And a lot of these blokes I've grown up with and I would trust with my life. And, you know, they are the ones – a lot of them have not had good upbringings. They've not had good – but it makes them the most empathetic – caring like i don't know it could go either way i think it's that yeah. nature versus it's, nurture it's neanderthal yeah then the we, listen we're all neanderthal like all men are fucking neanderthals mm-hmm. to start with mm-hmm. we are genetically fucking here and to instinctually. do two things fucking well it's three things really right hunt fight fuck and reproduce yeah that's it yeah we hunt we fight we fuck that's it i was sitting here with olaf talking about that right good mate of ours hunt fight fuck that's it mm-hmm. I'm coining that shit. I don't, can you type that in? I don't even think that's a thing. If it is, you know, you hunt, you fight, you fuck. We, we are genetically programmed to do that stuff. Absolutely. We have been domesticated like a good dog. <coughs> and okay? emasculated probably. Emasculated to the fucking nth degree. Mm-hmm. And oh. there is a fight against that, um, you know, undertones of a fight against that. And sometimes it comes out in really, really, really heinous and bad ways. And there is no excuse for that. Mm. I'm sorry. A certain amount of domestication is good. You take a bad dog, you train it. It's either going to become it's either going to become a loyal and good dog, (coughs) or it's going to become a cunt. And you put it down. And you put that motherfucker down. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. There's technically four. 
Is oh, there? Yeah. Uh, eat, fight, fuck? What did I say? It's close. Eat. Fighting, fleeing, feeding, and fucking. Fleeing. Yours is better. Fleeing? Fleeing. Yeah. yeah. Take that, Sorry. Out of the take that no. shit out. No, but there, there will be ones We're not that much fling. of a flight species anymore, are we? Nah. Nah. Like, there's few. Oh, uh, I disagree. Chances are we there's flee. some fuckwit dancing around. We flee. <laughs> but we flee metaphorically. Okay? We are absolutely a... a we absolutely flee, but we flee metaphorically speaking. Yeah. We flee into commercial fucking reality. Reality TVs. Okay, so it's a form of escapism. Yeah, absolutely. See, I do we that with We flee books. from, yeah, yeah, and whatever it is, whether you read a book, whether you, whatever takes you out of your immediate Head. reality yeah. and takes you to a place where you can be free, where you can relax, where yeah. you can be yourself and created the internet. There's an online place where you don't have to fucking socialise with another person ever. It's my favourite place. And you can just be whoever the fuck you want to be. You can be a keyboard warrior if you want to. You can, you know, be in a Star Trek fucking fan holiday thing. You can play Sims. You can do whatever you want, which I'm absolutely fine with. I really am. Until you get people, random people messaging you, telling you to kill yourself. Which we've had. That's true. That's know. true. And that, that, but then, but then, so now, what, what's happening there is that the online world is no longer necessarily. I mean, it's still the virtual world, but it is very fucking real. Yeah. They got, and we've, it has we've got real kids, consequences. We have kids killing themselves because yeah. they got bullied online. Yeah. That's a real fucking thing. Fuck yeah, it is. Let me tell you. People are railing against them. Oh well, we need to do this. We need to. Do, we need to stop. Well, no. All all it is is the online has now become the real world as well. Mm-hmm. It's no different. Well, the I, kid, I, the kids were still getting bullied in school. Yeah, They're still getting bullied everywhere else. The difference you get bullied is online. you need to train these kids to understand what's happening online. Yeah, is not the real world. Yeah, or if or okay, all right, it's your real world. If that's the world you're getting brought up in, that's your real world. But give these kids the tools that they need to understand that environment. And give them the resilience. And the resilience to try to get through that. Yeah. So that, right, so that they can live in this world because our world of the 80s and the 90s, okay, but then compared to when our parents and when our parents' parents we're coming through world wars. Yeah, Where man. they had to go underground because there's fucking shit raining yeah. down. Yeah. And the sirens are going. And they were still happy right? though. And they're fucking 19 years old and they're joining the army and they never come back. Or 16 and lying about their age. Hell the fuck to yeah. To Vietnam. Like, come on. So everything's relative. Yeah. We need to understand now that kids are growing up in a world that we drastically do not understand. No. Okay? I agree. Myself here and D and JB, we're trying to harness the energy of um, the online world and to to bring the, and do this shit right here and bring this stuff out. But it is a world that I, that scares the fuck out of me. I don't understand it. I don't understand what's going. On. And but I understand the correlation between what kids are growing up with and what they're dealing with. Mm. I need to try and put it in a perspective of what I grew up with and what I you might have grown up with. Don't even think you it's can so the different. Two. Mm. It's so different. Mm. But then that's probably what our parents and our grandparents were dealing with. Like, fucking hell. These kids get a bus to school. 
We had to don't walk five miles. Right, they don't have to get to. water. What the okay. shit is this music? Yes, yeah. oh, the young ones today. But even with the introduction of computers or, or, or you know, yeah. cassette players and all these things. Like Walkmans. Oh, yeah. there, there was a progression there. Yeah. And they had to deal with that and we have to deal with that. Now the kids are involved in something. Like, it, it jumped. Like, I'm not going to be fucking. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I think between the 80s and 90s, it jumped a motherfucking oh, step, huge, right? Like light years. You now, these kids now have access to everything. Yeah, I see everything. that with, with my 11 year old. The like, best and the worst, mm-hmm. but they have every answer to everything. Yeah. If they know how to Google it, if they know how to find it, man, they are fucking smarter than us. Yeah. Which is, if I mean, it's good. It's good and bad. It like, is. It's dangerous. Yeah, it is. It's good. And but we need to understand shit's changing. Yeah, and but we need to evolve with that as well. And that's that, you know, like we need to evolve that. But but understanding it and understanding the psychology behind these sick fucks that, you know, d- send hateful messages and, and all that kind of thing, you know. If you're a strong individual, which not everybody is, you can take that shit on the chin and be like, Okay. Yeah, and and you you have to wonder where did that resilience come from for us? Well, it came. Did it from come a from a shit be- show of a life? Yeah. Did it come <laughs> from getting okay. beaten around a little bit when you were a kid? Mm, or a lot? Did it come from? When, let me tell you, if you met me when I was sixteen or seventeen, and you met me now, you would not. You go oh. no. Even even as probably for all of us, I guess. Well, even okay. as far back as like twenty five or even twenty nine, like I look back at the person I was from probably seventeen to twenty eight. I don't like that person. <laughs> I don't like that person. I look at that person. I'm like, yes, bro, like you were going through some shit, but you were codependent. You were weak. You didn't have any independence. Like you relied on this man for everything. And then, but. Because you've got that dark and you compare the person you are now, like you've got the ability to be like, fuck, I'm a machine. Like I'm a fucking weapon. <laughs> I'm indestructible now yeah. because of all that bullshit. But here's the thing. Here's the, the, the thing. You, you, you compare yourself to that person that you were. Once again, I'm talking things where, that I don't believe I'm talking myself. things. I'm talking <laughs> about things that I fucking shit in my past that it just holds on to me like a motherfucker. And everything that I do is to try and mitigate that person that I was back then. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that person anymore. Like I've, I've grown and I've done whatever. I compare myself to who I was back then and I hate. I hate myself for it. And I'm like... Why are you doing that? Why are you fucking hating yourself for the shit you did back then? You didn't fucking know any better. Exactly. You were just winging it. You make the decisions. Seventeen years old. Yeah, you make the best. You make the decisions. The best decisions you can at the time with the knowledge that you have. Like you can't hold yourself accountable for that. And I get it though. Like I feel exactly the same about the person I was, and I feel differently about my childhood. Like I feel bad for that little girl that I was. Like that kid went through shit she never should have ever gone through ever. But, like, it, you can use it as a good thing. Like, yeah, maybe you did some shit cunt things, like, whatever. But use that to, like, compare the good person you are now and be thankful that you evolved because there is a vast fucking number of people that are still stuck in that shit cunt mode. Or there are people that had a shitty childhood or have had shit things happen to them and they use that to still keep being a shitty person. They don't have yep. the strength of the resilience to break that cycle. And the people that do... Y'all motherfuckers are the real MVPs. Like it takes <laughs> some kind of inner strength, objectivity, perspective, whatever you want to call it, to be able to pull yourself out of the shit and say, yeah, I had a fucking hard run at it. 
but that doesn't it's, it's not, not forever. Man. It's not permanent. Nothing's permanent in this life. Like you can make you control how you react to a yep. situation. And know? I think if if you are if you're really good enough about it, if you're really introspective enough about it, that you can think about those times in your life and you go, okay, when I have interactions with young people, mm-hmm. kids or young adults or teenagers or whatever, when I have interactions with them, I'm not going to pontificate to them. Don't do this because I did this. And Don't preach fun. to them. Just go, listen. When I was your age. But, you know, it's like, listen, man, I... It's I about it. relating I, to Yeah, them. you relate and then you go, listen, I don't know what it's like to be where you're at now. Mm. I really don't. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Man, I do this. I've got mates of mine who've got kids. Fucking so many mates of mine who've got kids. I talk to those kids like... I don't know what I, I like. I guess like they're adults. In well, fact, I probably t- I talk probably talk to them, to them better than I talk to adults because I'm like, you should fucking know better. Yeah, but, but you talk to them like they're human <laughs> beings, and that's the difference. You don't see, baby them. You yeah, I'm just like sitting but there they going, feel validated and heard. Fucking hey, man. They're yeah. just like, so you sit there, listen. I don't know what's going on in your world. I don't know what it's like to be a kid in your fucking age. Mm. All I can tell you is what it was like for me. What it was like for me, but that there is there is a way out of this, yeah. and the only thing that you need to remember is that. You know, you're a, you are a beautiful and special fucking person. Yeah. That what you do reflects on other people, and if you can just be a good person, don't be a cunt. Yeah. Right. That's all you need to worry about. Don't be a cunt. People are going to be cunts to you. Yeah. Just fucking compartmentalize that. Make sure it goes. Okay, no worries. You're fucking hurting because you got shit going on in your life and you don't know where to put that. So you're going to put it on me. Yeah. No worries. All right. So fuck it. It's grace under fire as well, and having the ability to be like. Kind to yourself. We're our own worst, especially empaths. We're our own worst critic. Like, fuck, I like I was in a band. I've been in a band for eleven years. Like, it's I love it. It's my drug. Like, I love getting up on stage. I love singing and all that kind of shit. But like, it's not the it's not Australian Idol, you know. <laughs> but I'll look back on a perform on a gig and I'll be like, God damn it, you know. Like, and that's just, why I don't watch any of our podcasts. Yeah, well, and I feel the same about the show as well. Like, I struggle sometimes to watch back, but then, you know, th- with this evolution that I'm fucking, it's like a butterfly and I'm fucking egg shit weird. Oh, thing look at the butterfly. Oh, she's pretty now. But like, you look at it and you're like, oh, you, you need to forgive yourself and like be kind to yourself, you know. And that's what kids don't. Un- My son especially is an empath. I'm pretty sure he's 11. He did a dumb thing where he allowed his big brother to lead him astray and he did a horrible thing and uh, he and the difference between these two kids that are from the same gene pool, same parents, the older one gave no fucks, no remorse, nothing. Harrison felt sick. He was physically ill for weeks. Because I did this bad thing, does that make me a bad person now? Like maybe I'm just bad. I'm just bad now, you know, but like I taught him to forgive himself. Like the reason that I know that you're a good person, mate, is because you're able to feel remorse and you're able to have objectivity and you're able to put it in perspective. Kids need to learn that shit too. Grace under fire. Always. Always. And then you hold yourself to a a different standard to everybody else. It's super important. Fucking A. Super important. And uh, the fact that you, you know, recently with your work over in Gove and just, you know, all right, the fucking the kids are out of school at the moment, but I don't care what anybody says. That doesn't mean they've stopped learning. Oh my god! It does not mean for a second they've stopped learning. No, they, they are they're probably having an experience where that, that schools cannot, that they just can't provide. They're they not can't. equipped to do that. 
They are two you know? different people now, these kids. And I think being a single parent, especially being a woman with boys, there are things that I can't provide my boys. I can't – like I've noticed as well the last two weeks, Vinny and Harry and Luke as well, you know, Harrison is the older brother. He's the man of the house. But he doesn't get to play rough. Like he doesn't get to throw his weight around. doesn't get to exert his masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched him yesterday in the pool with Vinny and – you know, Vinny's 25. He's a big lad. And he was just smacking the piss out of him. Just – and copping it back too. You know, and I realised yesterday how important that is for a little boy. Hugely Huge. Important. But I also acknowledge the fact that I can't do it all and that there are some things that I have to kind of delegate to the other men that I'm lucky enough to have in my life yep. and say, listen, this is what he needs. He needs a mate. Or an older brother or an uncle or whatever the fuck you want to call yourself in his life. Father figure. To just punch the piss out of him mm. because that's what he needs to do to exert his masculinity and it is a rite of passage. Yeah. And that was a humbling. Like that's fucking humbling. It is. And I can tell you, it, I'll, I'll tell you what happens if that doesn't happen when you're a kid. Thank fuck that I join the army because <laughs> that's where it happened for me. Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I think w- every and child. I was 17. Yeah, every boy. I think every man needs to do. Don't boy, they do I that in Ireland? Boy, I'll let that the hard way. Yeah, I bet. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. I mean, and, and I don't begrudge a second of it. Every time I got the shit kicked out of me, <laughs> I deserved it. Because mm. I didn't know where the line was. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I was just drawing off. Oh, no. Trying no. to find my way. But but I didn't know any better. Yeah. I was just trying to find my like, way. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so, you know, various times along the way, I got this fucking piss kicked out of me. Don't begrudge it for a second. It's important. I do begrudge, maybe, just for a moment, five guys under one. That is a little bit over the top. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, there's a line. But But I I feel like if there's any point for five guys on one, (laughs) military's the place for it. It is. And I'll tell you why. Because it's life and death. Yeah. You don't follow orders. You don't fucking look after each other. People fucking die. It's as simple as that. Yeah, someone there explained no it to me once, a friend of mine who did a couple of tours in over Middle East and he's never been the same actually. He said that he went to basic training and the point of it, and he could be wrong, but the point of it was to wipe out who he was and replace that with a man who didn't think, he reacted. So he was a person that was created to run on anger an instinct and reaction so that when they went over and they were doing their job, and I'm talking like he was in Afghanistan, I'm pretty sure, but it would have been the same for Vietnam and and all that kind of thing. Like you are running on instinct. You need to be on all the time. You don't need to be having your thoughts wandering to, I wonder what my missus is doing back home, like you're on all the time. But the trouble is when you've been doing that for so long, trying to assimilate back into a society where you can't relate to people Mm -hmm. anymore – because, oh, really? Those are your problems? Fuck me. I wish I had those problems. You should have seen the stuff that I did, that, you know, that I had to see and deal with and all that shit. There's no, there's no help to help these boys assimilate back into, into the general population and help them deal with not being able to relate to their mates anymore or not being able to relate to their wife and their kids because they're, you know, they left a little bit of themselves in combat or, or basic training or whatever it is. There's no help for that. So he went and sought, you know, drug taking. 
a, a risky behaviour because it was the only rush that he got that was similar to what it was like being on the guns mm. back wherever he was. And I've noticed that a lot with a lot of vets that I'm close to. That's their biggest struggle is assimilation back to society. They hate it. Yep. But yet they hate the army as well. So th- who are they? Where do they fit? What do they do? And there's nowhere really for them. Well, back then when I was having this conversation with Daniel, he's like, where do I turn? RSL didn't, you know, there wasn't, there was no help. And I'm supposed to figure this out on my own and I can't. And he had many attempts in his life because he just didn't really see his purpose anymore. Mm-hmm. And that fucking breaks my heart. Because my brother, he's a baby. He's 20 fucking three, 22. I don't want that to happen to him. Yeah, I was uh, 23 when I got out and I'd done six and a half years. Yeah. And did you did you struggle to assimilate back? I still do. Yeah. And, six, and six, I didn't serve overseas. Yeah, but it but doesn't matter. Mm. The basic training, the stuff that you learn, the things that you see, the things that you do, they wipe a little bit of your humanity and they wipe a little bit of your personality. And you, well, this is just what he's told me. Sure, sure. I wouldn't know. No. I've never done it. No. But you are a reactive person. Yeah, you are... You are, you are rebuilt. Yeah. You are rebuilt. You're broken down mm. and rebuilt back into a person that, that is, you know, mm. a re- like I said, reactive. You're, you're, you are taught to, to not think mm. but just to do. Essentially, you're trained to kill. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can call it defence however we want to yeah, label you're not that. But at the end it. of the day, you are built for... An army. Combat. An army is an existence to not just defend. Even if you're defending, you are still actively killing. Yeah. So you are a ineffective trained to kill. That's Robot. it. Robot. And when you come back into normal, because let's face it, what is normal? Mm. When you come back into normal, you've got to look at everyone in the face and pretend like that's an issue. Yeah. And yeah. it's not, let's be honest, you're, because you literally spent the last however many years of your life. You're right. You're trained for two things. Though. Yeah. Yes, you're trained to, you are trained to kill. But more importantly, you're trained to protect the man standing next to you. Absolutely. And okay. that's the one thing I think that. And that's. That's That's so where it important. all falls apart. Okay. Now, I will absolutely stand corrected in front of. Any man that you know has, has served overseas, and and I know a lot of them. And I've read a lot of books, and I know the you know the the mothers and fathers of men that have lost their lives over there. Yeah, and there is nothing but love and admiration for the men. That they served with. Mm, it's a brotherhood. And it's all that matters. It's not about... Look, le- there'll, there'll be certain personalities that just are attracted to war and want to kill. Sure. Yeah, but they make the best fucking special service people. My uncle was the same. He is a fucking sociopath. And thank Christ, because he was actively defending whatever the fuck they sent them over there to do. I still don't understand it. But that is a brotherhood forged in the fucking hellfire. Sure. And nobody else... Nobody that has ever, nobody that hasn't gone through the basic training, hasn't gone through the combat training, hasn't gone through the shit that you go through with those other boys will ever get it. No. They will never understand it. No, and that's right. That's where it starts. You know, that's, that is where it starts. You join, if you join the army and, you know, 
some people go one way, they're just introverts and they go and do do other cause. But a lot of the time you are broken down and rebuilt. Yeah. And not necessarily as a human being, but I guess in a lot of respects you are. There's certain facets of you that I are retrained. It, what it does is it brings you back to the black and white of yes. life and of everything. And is here is we follow orders or yeah. people die. And you do not question them. You don't Unequiv- question unequivocally. Them. You are told to do something or you see something, you react. Yep. You don't second guess it because you'll be dead. Yeah. Or your mate will be dead. Yeah, fucking and more importantly, your mate your will mate, be dead. Your mate, that's right. You, yep. your mate and will be so above you. That's what I say, you know, it's all well and true to say we're trained to kill. Sure, absolutely. Right. I'll but you are trained to look after the man next to you. Yeah. And that his life and he's trained is worth to look more after than your you. life and he's trained to do the same. And so Works. when it comes to integration back in the real world, at least certainly for me, the hardest thing was that trust was automatic and you had to lose it. Yeah. In the civilian world, you have to earn trust and even then somebody's going to stab you in the back. Absolutely, every time. So it's not – and that is why, for me, that is the hardest thing. I have been out for fucking 15 years and there is not a day goes by, not one fucking day, that I'm not just like, fuck, man, somebody's just fucked me over today or, oh, man, I can't trust that. Like, I'm just winging it in the world, just going, ah, right, no worries. But also struggling to understand this behaviour as yeah. well because and you it add, doesn't make sense. Yeah, and you add that on top of being an empath to start with. Yeah. Just automatically, automatically I'm just like, all right. It's just a shit show, tr- really. I'm just going to trust you. Don't do it. We're going to do this thing and then, you know, whatever. And then they fucking shit on you and I'm just all the fucking time. And you're like, God damn. Yeah. How have I not? Because just because you like trust is, you know, it's just an automatic. Yeah. And it's it doesn't as mean it should be. You yeah. trust them until they give you reason not to. Reason not to. But then again, you, you never stop trying to, like, not trying to, but you never stop trying to earn that trust simply by being the best cunt that you can be. Yeah, it's exhausting. You never let them down. You never fucking say no. You see a man struggling, you go over and help that motherfucker. It doesn't matter how tired you are. Absolutely. It doesn't matter how fucked, you know, it doesn't matter why. God damn it, this cunt again? Mm. I wish, man, if this cunt just did fucking five, fucking ten more push-ups every day, he wouldn't fucking be failing on this shit and we wouldn't have to carry this motherfucker's ass. But I'll still go over there and still pick his ass up and still drag this motherfucker through because guess what? I don't want to be fucked over for the next three days (laughs) on guard duty because you're only as fast as your slowest man. Exactly. So that's the mentality. Yeah. Killing and all that aside, that's the mentality that you take back to the civilian world. And, man, I just finished reading Dan Kerrigan's book. Have I even got that here? here. This one. Daniel Kerrigan, VC. Shout out to Daniel Kerrigan. I fucking want him on this podcast one day. Daniel Kerrigan's book. Look at, him, look at his eyes. Ah. Look, at, look at him. Okay? This guy's had the fucking the most ridiculous upbringing. And has received a Victoria Cross for some just courage, just absolute courage shit. shit. And he comes back and he's just got to rebuild his life. Yeah. And he he says in this book, I'm pretty sure I've seen after I've his best mate, his one his best mate got fucking killed after the Battle of Darapet. And even after that battle, 
people are getting pulled out and everything else. He never got to the time to decompress with his unit. No. And then they get back to Australia and they're spread from fucking everywhere. People are getting out. People are doing other – going back on tour, on doing other things. Or, or going back Had to their nowhere lives. nowhere to be. Yeah. Right? And he's just like, I never got the time to decompress with this boys. The first time that he managed to catch up with half of these dudes that he was in the Battle of Derapet with was when he received the VC at the fucking thing. And then – he was public property by then. Yeah. So they didn't even let – like they, you know, put him in a room somewhere. He's like, oh, here's all you guys. Here's some beers and whatever. And he just – he had fucking ten minutes to just like spend some time with these guys. Like, fuck, dude, I haven't seen you since the battle. Jeez. And we're talking years. So there, was no years there was no decompression. There was no debrief. There was no – holy these shit, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like in ripped out of your family. After the battle of your lives where people die. People you love. Men that you love and respect. Your brothers die and then you get taken out of that and you're sent back and then, you know, the army just does its thing. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, um, you know, whatever. And then when they get back, it's not that they want to get out of the army, but when they get back, they have to... They have to just go back to regular training. Yeah. And then some fucking RSM screaming at them like, your fucking uniform's not right, your bloody headdress is... Like, it doesn't and like, matter. Are you fucking serious, cunt? I just lost my best mate six months ago. Yeah. And you're telling me my fucking dress isn't... Yeah. Get the fuck... Problems. And where's my discharge paper? Let they me get out of this because shit. Because they can't adjust no. back. That's what I'm saying. They can't adjust back And then it gets worse because they get out. Yeah, and, and then, then they're they expected to relate to other people's minute fucking ter- like. And he went really, to the, he went to the mines and he went to do everything. Like, yeah. man, I just it's yeah, it's a strugg- huge thing. They struggle to find. My uncle went through the same thing. Like he was uh, special forces. I don't know if you call it special forces, but he was in. I can't remember if it was Iraq or Afghanistan. It was a long time ago now, uh, and he was um, uh, like a security contingent so all of the diplomats and all that kind of thing over there he would be the one in the convoy with them and close personal protection yeah Is and he was that? he's a fucking big bad motherfucker like yeah. you don't fuck with uncle polly um but he struggled to come back and have a successful marriage and bring up his kids and relate to his kids and all that kind of shit because he, he missed it he missed he missed combat. Unfortunately, and he, it's a drug for them, yeah. for, for a lot of those guys. For those, for those specific men that have that in them, my mate Daniel as well. Mm. He said that he explained to me explicitly his first memory of shooting someone. Yeah. He explained to me what the wind was doing. He explained to me what he could see, what he was thinking, where he shot them, and the fact that he shot them through the eye. And as soon as he dropped, another one popped up, and he just boom. He got a chub. And they called it their first kill chub. Mm. All of them got it apparently because it was the adrenaline of what was going on. And so how do you then take that experience and then... It goes back to what we started at, eat, fight, fuck. I was about to say, I've got to ask, uh, because the way that they build you up and you both were talking about it before, they break you down to build you into something else, right? Like there's no breaking down... And reversing that cycle. They just ah. sort of sit there and go, well... Nobody's figured out how go. to do that. But exactly. You're always... Like when you're in there, there's always someone above you. There's always someone next to you, as you were saying, and above you. Yeah. Right? You're always taking orders from someone, somewhere. Yep. Who's going to give you that fucking order in life? Exactly. You know? 
what are you going to listen to the government so generalised? Like, no, it's not good enough. It's well, not the same the brotherhood as what you guys yeah. were built with, b- well, designed to take orders and from. And you don't find those connections either. Like, you're looking for no. that connection that you had with your brothers. Who can you talk to about your first chub? Exactly like, when what? you shot someone. Unless they've been there and done that, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people would think that's abhorrent. Yeah, you just they look at you like a lunatic. Yeah, and you got a you got a chubby. Yeah. You're a psycho. You need to be locked up. It. You need yeah. to go to jail. But like, no, motherfucker. Yeah, but that's just what they were trying to do. And did I, I mention that him and fucking fifteen and his mates just killed one of my guys? Yeah, right. That's what Daniel said. He's like, I said, well, how did it feel? And he said, honestly, I don't feel anything really. No. Um, so I was enemy. there to do a job, and he's like, and you got to understand as well. There's fucking the noises and the the bullets and shit just flying past you like you're so hyper focused on what you're doing i was like okay cool i get that 100 percent. then what like you go back to your barracks or your tent or wherever you are and he's like and then we do it again tomorrow yeah we talk and we fucking pat each other on the back and fuck we survived it boys you know get a good four hours sleep because we're coming back in again tomorrow yep i just hope we all come out in one piece and like to take those experiences and that was over a know like a 12 month or nine month deployment, deployment yeah. and then to come back for three months and then he said he skipped his fucking ass on that plane to get back over there because mm-hmm. all in you yeah the only thing that gave him any joy it gave him purpose and that's what every human being i think needs to be okay in this life is purpose yep. and they come back and they float and oh. they die we lose them they die it's an instinct. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's so a very male instinct, is it oh, not? Because it, it goes right back it goes right back to the Neanderthal days. Mm-hmm. Eat, fight, fuck, movement. that's all that matters. Mm. It's all that matters. It's so fucking primal. But those men are so primal. But those men that eat fuck whatever that eat, eat that fight, fuck. Yeah. That is is fading. It is fading in the men of my, probably not my age, but like the younger up-and-comers, it's yeah. not there. And I, you know, like I need someone masculine and I, you know, I think because I'm an alpha and I need someone to match that and, and I need a man. I don't want someone that's prettier than me. I don't want someone that's going to fuck around in the bathroom. for. But I've noticed it a lot, like in dating, mm. that these men are just fucking pusses. And you don't have that mentality in these up-and-coming men that they don't have that instinct. They don't have that breadwinner mentality. They don't have that, I'm going to take care of you. They don't have that alpha male. It's evolving out of them. Mm. I'm telling you, like in 10 years' time, or my kids, you know, when the, the, the boys of their age, when they get older, it's going to be bred out of them. They're just going to be this fucking race of just, I can't read that. Oh, my God. 30 minutes left recording. <laughs> How much? 30 minutes left. 30. Oh, good, because my – I had to take <laughs> – my – um. oh, good, was just stressing. My poor team, I don't think that – I didn't tell them how long I'd be. Oh, my God, they're reaching out to you going, are you all she right? She said – You've uh, gone down to Palmerston. We don't know where you are. Yeah. Have you been – She sent me a text and she goes oh, – she tried to call and I was – and she's like, tell me you're okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not on a Tinder date. <laughs> But she goes, oh, thank God, all good was just stressing a little. Do you do your thing. We'll let Harry know you're on your way soon, my boy. <laughs> we all just had this little freak out because we didn't know exactly where you were. I you love. I love that you said I'm not on a Tinder date, <laughs> and that was your answer of safety. <laughs> I'm not. On can we? Oh. Can we just go? Like, can we explore that for a moment? 
Well, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Did you know that I was going to have... Uh, you knew I was going to have a producer here? Yeah, you told me. Yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> Even Vinny's like, uh, hello, cunt, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be, you'll have to send some photos. Well, because, okay, so out. I'm not on a Tinder date, right? When, when myself or Jackie or whatever goes on a date, like, we will send each other the, the address, the name... And a picture of... Or share your location. Yeah. Yeah, of said fella. I'll be right back. Yeah. So, like, that's where that comes from because I don't want to die today, you know what I mean? You don't want to be chopped up. I don't particularly. Fucking no. Um, There was a story from America. It went around um, TikTok not too long ago. This girl went on this date and every time she accepted a drink from this dude, she just kept on feeling woozy, funny, whatever. She wasn't feeling that great. So she asked to go home and he drove her home. He offered to drive her home. Oh, what a gentleman. Yeah, made a coffee. As soon as she had the coffee, she felt ill again, which was weird. So she went to bed that night and apparently during the process, he had taken her keys. I don't know if this is a true story or not. Either way, it's fucked up. Either way, it's it's probably happened. It's plausible. It's probably happened. Anyway, he took her keys from the bench and let himself in. She woke up to him in the house, didn't know it was him, called the police, said, there is an intruder in my house. And they got to the door and found it was locked. And she said, you have full permission from me to kick that door down. down. I know someone's in here. They got in there. The whole kitchen was plastic wrapped and he was planning to chop her up. No. Yep, no shit. And it's just... Lucky. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, and he had taken her keys at the same time while she was feeling unwell and just done it. Like, it, it would have happened. Oh, it, did, it happens at um, the bar that I used to play in. Um, but it was actually a spate of men mm. that were getting drugged. So it wasn't like no a date shit. rape thing, but no. it was someone behind the bar, we figured out. It happened to one of my best mates. He... Had a drink. Like, we went there and we were sober. We didn't pre-game at all. Just fucking with them. Yeah, he had a beer and he just instantly just went fucking downhill. And obviously the first thing you you want to do. Yeah. The first thing you want to do when you're feeling sick in a pub is to go outside and get some fresh air. So they would do that. They'd go outside and then have a motherfucker waiting on the corner because that's, Mm. you know, it was on the corner. And they'd rob them. That's so bad because they want to go by themselves too because, you know. Yeah, a man yeah. on two drinks and going out to throw up is not a pretty look. No, and you know? he and Society. you know there was no way he was going to yeah. do that in the Dunnies because it's gross. Yeah. But I went with him and I could, t- you know, I, we just knew that it wasn't right and we'd heard stories from other people that mm. like they'd been robbed and all this shit and it took him a week to get over that. The Whatever they put in his drink fucked Jesus, him sideways. What, they, what? He was so violently ill. He was Bringing up, you know, when you throw up to the point where you're bringing up it's bile, bile, and then past that point, and then it's blood, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah, that's what he was like, and he. It's felt just raw throat. Yeah, coming out. You're going through the motions. Your yep. sphincter is going a hundred miles. Oh, an hour. I was like that for about a week, so I I know exactly. Yeah. yeah, he was too, and like he felt really dissociated. Yeah, like he didn't feel like he was here. Complete plummet in like any normal. Yeah. Functioning Motor of the brain, were yeah. Fucked. Like he oh, couldn't wow. focus, yeah. And that happened. So that happened to him. It happened to an ex, um, uh, ex partner of mine about four God, years ago. That'd be. I'm gonna look that up. It's traumatic. And if that happened to someone, like, oh, I don't drink, so like, I definitely won't drink at a pub. Like, if I get offered a even a coke with a ca- like a can, and I put that down to go to the toilet, there's no fucking way I'm coming back to that. Me. No. 
I'm really, shit. I'm really pissed that we live in a world that you have to do Absolutely. that. Now. You Absolutely. 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 That but fucking shits me. But yeah. To tears. But in saying that as well, Ooh. and like I'm probably going to get fucking hated for this, but I am very careful not to put myself in positions or situations where it could get out of hand very quickly. In saying that, I've had it happen once when I was 16. I, by no fault of my own, pulled a bong, as you do. But instead of water in the bong, it was magic mushy juice. And I had no idea because I was at this party and they passed it to me. So it was laced. It fucked me sideways. Some dickhead tried to come into the room that I'd been put to bed in and, you know, tried. But it was stopped. But I very nearly became a a statistic that night. And I swore that I would never let myself get to the point that I couldn't I wasn't in control. But that's the thing. It stay like that it's still even though it didn't happen, it's still gonna be with you for oh, life. forever. Yeah, exactly. And like just it keeps for a you second. wary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're a little bit extra aware now because yeah. it has the reality has been brought forward. Yeah. It's like facing your mortality as well. Like it makes yeah. you But I see these young girls especially. Oh not just young girls, women, you know, forty plus as well. That haven't been drugged, but they're just that fucking cunted. They don't know their own name and they're wandering around out the front or they've come out by themselves or whatever. Like, babe, don't do that. And if I see someone like that, I'm going to help them. You know, there's been many times after a gig where there's been some poor bitch just fucking out the front and I've, you know, got the fucking hair back and all the rest of it. But just take it easy. You know, it is sad. You're right. But it is what it is. And you don't need to go and get fuck-eyed to go and have a good time, girls. Like, it is what it is. There are some there are some predatory men out there. It's not a it's a minority, but they exist, probably in every town, every pub, whatever. Just unless you're at home with your mates, get fucked up there when you're safe. But just keep your wits about you when you're outside. You can still have a good time, but you don't need to put yourself at risk. It's sad. But that's what it is. You just evolve to your surroundings. It's not hard. Just, you know what I mean? I'll probably get like fucking, you know, but it's true. In the same token, I would say that. uh, You can't stop the predatory behaviour. Like you can't stop it. You can't and. You can preempt it though. I feel like I might get some heat for this as well, but (laughs) you know how there's thieves mm-hmm. in the world and then there's opportunistic thieves. Mm-hmm. They didn't know they were going to be a thief until they just kind of saw it and it happened. Yeah. Right? And then and then they thieve and then they go, holy fuck, what have I just done? Yeah. Um, I did that with It's a really today. long bow to draw, but – I just uh, and, and I'm not I'm not saying rape like <laughs> Jesus Christ, but uh, I'm yeah. saying inappropriate. I'm just going to put it down to inappropriate behaviour, okay? okay? Inappropriate whether you th- where you just think you, you know because you fucking had too much piss or you whatever else, and you're out of town and you're young and you're full of testosterone, and then you take things to a level and then you know and you just done something. Now I'm saying like I'm saying like you're. F- you felt somebody up that you shouldn't have been doing, or mm. you you even entertain the idea that ah oh, she's fucking maggot, like maybe we'll just you know whatever. That is, 
And then as long as like the next morning you wake up and you go, what the fuck was I thinking? Or somebody points it out, you go, dude, that wasn't fucking cool. You know? I, I get... You understand what I mean? Like, and it was, like, don't get dressed up in... I'm going to say I'm not going to slut shame, but don't get dressed up or whatever and then go to town and get fuck-eyed and not think that some idiot... Some fuckhead is going to take advantage of you. That's what I mean. You know you what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like you yeah. can't stop the predatory behaviour. It's going to be there. But there are things that you can put in place to mitigate, to mitigate that, yeah. and which is is shit. It's let's be honest. It it's is shit. fucking shit. But you are dealing with Neanderthals. Yeah, you're dealing with Neanderthals, <laughs> and I'm sorry, dudes are fucking idiots. They that they're. And then you fill them full of grog, or God help us, full of fucking Why drugs. Why are there so many running the country then? Right. Fucking, and look at what's well, happening. I blame look, you guys. I mean, look what, what happened to I you guys women. in the army, in the government, in the places of power, CEOs, executives, mm-hmm. 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 people that run the world. I blame women. Who run the world? Okay, <laughs> it's your fault. Much. Is it though? Yeah, yes, it? it is. Yeah. Or is it? You gave us too much power. It is our fault. It, <laughs> it is was your we, fault. We never gave you shit. We didn't have the power to give you in the first place. <laughs> no. and we didn't even have the right when you hunted us vote. down for herbally remedying your flaccid dicks. Exactly. And you You're called wrong. us witches. Shit, it was our fault for sucking <laughs> a good wrong. dick, wasn't it? That was it. That was where we fucked up. But yeah, like you just, I, I would tell my sister all the time. Like, unfortunately, my sister was drugged and. Thankfully, she wasn't. Nothing happened. But he, and it was someone she fucking knew as well. And she went out with a bunch of mates who fucking dogged her and left her there in the dunnies. And thankfully, she had the presence of mind to call me. Uh, It was someone, you know, we knew who did it. And thankfully, it didn't go too far. But I was like, you know, you, you, you just, it's shit. Because back in my, back in my day, back in the 80s. Yeah. We could go out. Mind you, I was always off my guts on a stimulant, so I was very hyper aware of what was going on. I was always in control. And I was always the mum of the group, you know. I've never drunk. I've never done anything like that. So I've always been able to keep my people safe. But you just see these (laughs) – it's usually the mums that have, like, not been out for a while. And babes, Ophelia's, I do. (laughs) But, like, it doesn't – you just – it is a shitty fucking world that we live in at the moment. You just you got to take care of yourself. You can't rely on anyone else to do it. You can't rely on men to take care of you if you're out. It's not their responsibility. It's yours. It's also their responsibility not to rape people. But it turns out some of them just can't help it. So mitigate it. If you yeah. want to get absolutely fuck hold, do that. But do it at home with your girlfriends or whatever. It's a lot more common than not, though. And I had to have a look at some statistics and stuff to help me out here. But... I always knew that it was usually people that you know the yep. chances are. And this goes both ways. This is for men as well because yeah. it happens. Not many women are <laughs> rapists. Like it does happen. They can be accessories to it. They can do it. And they are more manipulative when it comes down to that section. But here, study of thousand, um, just 9% of the perpetrators were strangers to the victim. That's it. Uh, 23, 23 were assaulted by a partner or ex-partner. Yeah. 24 were assaulted yep. by a family member. Yep. 44 oh. were assaulted by another known person. And 32 were reported to the police more than two years after the incident. Yeah. And that's a that's whole a other one. fucking kettle of fish is 
20% took more than 10 years. Yeah, because you feel like, oh, I can't even explain the feeling behind it. It Because it strips your power and it strips your identity in some ways and it strips so much from you, there's, there's so much going on when something like that happens, especially, you know, oh, it's there's so much that goes on, especially no, if it's someone you know. You already said you already said two main things. Strips you of your power, yeah, and strips you of fucking your identity, and it it drills down into places you didn't even think you fucking had. Yeah, somebody just fucking reached in and took your soul out. Yeah, because I mean, and when you, you have sleep, nothing, you have nothing else to go, and you're yeah. living in a white man's world. Like, what the fuck? And when how, you, how are you going to deal with that? Yeah, you and, know? and like as a woman, and I'm only speaking for myself as well. Like, I have the ability to separate sex from emotion and connection and all that kind of shit. But I'm I not going to say no. Women so have much. evolved. I didn't know we could do that. No, I didn't game know you could do that. Game's changed, baby. It's changed. Apparently, I'm the bitch now. No. I can't separate the two. I'm oh, shocking. You gotta. <laughs> you have to. You have to. Why do you laugh for that? Stop laughing. But when, but even even that being said, every time you you give Work your body to someone, <laughs> every time you give your body to someone, you give a little piece of yourself to them. It's like every conversation, in every interaction you have, you give some, something of yourself to that person. So when it's taken from you, and it's not consensual, mm. it takes so much more. Especially if it's someone you know, which the statistics speak for themselves, and it's someone in a position of power, either you know, like a like we've had just recently, yep, or a fucking father figure, or a policeman, or you know, something like that. And there's a lot of people, even in that case, that are sitting there going, "Well, why didn't they come forward earlier?" Well, you can't. There's so many reasons. Yeah, there's so many, especially if you're young. If you're young, and like speaking from it experience, does. if you're young, like you have all these thoughts going on in your mind, like who's going to believe me? You know, like if you don't have the support of your of your parents, or you don't have that relationship where you can, you know, you see the victim blaming too, and you oh, see the ridicule so and bad. the comments on Facebook and all that sort of stuff, and you go, well, fuck, do I want my life ruined? Exactly, that's what it is. And when you're an empath, oh. Do you yeah. really want to ruin their life? Like, it's an inconvenience. Oh, yeah, fuck. It's just easier to put that under the... You're you know, the inconvenience. Absolutely. Yeah. And then that leads into, you know, all sorts of fuckery. And like, you know, I lived through some of that shit when I was growing up. And unfortunately, he was in a position of power. Um, he was just a horrible, ugly human being. And it wasn't, unfortunately, it wasn't a one-off. It was it was over a course of a couple of years. And um, and you just, and you know, it was never reported because he fucked off eventually, you know. He wasn't in our lives anymore and I moved on and all that kind of shit and you build an armour. But, like, there are so many reasons why women don't come forward and they convince themselves that, oh, maybe I'll let him on, oh, you know, and it's that mentality of, oh, can I buy you a drink? Yeah, sure, but is this a transactional thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So where do we go from here? And I want to ask both of you quickly. What do we do? How do we go about this? What's the best advice that you can give anyone listening in this particular situation? Because we can talk about the issue and it is messed up. All we want, but th- there's no like. What's your best advice for the situation afterwards? What would you do if you, in hindsight, what would you give to people coming out of it? 
Uh, so, like, if you know, if you giving advice, so in the, in the position of a friend has been through it, like, what advice would you give them for someone that's yeah, yeah? What what would you it? say to people around you? What would you tell them? Like, what? How would you help mitigate? Not mitigate. What's the word for it? At least minimize the destruction that follows. Yeah. Or or could come. Well, the problem. Sorry. I don't even know. No, the problem it. is, well, I'm just going to come back to the same thing I always do: training. Men need to be trained correctly. But do you not feel that there are certain things in people, not just men, in human beings that cannot be out-trained? If you are a sick human being, and I'm talking okay. the type of sick that will molest and rape and all that yeah. kind of thing, do you not feel that there are some things that just are inherently bad? Okay, I do. Absolutely yeah. I do. But we can't all live our lives... We can't just all live our lives, you know, thinking about the absolute fucking worst. Yeah. So as a as a blanket rule. As a blanket rule. I don't know, man. Your we one commandment, don't be a shit cunt. Yeah, don't be a cunt. <laughs> you know what? That's it. Yeah. So that's but, good. But, but if you're going to have that commandment, that needs to be trained. We need yeah. to train our young men. But we also need to train... We also need to train the women. Absolutely. Okay? We need... To train the men correctly, I want to keep things like opening a fucking door for a woman. I want to keep things like standing up when a woman approaches your table. I want to. I want to keep things like pulling out a chair. I don't want these things to be brought in as some masculine fucking like toxic masculinity. Yeah, you're not good enough to pull your own chair out. Yeah. You're not good enough to fucking do this or do that or but whatever. that's women as well. That's a mentality that women so carry. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We need to train the women as well. Go, listen, 15 minutes, all right. Chivalry. Chivalry is okay. Yeah, it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't it make does you vulnerable. It does not make you weak. It does not make it you It makes vulnerable. you respect it. What it is is fucking respect. Yeah. What I would train, what I would ask women to what I would train, train. What I would Ooh. ask women to understand. <laughs> did that, dangerous ground. Did that, like See, trigger your blood? Then, then pull for a out. second, you were like, Woo! "Get in the kitchen, up. bitch!" Hot damn! Yeah. What did that person say? I bought mission. I backed it up, though. Didn't it, I? Did you I heard I something? Said, <laughs> what I would ask women to understand is that was good. Okay, safe. yeah. That men aren't inherently <laughs> Neanderthals. We're not smart creatures. No. Okay, we're generally not. We think with our dicks. Yeah. Blood can only go one way, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. All of those things. Oh, true. Yes, our fucking end result is, <laughs> God damn it, we just want to have sex and fucking procreate. Fuck me. But, okay. Feed me. Feed me. One brain at a time. <laughs> yeah. But by the same token, what you need to understand is that if, if these very few fucking things are met, Men will destroy the fucking world for you. Yeah. There is not a thing that we wouldn't do to just fucking make this world a better place for you. Yeah. You but know? That's and and that, that fucking marriage, for lack of a better term, that marriage of, of ideas needs to come together somehow. We need to – we need – I just – I would like a world somewhere where men can feel okay to be men again. Yeah. And women can feel fucking safe. Yeah. That's what I want. Now, how do we get there? I don't I don't 
I don't have all of those answers for you. I wouldn't even know where to begin. No, well, I do know where to begin. I, it begins with this. It begins with conversation. Yeah. It begins with understanding what the fuck's going on. It begins with understanding that men and women are inherently fucking totally different creatures. They're alien to each other yeah. in so many respects. But we can't you know? we can't keep generalizing either, you know. This whole movement and you know like I I, I would class myself as a semi-feminist. Yeah. In the sense that I believe in power of the pussy and in not slut shaming and in, and empowering fucking strong women, strong mm. capable women that also know it's okay to be vulnerable and it's all it's okay to accept chivalry and it's okay to accept help from men. And this whole like I don't know if it's the Me Too movement because I really do back that, but like the whole all men are bad, you know, that blanket rule is fucked because mm. I have sons. And I know that they're not going to be bad men. And I hate the fact that – and I've got brothers and I've got friends that I love and I would take a fucking bullet for. But I know they're not bad men. And I know that these fuckwits are a, are a majority, but this whole feminist movement has just gone all the way left. There is an extreme, yeah, definitely. It is. It's huge. And I feel like social media really pushes that. And because it's you know, TikTok and all of that stuff, you know, while it empowers women, which is fucking awesome it is also allowing it's like um you know how uh the terrorists get get that extremist behavior it's not as bad as that but it's got some of the same sort of the community guidelines on um instagram just lumped us in with terrorists so yeah just so you know sorry about that weaponry and stuff But it does. But I like, like it. It, ex- it, is, it is extreme sort of behaviour and it, it is toxic in itself because it stops that beha- that that conversation yeah. from happening at all because it just puts us at loggerheads and we, we, we can't relate to each other. So you're right. It starts and finishes with well, – it doesn't finish. It starts with conversation. But Absolutely. it starts with an objective conversation where it you does. can sit down and understand that like, you know, yes, we're inherently different and there's all these other things going on. But like to work together, you know? Yeah. And you need to start from when they're in fucking nappies because it's our job to parent these people and I feel like it is nature versus nurture. I have a son that I tried very hard to help and he went left. By the sounds of it, I think you're doing a great job. With two of them. I mean, the one yeah. one's always... Don't you think? An experiment. Oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. It's my podcast. <laughs> Don't you think though? Oh, I was boys. about to say, I absolutely <laughs> fucking do. And, you know, you've got you've got three sons and He'll we're not going to save them all. But, but no. here's the thing. It's not, you've said it's not all your job. No, it's not. Some of this lands on, on the old man. Some oh, of this lands on fuck. the old man. In do you fact, know what? If it was left up to him, if it was left up, up look, he's not, a, he tries and he's, he's not a malicious person at all. Mm-hmm. He really isn't. He's just different to me yeah and my kids the two that i have relate to me in a way that they're emotional boys and they're anxious Mm -hmm. they have not not anxious but they have anxieties and and they need someone to listen to them and that you know he he seems to think that makes them pussies that it doesn't it makes them well adjusted all i would say about that is emotionally intelligent men yeah which is absolutely fucking fine yeah but i'll tell you from from a man and I hope I have respect to some people around, but from a man who grew up with just a mum mm. that had to work out the rest of the the male things later on, mm. okay, I needed that shit when I was a kid. Yeah. And I didn't get it. Yeah. 
So I had to work that out later on. Now, maybe that's part of the reason why I'm an empath. Maybe that's part of the reason why I'm a fucking pussy. <laughs> okay? But I'm not scared. I'm not scared anymore. Yeah. I'm okay with who I am. I'm okay with w- how I came up. There is... But, I'm, but I understand. I understand men. I understand what it's like to not have a decent male role model. Mm. And I do understand what it's like to have a decent male role model. Yeah. Because it might not have been my father. Certainly wasn't my stepfather and I don't like that term. It wasn't that but it was I had male influence that was positive in my life. And because of that, I feel like I'm a better human being Mm. and I'm certainly better at dealing with and appreciating and understanding and loving women. Yeah. Okay? And Mm. treating people, not being a cunt, basically. Yeah, it goes down to that one commandment. That's it. And that's what I've been giving to my kids is they've got these, you know, my dad is a very strong role model for for my boys and, you know, Luke and Vin as well. And these guys are these guys are good role models, and they're happening right now. Huh? Luke oh. and Vinny, role well, I mean, models. They're looking out. For they me, are so role models. I'm sorry, they are. But you may consider them good or bad. But like you said to me, doesn't today, matter because they, they're learning from them. They are. Exactly. They are. You and know. So like in that respect, unless they're learning something bad, mm. then it's not a bad thing. No, and I don't think they are. Like they, Luke and Vinny, you know. <laughs> Luke's my best mate and has been for a long time. Yeah. Vinny, I'm you know, I'm close to as well. <laughs> I'm getting used to it. Yeah, him. I love Vin Dog. Like you know, he and they've got my back. Like I know that if I needed someone you know, they'd be there. And my kids see the way they treat me. Yeah. And that's That's you know, the learning factor. Absolutely. And they're assholes to me. Like absolute cunts. But it's a loving, you know. But it's respect. They see, need to see that shit. They need to see that yes. men and women can be friends, and when and they and can, they can sling shit. Yes. But slinging shit is very different from respect. Yeah. As in, or it can, it, it can, sorry, it can go hand in hand with respect. Yeah, absolutely. That slinging shit is absolutely, ab- absolutely respectful. Yeah. As long as it is done, and if they're learning that. They're fucking oh, learning they're something learning, they wouldn't learn in they're school. They're learning that mum is no pussy. That's what they're <laughs> fucking learning. I'll tell you that much for free. Jacinda, you're a fucking champion. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much for coming on. On you're that welcome. note of being a legend. Thanks for having me. Fucking broken arm. Just be careful. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Every time I do that, I'm like... <laughs> Sorry. Let's just do one of... There we we'll go. hug later. Yeah. Um, what a fucking ride. I'm really, I really appreciate you coming in. I feel in. like there I was really no appreciate. subject we didn't touch on there. It was good. We did everything. It wasn't boring. We came on to talk about Aussie Savage, what the fuck. We did that for two minutes, I feel. Yeah. Which is good. But this is the thing. This is why, why I do it. And in actual fact, this one's going to go down. And this is what I hope to do. You know, we do when we come back and do this again. And I'd love to do this again with you. Yes. Because we touched on the shit. That what I started this podcast for mm-hmm. is mental health, generally yeah. speaking. Yes. And about life and Huge about the things that we need that. to do. Absolutely. Okay? And if somebody, which happened to me today, and I'm so fucking happy about it, somebody said, Thank you. Mm. I said, How many hours did you listen? She said, A few. <laughs> How many episodes? 
a few. <laughs> I feel like I know you. Oh. And, I feel, and you have helped me. I swear to God I could show you the text and I fucking almost fell to pieces. I'm like, this is what I started this for. A bit of validation. This is, yes, selfishly this is a little bit about me. Of course it is. Of course it is. But this is about what we can do. But other people are getting the same feeling though. Yeah. This and is everybody about can me get this thing. too. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that relatable that experience. Person. It's about that individual hearing you and going, holy fuck. I yep. can relate to that. And that's the thing. We know we started, we're not talking about a TV show. We're not talking about, we're talking about us. We're talking about human beings. We're Life. talking about living in this world with the shit that we have to deal with every day. Yeah. And, and we've really done some fucking fantastic shit. Fuck Just, yeah. you know, I really 100% appreciate your uh, honesty, your integrity, Welcome. and your. Um, just blazing. Top memory skills. <laughs> My memory uh, skills. Yeah, your memory skills. And you only <laughs> had two. You only had two strokes. <laughs> oh, I had a few internal strokes. I just managed to keep them on the DL. You I know. Really, I really appreciate you, mate. Oh, so thank thanks you very for having much. me. It's been fucking rad. It's been good. We've nailed four hours and something. So four hours, fourteen minutes, forty-three seconds. Shit. They scored. We have no. less than ten minutes left. Holy fuck. Well, I mean, Daratia, it's, it's cranking down real fast. Daratia, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for helping out. She's you're fucking awesome, fucking man. Legend, I know. Fuck yes. All right. We're going to wrap, wrap this bitch up. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening and for watching. And uh, we're going to go and have a fucking cigarette. Yes. Oh, drink. my God. It's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Let's do it. But thank you. Oh, I need to wee too. Also, bye. Hell yeah. <laughs> All the best. Love you. See ya. <laughs>